started long ago in good old 2016 I forced a gunpoint my good buddy Dero Jeremy To start this podcast called Gamecasters, please do it with me Man, we sucked, boring as fuck, let's stop making these Three years later, itch came back and wouldn't go away So I wrangled my dear lady friend, her name was Natalie We quickly realized that this just wasn't quite enough So on came Jeff, we found our groove and lots of gross and stuff yeah, like the poop knife, goopy soup, the waffle stomp, that shower poop, penis book, wedding album bliss, don't make two pito, give me your dick so much ass, I wanna kick. I started prepping for the show way more than any of you know, the damn thing takes hours to prep, but oh well, fuck it, here we go, but it's all worth it when it's done, the downloads coming one by one, we're growing all the time, and it's so fucking great, it's fucking great. Yeah, thanks to the poop knife and the tide pen that cleans up the gift of life. Jeff's passion for hating on fireworks, Natalie's fart box. Oh, it fucking takes a squirt. Now we've got community, publisher opportunity, and dice tower immunity, and lots of discord unity, and vulgar promiscuity, congruity, impunity from lunacy, buffoonery. That's gamecasters to a T. Episode 100 coming at you, Peter Tag, booty spank, dragon like a penis, wagon, couple sang on the back as we stack episodes like a shack. Gone until we come back. Hit your ears with the smack Gamecasters Episode 100 Episode 100 Yeah, Gamecasters Jeff, the mad board gamer Natalie I'm Ryan, y'all Yeah, Gamecasters now Episode 100 Episode 100 Here we go. This is it. The inaugural cast. The casting. The casting. The game, the game casters. <laughs> we have no idea what we're going to do for an intro yet, but we'll figure something out. So, um, I don't know. Let's just start and tell our names, you know? My name's Ryan James, and you are? I'm Jeremy P. Gamer extraordinaire. Well, you're the gamer. Maybe. I don't know he's extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, after two episodes of being alone, I am no longer alone. Jeremy's back, everybody. He is back in the saddle. Finally, he had a little operation. He has a new name, and his name now is... Natalie Tyson. So I guess what we'll do first, um, Natalie, is uh, introduce yourself and tell the rabid listener that we have (laughs) (laughs) how you got into games. I got into games... Um, we played Splendor. That was my very first game mm-hmm. I played with Ryan, and I loved it. And for the next year, I probably played like a hundred brand new games. I mean, you think that's exaggerating? Yeah, I do. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> but, but you did play a lot. Well, hello there, gamers. We're back with a very special episode 25. My name is Ryan. And I'm Natalie. And we have... 
Ooh, Jeff. Yeah, Mad Board Gamers <laughs> here with us. Ooh, Ooh thanks for <laughs> having like me. That. Ooh, nice. <laughs> so we have talked about Jeff, Mad Board Gamer, Instagram World, um, 150,000 times on this podcast. <laughs> I feel like sometimes I'm talking to him more than I'm talking to you, and I apologize to you about that. Like, Jeff, me and Jeff did this, and Jeff came over and did this, and I was like, gamers, and welcome back to episode 29 of The Gamecasters. My name is Ryan. And I'm Natalie. And I'd like to take this opportunity to fully and permanently announce, well, the announcement's not permanent, I guess it is, our new permanent member of the show, Jeffrey Madigan, the Mad Board Gamer. Welcome, Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeff is now going to be a permanent member of the show, as I just said moments ago. How do you feel about this, Jeff? Honored <laughs> is the first word that comes to my head, okay. I think. Do you have a speech um, prepared? <laughs> I don't. Um. Beautiful. But you know, I'm just so happy. We're to be short here. on time anyway. Yeah, so <laughs> that'll be the episode. Yeah, yeah. You're listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and nooks, and games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Hello, hello, hello. Let's go. Episode 100. Welcome finally to the 100th episode of the Gamecasters podcast. We've made you wait a great length of time. Didn't make good on making adjacent episodes in the meantime. Oops. Oops. And really are just about to reach an entire new level of disappointing our audience than ever before. We're like first time tightrope walkers who are on a line above the Grand Canyon with no pole. The only satisfaction likely in this episode is going to be from the bloodlust fulfilled from listening to us gruesomely fall to our deaths in embarrassment and mediocrity. Doing the show is great. We get to constantly have another chance at a first impression, as invariably this will be the first episode someone listens to. Uh, You'd think we would try harder to do a better job of showing them our best self. Instead of telling stories about waffle stomps and shouting, give me your dick. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, this is us. Hate us or hate us. We might make you feel uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. right? But um, at least... We make you laugh. So my name is Ryan, and I'm the conductor of this contaminated community of cacophonous corruption. With me is the partner to my crime, the reason for my rhyme, the waster of my time, and the receiver of my slime. Natalie Michelle with one L. James, and the younger... The slime. (laughs) I don't want to be the slime taker. You are. You've done it. You promised to take my slime for life. That's what you said. I don't like that you I think that's what you said when you married us. Will you receive his slime? You weren't listening. Ew. That was in like the fine print. Yeah. You whispered it. And also with me is the younger, sexier, more well adjusted, and more well hung version of me, Jeff the Mad Board Gamer. (laughs) The two of these folks are let out of the trunk I keep them in in the storage room every couple of weeks, but don't worry about their well being as they've developed a sort of Stockholm syndrome about it. They love me. And now, for the one plot device that will save this stinking pile of hot garbage, (laughs) welcome Larry the Cable Guy to the show. Just kidding. Go listen to episode 228 of the Board Game Snobs to get that reference. But we, for the first time ever, have someone here in studio, which is just a pretentious way of saying the basement, (laughs) that I'm pretty damn sure you are all going to be very excited about. Please give a warm Gamecasters welcome to the show, which is like the 21 fart salute, I guess, Mm -hmm. of the Gamecasters welcome. Everyone's third favorite breakfast food, Sam, Miss French Toast, Forintos! Welcome, Sam, how the fuck are you? (laughs) Oh my God. I'm great. I'm great. Great. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) We have Sam on the show. Sam, I would like you to take two seconds only, no more, no less. Keep it. Two seconds. For sure, keep it no more. Yeah. How, tell us all about you. 
Uh, Tell us all about you. Everyone's okay. Thanks. Great. Wow, Sam. Thank you. <laughs> no, Sam. Talk about you. What's going on? Oh, you know. Um, I don't know. I have been a long-time listener. Okay. First-time caller. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I live closer to you now, and so I figured, why not pop by? She did. We didn't yeah. even ask her. You know what? She just showed up. Shows I up have. Shows up now. I have a question. You're a little too close. I'm on the show. Yeah. You're a little too close. <laughs> I have a question <laughs> for Sam. Yeah. yeah. You might have told us this before, but I don't remember. But like, how did you find us? Like, how were you into games before you started listening to us? Yeah. You must have been. Like, why would you listen to a board game podcast? True. Yeah, so I started kind of playing games, but not heavily. Like, I was at the point where I was like, who would want to listen to somebody talk about board games? Mm. Like, like playing Neck them, but I would box. never yeah, listen to a podcast. Yikes. Yeah, that was like mm-hmm. nerds. Like, how did you start playing so them? Then, like, did someone introduce you or did you just... I don't know. I think I just started buying games at Target. Nice. And then, yeah, I just kept playing them. But then I started, I became friends with Jeff. Mm-hmm. And so... That's me. Yep, we, we talked have a little bit about games. Yeah. Oh, it's you. You're yeah, the one. The yeah, he's the one. Jeff. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> yeah. So we talked a little bit about games. We talked a lot about teaching. Yeah. And then we became friends and he, you know, then he roped me in with the inbox. So you're a teacher as well. I am. Really? Yeah. What kind of students do you teach? Uh, young ones. <laughs> young, <laughs> young ones. <laughs> young ones. <laughs> I teach fifth grade. So for anyone who doesn't know, Sam used to live in the up. Yep. Right? Now she's a troll. She's a... Like below Which the bridge be the upper now. peninsula. Yep. Yeah, sorry. The now up is the upper peninsula of Michigan. Now she's a troll. Westernish. Michigan. Give us your address so we can dox you. Is that what you want to say? <laughs> now she lives here. And no, well, I was trying now to like, tell you, like, it is west, but not like all the way to yeah, the west. Yeah. So for those yeah. of you that don't know, Sam is a very um, good friend of the show. She started uh, talking with Jeff a long time ago, and then she got into the Instagram inbox. Yep. We would hear her say hilarious things in the Instagram inbox all the time. You've had a very memorable Instagram handle. Yes, Miss French Toast. Yes. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. which we would uh, talk about all the time, and then she eventually just kind of kept engaging with us until one day she knocked at our door and said, "Can I be on the hundredth episode of your yeah, podcast?" I need to come well, and actually, we said, before no. that, I did drive eight hours from the UP to just come hang out in your basement. That is yeah, awesome. That's, yeah. We weren't even that's home. Borderline strange. <laughs> yeah. That's well, okay. <laughs> I do look back on that with a lot of questions. Well, to, about also, myself. before that, what we didn't also mention was when Ryan would stream a lot. We would play games with Sam on TTS. Right. All the time. So we were basically like talking to her on the phone, playing games with her just online. Yeah. So it's not like we didn't like kind of feel like we knew her before she came to our house. And now house. she's kind of a legend in our community. Yeah. Everyone knows Miss French Toast. She was the yeah. first, if you remember, gamer of the week in the Discord. I do remember that. Yeah. Right? We only did that once. We did that one time. <laughs> and it lasted one day. <laughs> yeah. We, we need to start that back up again, yeah. which, which we will. We but yeah, she was the very first gamer of the week. Um, everyone that listens to us or is part of our community knows who she is. So if you don't know who she is, you better fucking catch up because yeah. we're 100 episodes deep at you this point. You need to know Miss French Toast. Yes. Um, so now that we're all situated, I have something I want to do with the three of you. <laughs> And it involves shutting down the podcast and going out to my bedroom for 30 to 40 seconds. Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> you are not allowed to ask questions, but the safe phrase is spaghetti noodles. Yeah, mind your own business. Is <laughs> spaghetti noodles. Spaghetti noodles. All right, just kidding. But I do have some cylindrical objects I want to put in each of your mouths. Do you consent? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was going to say no, but. <laughs> yes. Oh, you can't. Jeff, but I know what it is. Jeff said yes. Jeff said yes. Sorry. So I have this. This is for you. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Golden. This is for you. I have a golden one. Yay. It was the closest to yellow that I had. Is this can a, you, is this has, a crack can you pass pipe? that to Natalie? It's a crack pipe. So we're going to be free basing. This is called the free base caster. Free, okay. Free yeah. base caster. Just so you know, you, you, you put this? your mouth on the big end. It's oh. a kazoo. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Just so you know. 
Just <laughs> Natalie the expert. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Jeff, you might not know this. You put your mouth on the big end. <laughs> Wait. <it's... laughs> Let me tell you. I'm an expert. My penis has, happens to have Let two me ends. Tell you. One end is a big end, Ryan one end is a small. Starts skinnier and gets bigger. And he likes it when I put my mouth on the big end. I'm the expert. That's what you gotta do. Just so you know. So everyone knows. I always try to be completely innocent. <laughs> All right. This was sent to us by also friend of the show, Dan the Burrito Man. Oh, yeah. Um, a fat guy eating burritos, which we found out, which is funny, that Instagram name that he came up with called a fat guy eating burritos, he created that because he wanted to have a name like names we read in the board game Beatdown. That we laugh So that about. was no not way. like his name. He just did that for the show. So we could be like, a fat guy eating burritos says, yeah. and then we just like, you know, crack up and Isn't it goes on the, 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 on the jail quilt. quilt. The, from Sam? Yeah, I started yeah. calling him that. Dan the Burrito Man. <laughs> yep, it just rolls off the tongue. I like it. it. Like COVID hallway. So we are playing. This <laughs> yeah. game is called Mouth on the Big End. <laughs> <laughs> that, this game we're going. playing is called Kazoo That Tune. How many mouths have been on this big end? Zero. Zero. Absolutely zero. Yeah. I have, really. How am I doing? Now. I have an. In, I, I literally just. So okay. Jeff. So Jeff's gonna try to do it. So what you do? You you hum into it, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I have a hard time. Let's apologize to our listeners in advance for what the fuck's gonna like, happen <laughs> for the next three minutes. <laughs> Oh, you just say you just say the words of the kazoo. I do. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the Gamecasters. All right. So we're gonna do. I have some cards here that I'm gonna give you guys. Um. Gotta hope the level later works. I'm going. I know. I was like, I did that. I was like, oh, we're gonna get it. Fucking workout. That we're gonna start paying for it. All right. So me and me and Natalie are gonna show you kind of how it works. Okay. And then we're all gonna get to it. So here's what I'm gonna do, Natalie. I'm going to kazoo a song on this card, and you have to guess what it is. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Can I guess, or just Natalie? Well, we'll just do Natalie this time. Natalie, and then take your mouth then... off the big end. Yeah. All right, you're good to go. All right, you ready? <laughs> oh. Oh, chameleon. Chameleon? chameleon? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, there's more. Uh, come a chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> Come a chameleon. What's it called? Do you want to help her? Come a come a come a come a come a chameleon. It's called karma chameleon. Yes. Karma chameleon. Karma chameleon. Karma chameleon. Karma chameleon. I just thought it was chameleon. Karma chameleon is basically like starting the word chameleon. Come here, chameleon. Yeah, come No, it's like yeah. About to have some happen. We're going to um. Manually ejaculate you for yeah. artificial insemination. Come a chameleon. Come, 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 come. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here I'm going to give you a stack, Jeff. Okay. Sam, so I'm going to give you a stack. Oh God, I can't even use it. If you don't know the song, just pick a different card. Here, can you hand this one to Natalie? No way. Yeah, pick a different one. Pick okay, a different one if you want. Natalie, that's for you. And then uh, we're just going to have just going to have fun with it. Okay, so like fun. With um, it. Jeff, I want you to go next. Okay. And so okay, what, if you if we know awesome. the song, anybody just shout it out. Okay. 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 Do you get any pro? Do I get to lead into this? You can. Oh, if you want to lead oh. into it, you can. <laughs> it's not working. You gotta help. Hi ho! Yeah. Wow, that's great. Thank you. If he didn't have this, I was doing I the most. I was doing the most. Yeah, he was like he was yeah. like swinging his arm back and forth like yeah. sling blade. That, that's it was what perfect. Do. Right, sling blade. <laughs> <laughs> mm. French fried potatoes. I'm a chameleon. 
<laughs> you know, come on a chameleon. You know, come right out of chameleon. You know, come on a chameleon. Come right on the face of a chameleon. Isn't that the song? Oh come on a chameleon. <laughs> okay, all right. Like, all right, Natalie, like go ahead. Chameleon, like the start. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I know. Come I know, I know what you hear. All right. Okay, all right, Natalie, what we got? Yep. Oh, which uh, one remember, hum into it. Don't okay. just blow like you like to. <laughs> on the base. Excuse me. Excuse me. That's not the first of all. I called you a slime taker like two and a half minutes ago, but that that's the one you don't like. <laughs> all right. A Barbie girl. Yeah. What? what? Right. No. I thought that was like I'm some a national girl. anthem. National anthem to Kazakhstan. No. Okay, hold on. Do it exactly how you did it. Well, now I hear okay. it. Yeah. 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 Well, you just it guessed it like, so fast. Like my dick. All right, Sam. I just really am having a hard time blowing in the kazoo in general. Oh, well, did you put your mouth well, on the again? Did you even like, go to the beginning? Like, come on, a chameleon? <laughs> <laughs> chameleon. Come on. Oh, come on, chameleon. Come on. C-O-M-A. Come on, come on, come on. C-O-M-A. All right, Samantha. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, keep going. I pass. Suck <laughs> my dick off. It'll feel real good. It's, it's very obvious. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> you, yeah, it is. Yeah. you know it. You I know, do, totally you know. do. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> do you have any arm motions you want yeah, to do? Yeah, yeah, like, like swing your arms. Uh, it mm-hmm. could have some. French okay. Rapidators. Okay, yeah, do it. Oh, Hakuna Matata? Yes! Oh. I don't think I'll ever get a point. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I wonder how this is going to translate. (laughs) We'll see. I'm kind of monitoring the levels, and it doesn't seem like it's spiking out of control, so we'll see. Okay, here we go. Ready? Um. Oh, it's Britney Spears. Oh. Baby, one more time. Yeah, I just want to finish the song. Keep going. It's three and a half minutes long. (laughs) Nice. Very good. All right, Jeff, do it again, baby. Baby. (laughs) 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 This was a popular song back in the day. Okay. And it's dedicated to all of our listeners out there. This is episode 100. Or 80 something for Natalie and 70 something for me and one for Sam. There's only one of us that's done 100 episodes. Let's celebrate it. Oh, that's Ready? true. Yep. I had the CD also. Ooh, now that's so what now they call music. It down to oh, it's past 40. the tape. Yeah, it probably was on a now. That's what I call music. I'll bet. Something on there. All right, let's see. Ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm blue. Yes. Oh, oh nice. terrible song. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is a terrible song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Natalie, one more. Okay. You got this. Okay. Oh my God, come on, chameleon. That's <laughs> 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 great. <laughs> it's like we don't have to like script some of this. Stuff. I know it just happened. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, wait. Let me see. The, the Barbie girl anthem. Barbie girl again. <laughs> What? Do it again. The same exact thing. What song is that? Am I doing it right? Yeah. Also, I like that I asked for a genre and I got old. It's like an older song. It's old. 
<coughs> like old as Sorry, in like old like Blink One Eighty Two or no, old like, like the Isley Brothers. We were born. <laughs> old, old like Beethoven. Yeah. Or old? <laughs> yeah. Probably before um, we were all born. Maybe. I'm in my fours. Maybe. Or maybe you were a little, little boy. Maybe, maybe you were a little boy. boy. Maybe you were a little boy. Or you listened to it on the playground. Do you want me to do the other song on my car? You go out play with your little friends? Do you want me to do the other song on my car? Sure. Okay. Oh, baby, baby, baby. Yeah. God, I love Justice Beaver. The first one was Funky Town. The crime fighting Beaver. The first one was Funky Town. Won't you take me to... Funky Town. Oh, I've never got that. Funky Town. Yeah. Isn't that how it goes? Yeah, that is right. It's not? I don't think it's, would you take me to Funky Town? <laughs> it's, it's, would you take me maybe to Funky Town? Maybe I don't know that. Funky I thought that's how it was. It's the general tune, I would say. <laughs> won't you take me how to How does it go? Funky Town. Won't you take that's me to That's basically what I did. Funky Town. That's what I did. That's basically that's what exactly I did. Listen, it would be more like this. That's what I Ryan paused for an extra beat. That's, that's yeah. what he's trying to tell it's you. Ding, I nailed you, it. Hold on. Yours was ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. Mine was ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. That one little change. It's not the fucking same. It's not the same. All right, Sam, hit us with your last one. Okay, vanilla ice. Natalie, everyone knew. Okay, I'm a chameleon. Listen here, you chameleon. Yes, it was the same. You did great. We just didn't get it. All right, Sam. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. I can't. Just hum, 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 hum. I don't know how to hum. Oh, like this. Turns out. Humming. She only knows how to blow. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, now, you're an all-star. Yes. Why was her head going back and forth on the kazoo the whole time? (laughs) Is anyone getting any of these? (laughs) Nah, she got it perfectly when you're done. That's it. We're done. (laughs) Wait, did I do two? Let me do No, you only did one. All right, let me do it. The first one was practice one. Okay. Oh, be our guest. Oh, yeah. Be our guest. Didn't so I do that good one the, the other day? What? I yeah, don't know. I did. did you? I totally did. Why don't you get it now? Sam got it. Ha ha. Yeah. I would have. <laughs> Why don't you just quick. take me to Funky Town? <laughs> <laughs> won't you take me to Funky Town? Won't you take me to Funky Town? That's how it goes. As this is our 100th episode. <laughs> I figured it would be an idea to go back through the annals, yes, of Gamecasters history and show off some of the things that brought us to where we are today. Thanks to Dan the Burrito Man for his help here. Without further ado, let's take it back to earlier days. Okay, George Orwell wrote this book, which is often considered a statement on government oversight. George, well, you probably read it in high school. Or we're supposed to have. I'm going to guess. Yes, Natalie. I'm not sure. Moby Dick? (laughs) No. Government oversight? (laughs) What? Um, Well, maybe it's like a metaphor. (laughs) Oh. The book about killing his whale. I've never seen a whale. I've never read that book. Oh, killing his whale. Well, the whale represents (laughs) the government. Shut up. How does a gamer, dork man, son of a boomer like the D-man, dropped in the middle of a forgotten spot in the suburbia by Providence Hospital of Squalor, grow up to be a podcaster father? Well, the word got around. They said, this kid is insane, man. Took up a collection just to get him some board games, man. Shirk your obligations. Don't forget that mad board gamer. And the world's going to know your name. What's your name, man? The Gamecasters Podcast. Our name is the Gamecasters Podcast. (laughs) We're gonna have a great show today. Just you wait. Just you wait. Well, hello there, gamers. That was awesome. 
And welcome. We always have a joke on Monday of the so screaming mean. pillow that you need a pillow right. to yeah. scream into. But man, to like physically abuse the board. Yeah. It's like Natalie a table... does the same thing, by the way, with the fart, but she has a farting pillow. Oh, right, right. So it's like in TTS, <laughs> like tabletop you. simulator where you can flip I the board. I do not, by the way. Yeah, yeah she does. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, Chud Munson says. <laughs> oh, hey, Chud. <laughs> the name's hey, Chud. The name's Munson. Chud, Chud. Munson. You're call me Chud, you understand? <laughs> Chud. I could just imagine, like, with his varsity jacket for, like, wrestling. It says Chud. 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 Oh, oh man. Chad. You don't want to wrestle go Chud, bro. Chud. <laughs> Chud. Wanted their first print run, and now they have a second Kickstarter that's, like, out right now. Like, two days ago, it started, and it. <laughs> If you heard that, that was Ryan Crunching. deciding like, in the middle of our podcast that mic? he desperately needed a tortilla chip. He was like, oh my God, he do I need it out, and then he just one it in tortilla front of the chip, mic. and then it took his first crunch right in front of the microphone, oh because right now is when he needed a tortilla chip. <laughs> I was like, I, he like put his hand in the bag, and I was looking at him like, what are you doing? Like such yeah. a good idea in my head, and I was just, like, I'm going to get away with this. <laughs> But you didn't even lean back when you took the first bite. The first chomp was like yeah, you leaned back at normal. After you, chomped it. <laughs> um, you also start with these very cool. They're just like small wooden discs. Okay. Yeah. They're numbered one through four, and they it doesn't have to be sized differently, but they did, which I think was cool. So the four is bigger than the three. It like looks, oh, yeah. you can kind of stack. Them and up. you don't stack them, or you do? um, you he don't have to. But they're just kind of okay. cool that they're that's cool. They're, they're yeah. easily you can see them if you're number blind. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> In other words, you cannot count. Yeah, if you can't count. <laughs> oh, man. Do we have to write the timestamp on this time to cut this out? Oh, my God. <laughs> We've lost Ryan. Yeah, he's gone. He's a goner. <laughs> oh, my God. So. We'll have more of those throughout the episode to both give you a sense of nom flashbacks having to relive the old days, or if you haven't heard any of the old stuff, a sense of absolute and utter confusion as to what is happening live and uh, what's recording. Because it's going to sound like all live to you if you don't know yeah. anything. <laughs> Good luck, fuckers. <laughs> so what is up with you guys? Jeff, a, what's up with you? I have man? a joke. Okay, let's hear it. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, pay attention. All right. Okay. <laughs> what did the man, using a riddle. What did the man <laughs> with the average size penis say while getting a blowjob? I'll repeat it. What did the man? I was going to say I need to hear it again. What did the man with the average size penis say while getting a blowjob? You suck a mean dick. I get it because mean is average. Oh. Yeah. I was like, I don't get it. It's a math joke. You're the math man. That's pretty good. All right, I got Sorry, one more. Sorry, woman. Math woman. It's not a joke. Um, this is a news story that Deepwater Joe sent to us. Okay. Okay. We'll talk about his little birthday shenanigans here. In a second. <laughs> his little so cute he little sent birthday. us this thing that there was this. I don't even remember what country it's in. Nigeria. It's in Nigeria. Okay. Mm. The title of the newspaper, the headline of the newspaper: paper, Victim Six Killed by Hooker's Poisoned Minge. Oh right, yeah. He just he no, just sent us. No, it that. does not say that. Yeah. It says it. Min, yeah. <gasps> Poisoned Minge. Victim Six. Poison. So let me let me let. There's only a few sentences that I can see in the newspaper. A factory worker mm -hmm. met his death. Oh. After licking out a hooker. <gasps> licking, licking out. out. Licking <laughs> out. And if you've never listened to the show before, you know that I'm talking, so someone at the table is eating. Yeah, that's true. Okay, as Ryan at least it's Ryan. Well, food. we don't know who it is. We, yeah, we, haven't, soft. we haven't figured out who it is. Yeah, we haven't figured it out. No. <laughs> By licking out a hooker. Okay. Mm, he real is quick, the tell sixth... what minge is. People might not know what a minge oh, is. Oh, minge is the uh, is a slang for a <laughs> fachina. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um he is the sixth victim of what has been dubbed 
the poison pussy plague sweeping <laughs> a town in Nigeria. Sweeping? According to reports, the man went down on the prostitute ever after having sex with her and started throwing up and then died. Oh my god, this is Wait, real. Wait, so is this like a serial killer or is this yeah, six basically. This is a, women? No, this has to be a, like at oh, this yeah. point you've killed six people oh, yeah, with it's, your minge. This is intent. This is You've killed them by kill. having them go down on go you, which is maybe you. like you have some new sense of bravery if you were going down on a prostitute. I almost said uh, same thing. I feel like that's like should be an unwritten rule. Like if yeah. there's a prostitute and you're I think it is. doing stuff with them, don't do that. <laughs> because you will die That's... of a poisoned minge. Or just yeah, get an SCD all over your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Which so, you one? Get it over it. your penis. Don't get it over your mouth. Yeah, exactly. Don't get it all over your mouth. Exactly. The poison At least you can hide your penis. Plague. <laughs> gotcha. I wonder if she's timing the poison to like go into effect after she uh, gets off. Maybe that's like, why she's killing she somebody. I also she wonder, like, like, what kind of poison is it? Because, like, right, if it's it inside her. No, she's, like, rubbing it around, at and around the outside of the minge, is my guess. So yeah, it's not like, affecting her to, like, in any way? You have to, ingest it, though. I'm no, you probably have to, yeah, you probably yeah. have to. Yeah, well, he's, l- he's, like, yeah, he's licking right. it. Yeah, licking but a lot it. of times, his, his like, stomach. if it's some sort of, like, thing that you rub on your body, it can soak in through your skin. Right. Obviously not this one, because she's alive. Maybe it's still alive, so. I really want to know the specific poison she used. Whoa, she wants to know the specific poison that she used. Why, Natalie? So you can become victim You want to kill me? I just want to know the ins and outs of how this works. Okay. Yeah, I completely understand. That is a way. That is a way. Do you think it's somebody who's like, not actually like a prostitute, but like is like I think this is wrong. So all the people who in Need the town to who are gonna be who are gonna be doing this, like yeah, some sort deserve of like to die. Justice kind of Beaver, thing. right? Oh. <laughs> What's Justice Beaver? It's a, uh, it's a, well, now it's a crime fighting now beaver. it's a prostitute. Uh, that is an actual crime fighting yeah, beaver. Now it's that a, is that's justice. it. Yes. That's Beaver. Take down the bad down prostitute buying men. Big in yeah. of Nigeria with your biggest stinky poison minge. That is insane. <laughs> Damn. Sam, do you have anything that you would like to share in our bantery section? If no, fine, fuck it. If yes, do it. I mean, I'll hop on when uh, we talk about all the stuff we did together, but that sounded Yeah, dirty. so why don't we talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So we did a lot of stuff that we beep, 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 beep. <laughs> then we went to Joe. <laughs> so uh, Deepwater Joe, Joe Jitsu, uh, what else do we call him? Joe. Uh, Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> Joe I, don't know I don't know that I've ever called him Joseph. I know you guys J- call him that. Jaybird, yeah, no, Jaybird, Jaybird, the word. Joe. Um, no, we had another nickname for him. It was uh, Joe Jitsu. Is like the recent one. There was Deepwater Deep Joe. Water. Something between Deepwater Joe and Joe Jitsu. Can't remember. Was there? There was. What, he's not Donkey Kong, is he? Is that Dave? That's no, Dave. That's Dave. Dave. Yeah. DK. God, no one knows the whole time. Anyway, <laughs> Jeff's <laughs> oldest brother Joe celebrated his forty-first yes birthday. I told you, and <laughs> had a bunch of us over, and we basically had a a, a nerd fest day yep. of game playing yeah. for him. And we played a ton of stuff. Yeah? Yeah. Would you say? Yeah. Sam, what games do you remember playing? Uh, hopefully you remember all of them. And which <laughs> ones were the best for you? Uh, I played Medieval Academy. What's that? Uh, you're Never basically just like playing cards to like go around these tracks. And it's kind of thematic and cute, like about becoming a knight. I don't know. You liked it? Yeah, it was, it was really cute and fun. It was easy to just kind of hop into. Okay. Uh, what else did we play? Um, we play Merchant Explorers. What's that yep. game called? Yeah, Guild of Merchant Explorers. Yeah. Guild of Town Random of, uh, Generated Guild Town of Sellers. Uh, town <laughs> yeah. Guild Merchant. We played Furnace. Furnace, which is so fun. I love that game. And Furnace is great. What was we the played third Six Nymphed. 
Oh, we played six minutes. A ten played. player game. Ten. That was every wild. single card. There yeah. was no planning involved. You I've just never had to pray played to the gods. with ten players before. I don't think I have. It was fun. It was, it was really fun. We played great. fun farmers market. Oh yeah, right. downtown farmers market. Yeah, fun facts and green team wins. Boop. Yeah. Beep. Beep boop. Spoilers. Spoilers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we played some Well, games. okay. What was uh, the game of the day for you? I do this a lot where when we when we have like yeah, big game days, what was the game of the day well, for you? Well, before we went to Joe's, we also played Witchstone. Yeah, we did. Oh, you did? Yeah, we played Witchstone. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It was oh, good. At home I with loved Sam. It. it was good. Natalie I already also... Cr- Wait, did you crush us on that? Yeah, she crushed us. Oh, but she it was really murdered fun. us. Murdered. Me and Sam were like... Right next to each other the whole game, like woohoo hoo, yay! We're like within two points at the end. It was really cute, and then Natalie's like, "Fuck like... you!" Thirty-five points ahead. <laughs> I thought you might like that one. Yeah, I it mean, like you said, it's very Stefan Feldy. Yes. Yeah, yeah everything. Everywhere. The action selection's cool. The tile placement of like, you know, comboing. You mm-hmm. start with being able to do nothing, kind of, and then it's like, oh, I can do this six times. I can do this five times. Unless you're question. Ryan. Here's All a right. question for you. <laughs> All right. What do you think of the artwork? Um, it didn't bother me. It's not good, but it didn't bother me. It's absolute barf. I like it. It looks like somebody threw up. I'm in the middle. But Sam was like, I'm not, I'm not barfing. It. And I was like, I oh, I like it. I like I think it's no. nice. Okay, so we have all three yeah. represented. Natalie, break the tie. What? She wasn't listening at oh. all. Oh, Natalie. She's on her phone. <laughs> I'm researching sorry. minge no, poison mint. Yeah, That's what she's doing. Let me Can you actually kill somebody with your vagina? How do you do it? How does it not kill you? How do I poison my own minge? Wait, what do we do? Ryan, let's go upstairs. You what, what I actually was doing was okay. So another thing that we didn't mention last night, Jeff got this like monkey tail game. What's it called? It's true. What it's is it bananas. Called? It's it's called it's bananas, and you put this big curly monkey tail on yep. you, and it looks basically like a penis, it and does. and oh, you're yeah. trying to like it hook things. And we put a video valid. on Instagram, and I just got a bunch of people responding like, "Oh my god, what <laughs> that's the fuck are you doing? Dude. What did you attach to your minge? That was really fun." <laughs> Um, but yeah. So, what was your game of what was your Sorry, game of the day? Sorry, what's my tiebreaker thing? Don't worry, uh, about it's it. fine. Okay. Okay. You'll listen back to this one. It's way past. <laughs> We're gonna cut it out anyway. Oh my I god! I think my absolute favorite was Witchstone, but I was most excited to get Furnace back to the table. Oh really? So yeah. none of the newer games that you played supplanted either of those two as yeah, your game. Yeah, I enjoyed them. Well, hold them, on, don't count Witchstone because I'm talking about game of the day okay, that you played at Joe's birthday. Then I would say Furnace oh. probably, even though I lost miserably and I just couldn't. You beat me. I, I can't piece <laughs> oh my god, I that so game well. together. Yeah, it was your best game ever. Jeff murdered us in that one. Yeah, Jeff was Natalie. Was I was in the cards middle. Yeah, some reason. Natalie could not get a resource to save her life, but she had every card. <laughs> yep, I had like. Also, that's what happens if you if you win all the auctions, you don't get any resources. Yeah, right? you're not demanding com- enough compensation. You're not, you're not right, demanding, like you can yeah. get a few you get from your cards, but you most you get most of them. I think you from the auction. Yeah, you part. needed to unionize, and you did not. Yeah. Okay. I was so trying. your game of the day was furnace. Right. Natalie, what about you? What was your ga- the favorite game you played at Joe's? Yeah, at Joe's. Okay, because I would say Witchstone. Uh, no, don't. <laughs> so you guys are keeping. So you guys are keeping Witchstone for sure. Because I saw it upstairs. Yeah. I wonder if it was that's like, Sam's Scott. Oh yeah, oh, okay. she brought, she brought it. Oh, it was all punched. punched out. Yeah, yeah. Game of the day. Whew. I'd say it's a tie between Green Team boop, wins. Beep. Spoilers. <laughs> it's gonna be in the episode beep, boop, title. <laughs> and um, Guild of Merchant Explorers. I just yeah. freaking love that game. I know that's a great game. What about you? Jeff? And that's one I okay, did really good. Too. You did. <laughs> you did. All right. What about you, Jeff? I liked Furnace. I did terrible at Downtown Farmers Market, but I liked the second play of it. That it was fun. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. cute. That's I a like good that game. game. Yeah. yeah. And I like, like I did so bad where I think I was I was like almost didn't want to tell anybody my score. Really? <laughs> yeah, oh I was yeah. Like, he was I like, had, like, okay, I had, we're done. I had twelve. 
Like, oh, and then, and then Sam like, really records bad. scores in her BG stats, so she's like, what'd yeah. you get? And Jeff's oh, like, oh, God. Mind your business. I move my things around, like scramble the table. I think around. I had the most fun with beep beep beep, and I also oh really God. liked our play of six nymphed. Yeah, that, that was. was a it blast. was just really fun. It, it was, was a blast. So I was, and everything was. And it was just really cool. Beep green team We'll be back. Minge is about to get poisoned up. A hundred and done. Oh, God. That wasn't me hitting you. That was me fucking you from... Okay. Anyway. Every... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Episode 100. <laughs> Let's get another mimosa. Every year knife. <laughs> since I've been going to Gen Con, I make an Excel spreadsheet that lists games I'm interested in. The publisher, designer, booth number, cost, designer's home address and phone number, excitement level, designer's favorite places to hang out after work, a note section to jot stuff down, the most likely area to watch the designer from a distance while touching myself, and a brief synopsis of what the game is about. <laughs> this year, I had 50 such games on my list and came home with about 20% of them. That's 10, Sam. And have periodically groped the list of games. Let me let me talk ever, about this note section ever, ever since written before. You yeah. didn't do it this year, but yeah. in the past, Ryan has written down his interest <laughs> level on these things. And this interest level ranges from interested, really, really interested, really interested, to very interested, very, really interested, super duper interested, yeah. and must have, must no, have games. He's kind not wrong. Of must he's have. not wrong. He's but then he has wrong. his own scale of what that it's means. It's like a 10 yeah, point it, range. For me, it makes perfect sense. For everyone else, it's absolute lunacy. It's wonderful. <laughs> but so I, the games I put on there, it's almost like the Sturgeon's Law. The games yeah. that go on there are the 10%. Yeah. And then I kind of rate the 10% of the 10%. You know, with this ridiculous. So instead scale. of just being like, this is the game I want the least, this game is still a game I really fucking want. <laughs> because it's better than all the other games I didn't pick, obviously. Yeah. But I still really want still it. Really but this game it. I really, really want. Wait, are you saying fifty games that make the list are the ten percent of the ten percent? Or that's just the ten percent? Yeah, no, no, no. Fifty percent fifty games that make the list are the ten percent. Okay, okay. And then of that fifty, Jeff's right, I'll be like, I'll be like, I want this one. I really want this one. I really, really want this one. I really capital really want this yeah, one. <laughs> Drink like that. Yeah, I didn't do that this year. <laughs> um, well, for my birthday, Mr. Measles got me a gift card to an FLGS, so I quickly devised a plan to get to that store. I told Natalie I wanted to hang out with Jeff, so I called Jeff and said, hey, man, I need an excuse to go to RW. How's about I tell her that we should all get together, seeing as you live by the place, and she'll get so <laughs> drunk on baby holding that there's no way she'll object to casually stopping by the game store on the way home to buy a bunch of stuff that we don't need. What do you think? Jeff said, well, that actually kind of hurts my feelings, but okay, sounds good. Let's do it. So I walked in with my ulterior motives and walked out with a game about the world of sweets called Dulce. In Dulce, players are working to build the best something or other dealing with sweets. So I shouldn't. I, I, I wanted to say Dulce was one of the games on the Gen Con list right. this year that I didn't get. Do you know was it like the really really or just a really? It was. It was like it was low. So it was just, just you like just, you just, it was like I wanted it. it. You wanted it. Yep. Okay. I had since seen a lot of people, including Board to Play. If you guys know Board to Play, he just posts yeah. a picture of a game against the white background, and you want it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm you like, oh, okay, gorgeous. fine. I kind of want this fucking thing. In Dolce, <laughs> players are working to build the best, you know, something or other with sweets. A bakery. I, I don't know what it is. Basically, each player has a deck of the exact same 24 cards. Natalie, does this ring a bell yet? Ordered one through 24. Yes, one player shuffles all their cards together and then draws one. Okay. Every other player then finds that exact card in their deck. So then everyone simultaneously plays the same card. You each have a little player board that you're playing this card to. So if I shuffle my deck up and I draw card six, I say six. 
Sam, Natalie, and Jeff then find card six in their deck, and now we all play that same card. Does that make sense? You're making some faces, Sam. Yes. Yeah, I'm just curious about what I'm going to say next. Okay. Yeah, she's like, huh? Everybody has the the same card. The same fucking card. The thing is, there are three different things you can do with these cards, Sam. Mm. You can play it off to the side of your player board as a factory. You can play it on your player board on the reverse side of that factory to plant it as a field, or you can discard it all together and harvest your field. After each player has chosen what they will do with their card, um, the game moves on to the scoring phase. If any of your factories have resources on each of their spots on the card, the factory scores a victory point, and that's how you win the game, by completing these factories, okay? So each card played as a factory <coughs> excuse me, has two spots on them for resources, either cacao, coffee, peanuts, or vanilla. Every card played as a field, which is the reverse side of the factory on your player board, has four spots that will populate resources. And when you discard a card to harvest, you take the resources from your player board and put them in your factories. Does that make sense? It's very interesting mechanically. The player board is a four by four grid, and each card is two by two. When placing cards on your player board, you can overlap them and turn them any way you want to. If you place a card over top of another card so that the same resource matches, you get an additional resource on the card you just played, and so you're trying to get as many resources on your cards as possible when you're planting before you harvest to then remove them all from a row or a column, okay? When you place the resources on the building cards, each spot has a designated resource. Like I talked about a bit ago, cacao, coffee, peanut, or vanilla. And each spot either has one, two, or three rings around it. This is where the game gets a little more interesting. When you harvest, you take resources from your player board and you place them on the resource spots of those buildings that you have. And when you score, you gain a point, one point for each building if both of its spots have a resource on it, okay? After you score that building, the resources come off. But if you took a vanilla resource off of a vanilla space that had three rings around it, you get to move that resource, if you can, to another vanilla space in your tableau that has two rings or one ring around it. So you end up getting this cascading scoring effect as the game goes on, where you could use a vanilla, one vanilla resource on a three ring space, and then score it, move it to a two-ring space, which might allow you to score that card, and then you can move it to a one-ring space, which then could let you score that card if you have the spaces available. And that's basically the game. There's another mechanic called feeding the chickens, which basically allows you to get away ferrets. of game. Feed the ferrets. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though. If you don't feed the ferrets in the game, you're going to lose. If you feed the chickens, you're going to lose. <laughs> Seriously, did you feed the ferrets? Seriously, did you feed the chickens? <laughs> Other than that, it's that simple. The game lasts 20 turns, and after... <laughs> God damn it. And after everyone plays their 20th card, whoever has the most points is the winner. So here's what I liked. This game is pretty interesting. Mechanically, it's much trickier than it seems, as there's lots of decisions to make every turn. How do you use the card that you get? You really want to place it as a building, because it's got a two-ring coffee space, and you already have a three-ring coffee space on another building, so that will help you cascade. But the backside of the card has two peanuts and two cacao spaces, which you really need to populate to fulfill the buildings you've already built. But you also have a a row of resources that you could harvest right now if you just discard the card. And so it's like that for 20 turns in a row. The decisions aren't always that difficult, but you usually have to consider at least two different ways to use the card that aren't always super obvious, which I really like. The cascading way that the cards score is also really cool. It's very satisfying to pull off a turn where two resources end up scoring you three different buildings because you planned correctly and built your engine the right way. I also really enjoy that you can place your cards on your player board such that they overlap. It creates some really interesting decisions there, and that feeling of not being hamstrung 
uh, by where to place is kind of juxtaposed by the fact that each player board has four pre-printed buildings on the corners with one each of the resources in that three ring. So you really don't want to cover those spaces up or else you lose the easy scoring, but also that leaves you with even less area to populate your board. And that's a really cool idea that I enjoyed. Uh, things I didn't like. The player board, as I think Natalie will mention this too, is weirdly small. The way you track your victory points is by this tiny little meeple that's really easily messed up. And the way you keep track of your your ferrets, your chickens, <laughs> is by putting this little tiny little chicken meeple off of the board next to the number instead of like on top of it because the board is just too small to hold it all. And it's weird and it feels kind of unnecessary if you like nudge the board at all. You lose track of what where your chicken is. Could it, could it be bigger? With the, yeah, I mean the cards. Box, the cards are two by two, so I feel like if the cards are the board is probably small because the cards are small. Oh, the board is way smaller than the box. Yeah, you don't. The like box that, is like it's one of those boxes where it's like okay, they wasted all the space. I feel like the, cut board the board is like, or they could have made it. The board, is or like they could have made the five board by five. Yeah, they could have made the board bigger. The game was good, but never really felt super fun for me. I wasn't really excited while I was playing, and about halfway through, I remember looking at Natalie and going, eh, not a bad game by any stretch, but maybe a little forgettable, if I'm uh, being completely honest here. I placed this one solidly in good, not great territory, even though it does some things I actually enjoyed. The whole just didn't equal the sum of its parts for me. I liked all the things individually and even cerebrally, like talking about them is cool and sounds interesting, like the cascading thing that's really fun and placing the, the cards on your board is kind of cool, but when I actually played it, I was kind of let down. It seems interesting, but there was nothing in there that made me want to go back for more, I guess. Mm -hmm. I played it. I'm happy to have played it, but I don't think I need to play it again. Natalie, what do you think? Um, well, I guess, first of all, I, I agree. I thought it was good, not great. Um, I really liked the pastry cards for some reason. And every time we'd pull them out and be like, ooh, a cheesecake. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> they were delicious. Cheese. Yeah. No, 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 no. yeah that, and I, I don't know. I oddly enjoyed that, which it does not usually a thing. You know, I don't usually care about the theme stuff that much, yeah. but for some reason I was like, ooh, and Ryan, I remember Ryan was kind of like, I don't care about these at all. <laughs> and I was like, I like it. <laughs> ooh, I'm getting one of these, you know. Yeah. Um, I liked making the decisions, you know, on whether I should put the cards on the board and get resources or putting them in the engine. But honestly, like that part, even though I liked it, it wasn't that interesting at all to me. It was just mm. kind of like, okay, do I do this or do this? Um, I did not utilize the chickens hardly at all compared to you i think i did like one or two because i use my i just happened to use my resources very efficiently and so i didn't like need to but it also i think might have hurt my score because then the chickens like kind of give you like free yeah so basically you um, get resources from these cards but if you use these chickens which you get you get them in certain yeah, different like a wild, certain ways get, you yeah you can get a wild yeah resource. and so I, I didn't really have any of those and you had a bunch of them so at the end you got to like put up extra things out yeah when i didn't because but like i didn't really have anything to use for the chickens because i was using my resources so efficiently in the game they're just like God, all used so up perfectly. anyways um but like <laughs> i said i think that might have hurt me i don't know um but to me by far the best part is when you get that engine built and then you know you um you start like satisfying your cards and you're just like cascading them yeah. yeah you're cascading them and you're moving them to different cards and and just like completing like a ton of stuff at once and that's like really <laughs> fun and satisfying so to me that was the best part of the game but like you said all the rest of it was just like oh okay, it's fine you know like you said it's i thought it was good um but i didn't like love it and i'm not sure it's something like we'd honestly pull out all the time don't play an eight yeah, and then I agree with you. This I, I do not get why the board is so small. It's tiny. It was almost like 
you were like struggling to like make everything happen and keep it in place yeah and stuff and i'm like why couldn't they just make it a little bit just bigger? make it a, just move it over slightly <laughs> just make it a little bigger yeah right, it was really yeah. strange because again you would just tap the board and it would just kind of like everything's shifted and you're like uh-oh right or there's like not said, enough room like keeping the chicken score like it would just moved like a centimeter and it could be now i don't know i don't is. know what number i'm on you <laughs> know? so that's dolce <laughs> yeah. chickens is fucking ferris i think yeah. the box is really nice looking though Whenever you say, like, whenever we say, like, well, at least it looks good, that's usually like, ugh. Yeah, you're right. But, okay, the game is not, ugh. It's a good game. It really oh, it is. is. I don't think it's game. bad. I would play it. If someone was like, let's play Dolce, I'd be like, well, yes, let's play something here. else. But if you wanted to, oh, really, yeah. I would play it. Um, I don't hate it. It's probably not going to stick around in our collection because we like to only have games that we love. Yes. But if, if what we... a few hundred extra. <laughs> but if what we talked about so sounds whatever interesting... Whatever we can't get rid of. Yeah. <laughs> if it sounds interesting or really capitalized, really interesting, yeah. uh, then maybe consider checking out Dolce. I think. What do you got, Jeff? Games. All right, okay. Sam, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Gen Con. All right. I'm working my way through Gen Con games. Yeah. Trying to. Sure. Right. I have a few left. Brazil is one that's high on my list. I forgot I you bought that. Very soon. Yeah. But this was one of the, this was the maybe the really, really need, want, I capitalize all the letters, want game at Gen Con. This game is called Terracotta Army. Yep. Woo. Okay. Board and Dice put this game out. They sold out on Thursday, I think. Yeah. Thursday or Friday. No, first but it day. was... Whatever the first day we got there was, they sold out. Because they were right next to, Board and Dice was right next to the DeVere booth. And I remember going over to DeVere and talking to the people. And one of the guys that works at the DeVere booth, he was like, oh, you got Terracotta Army. And I was like, yeah, that's all they have left. And he like just left. He like left his booth and went over there and bought it. He was like, I'm out of here. I'm not talking to you (laughs) anymore. I'm leaving. Um, Because he wanted to go get it. So he went and bought it. And they they sold out quick. Mm -hmm. So I was like pumped to have this game. I was excited. You also like opened the box. And inside the box, there is this, is it necessary? No. But is it cool? Yeah. So there's this box inside the box that holds all of this terracotta army. The miniatures. Miniatures in a, in rows, mm-hmm. which is cool. Except Ryan's is kind of like shifting. Mine's all askew, man. weird. Damn. And a piece that you need to put the board together <laughs> is Lodged. apparently in everyone's box jammed somewhere in that fucking thing. Yep, mine was You have too. to like <laughs> stick something in there and flick out the, it's just ridiculous. Luckily mine, I just tipped it over and it fell out. I had to like, I had to like, like Miss Frizzle send a bus <laughs> in there to like remove it out of there. Yeah. And then it was absurd. Um, but that was kind of a cool thing to open and see. It's a cool way to store stuff. Um, so I like that. Here it is. Um, I picked it on game night a couple weeks ago. It is a worker placement area majority game, which it's not conflict area majority. I have this conversation with um, Donkey Kong all the time about like area control versus area majority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus like area majority is having the most of something versus yep. control kind of. Is yeah, more, it kind of implies like, like you're conflict, king of the hill, like you're right? fighting. There's conflict or there's fighting. There's no fighting in this game. This is just having control having like the most of something in, in an area so, so it was like belfort area majority yeah belfort's area majority yeah, more area majority right. and they get they're like a cross term and people mm-hmm. use them all the time but that's how i'm trying to use them to not turn people off if you don't like an area control game. i agree this with you i feel think, like it i think there should be a and maybe there is and we're just like we're not i think there should be a delineated difference you know between yeah. those two i think yeah. when people talk D&D, about that it's it's it says area control slash majority. Yeah, like I think they're. Thing. I think they need to be separated out because yeah. they're very different fields. And I wouldn't play area majority, but I, no, I would control. play area majority. Yeah. I don't like you don't want to do the combat. Yeah, yeah you don't want to be like I'm going to come not. in and kill your guys, and now I have more right. than you. Like, if you want to like, take it back, you got to come fight. Yeah, like yeah. Rising Sun is a very different game than Terracotta Army. Yeah, but they're both yeah. categorized under area, area control. Area yeah, control bullshit. No, I don't like it. So in this game, you are building wondrous terracotta statues in a mausoleum. It's beautiful. You have clay. You wet your clay. Mm. 
I know. Damn. I wish we had Big a number first. of count of how many times Big Ryan has gone. Mm. And then Natalie goes, Ugh. oh my yeah. God. Oh my God. Okay. Well, I mean, Giant look board. At all the he, disgusting things he says in every episode. What's Natalie doing over there? It's true. Nothing. I have no clue. She's on her phone. Yeah. I'm all telling you, I'm going to die tonight. Uh, <laughs> you're dead. I'm never eating your minge again. <laughs> so uh, the main board has this, uh, this grid, which is the mausoleum, where you're going to be building all these terracotta statues. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a space, there's an area of the board for special powers. There are an area of the board that hold all the cool special statues like a giant horse. And there is then uh, one of the main parts of the board is this action selection wheel, which if you think of it like pizza, it's sliced into 12 pizza slices. Mm. But there is a middle and top uh, layer to this, which then spin and creates three different actions on the same wheel and the middle wheel and the top wheel can spin. Does that make sense, Natalie? Yes. (laughs) She's not listening, but yes. I know. Yes. So that's pretty cool. So players take turns. Placing teeny tiny little workers. Have you seen those yeah, teeny tiny little ones? I have. There's like a normal one. And there's one normal and one, a yeah. Tiny one. And the normal one is like the big one. Yeah, it's like the big one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can place them. So right. uh, you take turns placing your workers on an available action space, which is one of those little pizza slices. And you take all the actions on that pizza slice um, and you just get stuff. Okay. So you get clay. You can wet your clay. Gross. <laughs> you can get coins. And then you're spending all that stuff to build the statues in that area for the most part. There's also this very cool master action area that you can activate, which lets you do really awesome stuff throughout the game, which helps you build the special statues and put those out. And all the special statues have bonuses and special abilities. And each round has its own like scoring objective. And at the end of the game, you earn points for majority within the groups in the mausoleum, um, depending on how many are there and who's there and presence and all this kind of stuff. Okay. Yep. That is a simplified version. Sure. But honestly, the game is not complicated. Oh, okay. You oh. play five rounds. There is not a massive amount of setup. There's not a massive amount of resources. Honestly, the only resources are coins and clay. clay. And it's either wet clay or dry clay, and you just flip them over back and forth because it's yeah. two-sided. Right. So there's not a ton of, like, chits and bits and, you know, those Big other things. Tits. Big fat tits. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, right. so there we go. There might be. Depends <laughs> who you're playing with. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> so there's not a ton of that setup. <laughs> the setup is, what's nice is... You're kind of setting the game up when you put it away because you put all those statues back into back that in, box. And, and they go the upside box, down in there. Did you yeah, say that? It's yeah. almost like you're like dipping them into you're the right. and then taking them Blue. out. So then, you, yeah. <laughs> so then as you take them out, you put them back away. When you play the next game, they're already kind of set up. You put that next to the board. So that's a really nice thing to it. But the game overall is pretty simple. I think there's a lot to like about the game. A couple things I didn't. Here we go. Ooh. Okay. The Ooh, action yeah. selection wheel is fucking awesome yeah it sounds so okay. cool because you has, can turn and make a whole different thing yeah it has tough choices you can pay to rotate either the top or the middle one which creates an entirely different choice for not only you but the next player and the next player and the bottom one is the board the bottom one yeah? is the board okay. so you can either turn the middle one once or the top one once okay and uh they go in like opposite directions the top one would be turned clockwise and the middle one could be turned sure counterclockwise you can't ever turn them both at the same turn correct okay yeah and it's that itself is very awesome because it creates so many different possibilities. Um, it reminded me a little bit of Tawantan Suyu, where mm. you're trying to find a spot in that pyramid yep. that's the best kind of fitting for all of your actions that you want to do. But it's it's dynamic because it changes. That's so cool. you want to save money to turn that wheel. That was my favorite part of the game by a mile. I did. Yes, Ryan. Um, is it hard? <laughs> Thank you. Um, Ryan James, Gamecasters. Is yep, it yep. hard to plan ahead in that way if the wheel is being turned a bunch before it gets back to you? It doesn't get turned as much as you think. Okay. 
and it would really it really only shifts it like one spot it's not completely different so you have in your mind like okay i have enough money yeah, like, or i, I want to do clay this to make a statue and if someone turns it now it's like okay maybe it even got cheaper because now you can build the same statue for two clay instead of three so it doesn't do a lot but there okay. is a you do have to like wait yeah like if you have to wait you have to um, wait. <laughs> so if you see something like okay I, this is what i want to do this is my backup but yeah there can be some ap and going all right what yeah, what now, makes the most sense now, or now I can't do my master action because this, or I don't want to do that thing because I can't activate my master action because I don't have any money or something like that. So yeah, there is a little bit of um, downtime in that, but I didn't. That didn't bug me. Okay, because the game's heavier and you got to think about things. Yeah, the puzzle of placing statues in the mausoleum was more fun than I thought it was going to be, and had a little bit better decision making than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And there was this kind of fun point scoring between figuring out the balance between end game scoring where you want to kind of control these areas of like control these groupings of soldiers but you also want to get points in the scoring round so you have to find this balance of i want points now but i also want points later you can also see all the scoring rounds right at the beginning of the game so you can know like this is how round five is going to score this is how round mm-hmm. four is going to score and i like that a lot um random games there's um Obsession has this variant that you can play with where you just kind of flip it over and you're like, this is what everyone's going to score right now. And I'm like, that bothers the shit out of me. So I like knowing and planning for those things. And this does this really well. The special master actions are cool. They're just like super actions, but you have to pay for them to start with. So like the first time you take it, you pay and then you put like a little, it's like a, it looks like a bust. It's like a head. Yeah. <laughs> and you put that on there and say, all right, now next time I take that, I can take this action. Ooh. So does it feel like OP in a, in a cool way? Yeah, like, oh yeah, this is great. You're paying, you're kind of, I don't want to say wasting an action to start with, but you like, you're like, all right, I got to pay for it to go out. I got to spend money for it to go out. And then, then I can start using it, which is, I just like that. Um, I like that the scoring tiles are random and there's a bunch of like 12 or 15 of them. And they all kind of change the way that you're going to play. Cause our game, we, we had one of the statues, like the beige looking statue. We, we needed to score in the first round and in the first round people were like trying to load up on those Mm -hmm. and then we also needed one later that was the white statue or whatever it was so people were trying to get that one too for the later round and we didn't really buy two of the the statues because we didn't need them during scoring but then throughout it's like all right if i can make my own groups and try to score points that way so i liked all of that every moment that i was playing the game i enjoyed except when it came to scoring Mm -hmm. I had issues with the scoring. I thought it was like finicky. I thought it was unintuitive. Mm. It just didn't, it didn't flow well. It wasn't like, like, oh yeah, I know exactly what I'm scoring and then let's move on. There was this moment, and maybe this is the first time we're playing, but even then it should be better than this where you could look and be like, all right, I know what I'm going to score. Scoring takes two minutes and then let's move on. Yeah. There was a lot of like looking and counting and trying to figure this stuff out, which I didn't love. And there's these two things that scores the most called domination and presence which is basically just having the majority or not. So it creates some really odd situations where someone with the bare minimum can score exactly the same as someone who is tied for the lead. So dominance means you have to be winning majority by yourself. So if the four of us are playing and it is have the most clay, that was one of the goals, have the most clay. If I have 10 clay, Sam has 10 clay, you have two clay and Natalie has two clay, Ryan has two and two. We tie, no one has dominance. We all get the same amount of points. So it's not that like we tied for dominance and we split points Nobody's and then you like split points. Winning over no one is winning. Else. But you had the bare minimum. I had ten and tied, and we we now all are just presents and we Ooh, have the same amount of points, which is weird. Um, it doesn't feel good when you're winning. It feels good right, when you, you can like sneak more. in and go all of a sudden, and I go, oh, I get one thing and I get two points, which also feels strange. 
But it also creates this thing where it's like, oh, everyone's getting two points. And now we score the next thing. Everyone gets four points. Everyone gets six points. Or like, then you have dominance in this and I have dominance in that. So we kind of like even it. It's like washes, yeah. It was just felt weird. There's a better way to do it. And I don't know what the hell it is. Um, But someone can figure out, I think, a smoother way of, of scoring. Yeah. I think that it might actually, you might not feel this at all if you play two players. Because I think you might oh. play two players. Yep, yeah, because probably. If dominance and presence, that's like a normal two-player thing. If you if you're winning, you're going to get the higher points. If yep. you're losing, you're going to get the lower. If you're tied, you're yep. just going to get the lower one. Right. So with two players, it's not going to feel. You're not going to have this weird. Yeah, it's not going to ten ten way. two two situation. But yeah. with four players, you felt it a lot. I also this is just a nitpick I have about every fucking game. Yes. Give me a goddamn player, player aid. Yeah. One oh, yeah. fucking time. You're bored and dice, you can make a player aid. It's yeah. in every other area of games. Just put a card in there. Yeah. Or on the board, I want to see what end game scoring is. Somewhere on the board. Wow, that's weird. Most games do that kind of stuff. And now. it's just like that that kind of stuff that kind of stuff bugs me because it's so easy to do. And now you gotta look in the rule book every time. And now it's like, yeah. okay, at the end of the round, let me flip through and go through or the checklist like, what of like mean? what what are we doing in what order? So we're Or even make when sure you're playing, right. you just don't remember everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like the card would have been nice to just have here's what you do at the end of the round, here's what you can do on your turn, and then something on the board that says, Here's how you're scoring at the end of the game. That would be my fixes. So I'm having this like weird dilemma of like loving it as I was playing. I'm like, action selection, so cool. Yeah, so fun. Yeah. It looks so awesome on the table. You have these like cool little statues, mm-hmm. you're like trying to wet clay, and just like <laughs> I was like, This is so fun. And it then sounds I'm like, so okay, dirty. score it. <laughs> uh, all right. You got to the end and you're like, oh. All right, got some points. <laughs> And yeah. Bill like ran out to a huge lead, so we ended up. I caught up to him. We all kind of caught up to him. But Earl Howard and I was like, "Man, if he wins by like 50, yeah, it's that's gonna, gonna be really bad." bad. Oh, yeah. But we all kind of caught up. He ended up winning by a couple. But I was just like, "Man, I love what I'm doing, but the scoring's annoying." So I'm hoping. Did to everyone feel that way? It. Yeah, I'm hoping to play it with Devin. Just like maybe just yeah, becomes how one of our, our heavier yeah. two-player sure. awesome right. games that we play, and it doesn't ever yep. matter. So Terracotta Army, I'm excited for you guys to play it. Yeah, because I think you'll like everything that you're doing. And I don't know if you'll feel, I don't know if you'll feel the points things. I don't know if that'll be a problem for you. It sounds like it wouldn't be in two players, but I, you telling me that kind of made me mad. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> you and Sam getting ten points, and me and Natalie getting two, and we all get the same. And then we all, yeah, have the yeah. same. Yeah, it's just, it was. And like, then I could see a situation where like you have ten, it's we're about to score. Sam has nine, and she's like, "Well, if I just get one more." Well, that's what I was thinking. I'm, like, if we're all somebody's ahead, then it just, it just like, knocks you down because right. the yeah. three of us would still get the two, right? But now right. she so ties now you. Now we all get two instead of getting six. Which again, that could be part of the no, that's part of the game. But I can see how that would that would be like. God, that sucks. Yeah, or it's like I need to be. I need to have presence in something. So let me just go get one of something well, now yeah. if i get one yeah. of something i can just at least have part of the game and then the, the scoring with the mausoleum at the end you have to like remove certain things some of the special uh statues add something to like adjacent things you kind of have to sort of play that little puzzle of scoring yeah um but man i really loved what i was doing while i was playing it and I even like i talked to pretty much everybody who played the game after and we all kind of thought the same thing We're like man we really liked what was going on we want to play it again but the scoring was annoying Mm. But I guess if you play it more times, you'll remember. Yeah, yeah. You know, hopefully. maybe it'll get it'll get a little it'll alleviate itself a little bit. Do so you, right before I go to the next game, do you have something for him? I was just wondering, do you know before you're scoring that like you guys are like tied? Like, yeah, how much each other have? Yeah, there's no like secret really. Okay. Unless you're just counting wrong or you're not seeing the board right. Yeah. But we we as a group like to like when we play, we look at the board and go like, oh, okay, we'll all talk like, okay, Joe has the majority here. Yeah. And then if I'm not right, if I like say that out loud and I'm not right, someone will be like, oh, no, Dave has the majority because this guy's here. So we kind of okay. like, well, mm-hmm. yeah, everyone has Checked that information. There mean, is nothing like Like secret. after playing that once and seeing how that went, I wonder if people like pay more attention to that next time. Yeah. And that would be really annoying if all of a sudden you're like, surprise, I have something. No, yeah. Everything is known in the game, which 
is also a good thing mm-hmm. in euros, which I like. So occasionally I get text messages. I think we all probably do get text messages where I think it's just scam yeah. or spam where someone's just like, hey. Yep, I get yeah. it. And they want time. you Hello. to say, hey, back. And then like, oh, is this the wrong number? Oh, God. Do you want to see my nudes? You've got, you know, <laughs> that happens to I've you gotten more like than actually the, know, it does. But, but listen yeah. to yeah. this while Jeff was uh, speaking about the game Terracotta Army. Spewing this on. text just came through and it says this. Hi, Dr. David. <laughs> my dog has been vomiting since coming home. What should I do? <laughs> I think that might be legit. You think so? Well, you should, I, you I think that's just in case like, it's legit, no. you got to be like, I think you have the wrong number. You should really get Dr. I'm going to research what to do when dogs vomit. I'm going to prescribe something, I think. You should be like, take him to the vet. <laughs> right, take him to the vet. <laughs> bring him in to see me. Yeah. I'll be yeah. in there from 8 to 3. Yeah, bring him in tomorrow yeah, morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say what you will about Stonemeyer. But man, do they make good-looking games. Truth. <laughs> Most of their games are pretty stunning. So for their 10th anniversary, they released a free micro game for one to two players called Smitten, designed by Jamie and arted by Vincent Dutrait. Vincent Dutrait is a genius. When Jamie Stegmeyer got VD, it must have felt so damn good. And VD arted all over this game. God. It is gorgeous. VD, of course, being Vincent Dutrait. I don't know what else you would think of this. So, like I said, Smitten is a micro game designed for one to two players and consists of 18 cards, but really just nine, right? Two copies of nine cards, okay? In Smitten, players are working together to play every card in a three-by-three grid. The cards are numbered from one to nine and must be played so that card one is in the top left of both grids and card nine is in the bottom right of both grids and so on and so forth. Each card has text on it that usually makes your teammate do something and players win if they successfully complete both grids. They lose if they ever can't legally make a placement or if when they read the text on their played card, they can't do what it says. Each player starts the game with three cards and the players may freely decide each turn who is going to make a play. Jeff, you missed my um, Vincent Detroit VD joke. You're allowed to say something like, I can play a card or I can't play a card or I can play a card, but I probably shouldn't play a card. Basically, some indication of preference to play. This is pretty cool because it eliminates player order. When you play a card, you may play a card to either grid, and the card you play must be orthogonally adjacent to a previously played card. After you placed your card, it has text on it that instructs the other player to do something, which is usually to place one of their cards in a grid. And then after that happens, the turn ends, and you redraw to three cards, and then once again, you discuss who goes first or who should play. At the end of it, if you succeeded, the grids make an identical panoramic picture that's really pretty dang beautiful. Because Again, because of VD. VD is all over the place in this game. Vincent, <laughs> Vincent Dutrait, yeah, okay. I'll fill in the blank from last <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, so the, the cool thing is, and this is what Sam noticed, is that the panoramic display that it makes is essentially the Stonemeyer catalog. Oh, of all their games. Of all their games. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like maybe not all of them, but a lot, a lot. of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah a bunch cool. of stuff in there. Um, so things I liked about this game. This game is really cool. I love micro games, for one. Uh, the portability, the ease of play, the quickness. There's a lot to like about games with a tiny ass footprint. I did say it that way on purpose. Yep. Yeah. And this one is a lot of fun to figure out. It's cooperative, which I also really love. So Natalie and I can work together, which is what we love to do in games. And I don't want to steal Natalie's thunder, but this game gives me a lot of the same feels of another micro game that we both love that I'll let her say when it's her <laughs> turn to talk. Um, then you have that artwork. <sighs> Thank He's you, so VD. He's VD is for being so good. all over this game. I wish I had VD. Yeah, to do the art for my game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things I didn't like. The game is pretty damn random. There are many times where you simply just have a losing board state, and the game ends instantly without a legal move. That's not super great, as you have no control over that. But the game is not trying to be super great. 
Those design imperfections are not worth ironing out in a game like this, and so they don't. They're like, okay, this game is random. Yeah, it is. Sometimes you might get completely BF'd by the randomness. Even if you win this game, it takes all of five minutes to play. So it's really nothing to rack it and just try again. And it doesn't really feel that great when the randomness gets you, but in the times where it doesn't get you and you have a winnable board state, it's really great. And I'm going to compare it to Solitaire. Solitaire is simply <laughs> unwinnable, like, like 25% of the time. It's unwinnable due to the draw of the cards randomly, okay? Is 25% the real? I think so. Like no, I think okay. it's yeah. I think it's like about 20. Like in a game of Solitaire, you will, you'll win. The, the game is winnable about 75% of the time, Okay, I think. Okay, so about 25% of the time, due to the randomness of the cards, you're going to lose. But people still love and play the absolute shit out of Solitaire, right? Going through the motions yes. in that game is what's fun. And that's the same thing here in Smitten. Going through the motions in Smitten is what's fun. It's a lot of fun. Sometimes you just can't win. But when you do, it's really, really cool. It makes a great picture, and oftentimes there are moves that you can make to set yourself up in such a way that is much better than a different play. So the game does not just play itself, right? There are decisions to make and consequences for bad play. The thing I think is the that I like the least about it is the case that it comes in. It comes <laughs> in a paper envelope. And the paper is made of the, the same like material that the rule books are made of. Mm. Which is a nice linen. Well, it's free, but, motherfucker. What do you want? So, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me get to the next <laughs> part. Yeah. Yeah. It's, not, <laughs> it's, it's free, okay? It, it, it's eco-friendly, it's plastic-free, and you didn't have to fucking pay for it. But... It is just kind of worse for it. You know, it needs a case, not necessarily a box because it's just 18 cards, but it needs something more than what they give you. But again, it's free. Yeah. Deal with it. Okay. Um, so we go clockwise on this show. I have a question. Yeah. Before we move on. How yeah, do sure. you how do you purchase this game? So like, you just go on and say, I want it and they send it to you or do you have to like pay for shipping? Is it buy a game and get this for free? You might. I don't know if you can just get it. You might have it might be a free add-on to a purchase. So what I okay. did was I went and I bought on Stonemeyer's website the newest three. That's crazy. Okay. The newest three um, Rolling Realms that they just put out. Okay, the packs. The th- there's three new packs. Yep. And so I bought those, and then it was like free add-on, smitten zero. And so I just did that. So okay. I think that's what you have to do. I think you go to Stonemeyer's website, you make a purchase, and then it's Got just it. it's free. I don't know how long it's gonna do this for because it's further. It's like a 10th anniversary promo thing. So I'm not sure if it's going to be up for however long it's going to be up for. But anyway, we go um, with our thoughts. We go clockwise on this show, Samantha. Frentos. And guess what? You are clockwise from me around the table. Yep. So you get to go next and tell us what your thoughts are because you played Smith. Then you can you can steal more of Natalie's thoughts. Exactly. Oh, yes. Natalie's favorite thing. I'm in the perfect spot. Hey, just learn the game, Natalie, and then you can go first. Yeah. yeah. You did learn the game. I did learn the game. The game. Yeah, wrong. <laughs> Dude, it's like one paragraph of rules. We played it the first eight Listen. times wrong. We played it eight times wrong, and then the, and then the ninth time I was like, what we about like, this? And she's like, I don't know. And we looked at the rules, and she was like, oh. Oopsies. And then we won yep. immediately. <laughs> Sam, what was your thoughts about Smitten? Um, so I loved it. I was actually, when you guys were just talking about how to get it, I want this game. And I was just thinking, like, what could I buy from Stonemeyer that I don't already have that I actually want? And I was like... I'd buy Tapestry so I could get this. Yeah. Like, nice. that's so excessive right. to yeah. get this. But it was so fun. I loved it. <laughs> I don't really I would want like Tapestry, but I'll spend $60. $60. So, so I can get, get a free game. Yeah. So well, I and I love Tapestry, but I just wouldn't, it wouldn't have Do you not have Rolling Realms? I got rid of it. You did? Okay. Yeah, Fucking I did. hates Rolling Realms. Stupid little <laughs> No, I love Rolling Realms. Because I was going to say, you could just get around. You love it so much that you gave it to someone else. Yeah. I love it so much, I fucking hate it. It made me feel dumb when I played the solo version of that. Sure. And then I never played the solo mini golf. Yeah, the mini golf thing. I never played So then I was like, fuck this. Fuck it. Anyway, so I was kind of nervous because I don't like co op usually. Like, I it freaks me out. But 
the thing I don't like about ah, cooperative. Well, oh, it's because oh, like, oh, geez, uh, spooky. I lose a lot and I don't care. But when I play with people like co-op, they are going to care if I fuck it up for everybody. I see. But pressure. You yes. play with nicer people. But play, <laughs> right. well, yes. play with people who don't Part suck. But playing like with one person, like I played with Natalie. Natalie's not going to care. And I, no. we got to this point in the game where I was like, mm. oh, well, it's in the bag. We have it. And I played this card so confidently. Within a half of a second, Ryan and Natalie both goes, well, you lost. Yep. That, that ruined it for us. And, but because it took five minutes, it was like the least big right, deal. Right. It's like, oh, who cares? Let's start over. And Ryan was like, all right, we can go to something else. I was like, nope, we're wrecking it again. Yep, like, gotta here win. we go. Yeah. Yep. So we played till we won, which was only the second time. Yeah. But I thought it was a blast. I did think the art was confusing until I realized it was Stonemaier like games but i loved it it was beautiful it was easy like we i learned it in what two minutes yeah mm-hmm. very quick yeah. and it kind of falls into that category of games that i really love and keep around which is like coffee games like if i can have my cup of coffee in the morning and play with a friend it's staying on my shelf and, and you can play this solo that. there's solo rules oh, really? we didn't look at oh, yeah, it but you can right. you couldn't play it cup solo of coffee too and don't even need a friend fuck people it's perfect even better it's my table fucking fuck people fucking kill them people with sex dummies no but that's the other interesting thing is i don't like solo either but i would i would play that I so would quick right solo micro variant. games are so yeah. cool oh my gosh i loved it so yeah 10 out of 10 recommend wow very cool oh. nice. 10 out of 10 well, yeah. free game well the, the cost is a little game. bit tough yeah to for a free justify. game yeah. <laughs> i mean Careful. how There's can no you risk. screw up something free that takes five minutes <laughs> right like, exactly well, let me tell you. Yeah, <laughs> Natalie's about to to tell us why. What do you think, Natalie? No, no, I thought this game was great. Um, I love how quick it is. It's like a quick, fun puzzle to like try to complete. Basically, I think it was so cool that when you put and like when you put all the cards out, it makes like one giant picture that fits together. Yeah. like that was really cool and clever. Um, and what Ryan mentioned earlier, what I compared it to it feels kind of like cooperative love letter to me which we love love letter we love love letter and so that's like a really really you know big mark in its favor um but yeah no like it's just a fun little simple game it's just i don't know i have nothing bad to say about it like you guys already said everything kind of but it's, that's what happened. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yep. I don't know. Yep. We steal it all. Sorry, sorry girl. Yeah, you have I to explain it next time. It's fun. Yeah. It's great. I love it. Yeah, you enjoyed the VD. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so that is Smitten. Okay. Free micro game. You can get you can at least get it right now as of the date of this recording. I don't know how long it's going to be available for on the Stonemire Games website. I do believe you need to make a purchase. I don't think you can just go there and then they'll just send it to you. Maybe though. But I don't think so. I think you need to make a purchase and then it just adds on as a free little micro game. I think it's worth it. Um it's not gonna I mean, I don't know. It's it's not gonna it's not gonna it's like it's like coin age. Yeah. You know, it's like coin age, that little micro game coin age. It's not really you're not gonna be like hate man, it's free this is so good. Yeah, right. it's 18 cards, but cards. I don't think you will because right. man, it's so it's just got really beautiful artwork and it's just fun. All right, what else you got, Jeff? Okay, 25th century games. We play a lot of their games. Yeah, did you know that? What's up, Chad? Friends of the show. Friends of the show. Like the show. Like the show, Chad. So <laughs> this game is from the same person that designed Medium and this old wallpaper. Ever heard of it? Uh, you ever heard of this game? <laughs> Do you want to tell the story? Yeah. So we are at AEG's big game night at Gen Con this We've year. We've told it already. My God. But go you? ahead. All right, well, I just, shut the I fuck up, Ryan. You made it sound okay, like we well, didn't mention this before. Wow, this so really the designer was like, oh, I never played any other game before. Have you ever heard of Medium? Oh, yeah, it's just one of our favorite games. Right. I'm just 
say? We told it before you <laughs> Okay, wait. Idiot. Can I can I go back in time like two minutes though? Yeah. yeah. Because we're already off. Smitten, you can buy on the Stonemaier website for $10. Oh, you can buy it or you can add it on. Oh, so it's, it's only free, free if it's, you yes. have it as an add-on. Yes. Or you can buy it for $10. Or $10. So it is ten, worth $10. $10 or a free add-on is and Ryan can still $10? shut the hell up. <laughs> fuck you, Ryan. Shut the fuck shut up, Ryan. We already up. told Probably. you. If Ryan. you want to hear this story, go back to the Gen Con It's cheaper than buying tapestry. Here's what we'll do. Ryan will cut in this segment of the Gen Con episode and put it right here. And then the story will be there. So now we don't have to hear it again. Okay. I also got I also got a bomb-ass fanny pack that says green team wins on it. We might probably said that already that, at some point. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Jeff. Shut the fuck up, Ryan and Jeff. <laughs> We've heard your God. name a couple times. So what God, do we do? You and these inside jokes and the same stories repeating over and over again, you stupid idiots. How does anybody listen to this show? How do we ever get to 100 or 80-something for Natalie and 70-something for me and Mark We just recycle Sam. the same stories, I guess. Yeah, That's how heck? we do That's it. all we do. Oh, brother. God, that was funny. Okay. You My can fanny tell your story sweet, if you want. No, I don't want. I don't want. I was all into it too, and you were like, "We if told you it want already." To hear the story. Message Natalie on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, and tell everyone that you're disappointed. Listen to the Gen Con episode from August. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, listen to 99. I need some more. Up, nice yeah, more we need to get downloads okay. more for 99. Um, but anyway, my fanny pack. I wore my fanny pack to school. I told you guys this. I didn't tell the listeners. Okay, Natalie. <laughs> Um, I wore it to school because we had like dress up days for spirit week and yeah. we had a 90 we had like pick a generation or pick a decade and I like wore the fanny pack and you picked the 80s MTV or the 90s shirt that's sweet yeah it was cool that's MTV cool. shirt so yeah so the goal of this game this game is called green team wins the goal of the green team wins game is to be on the green team because the green team wins that sounds legit okay yeah. green team wins goal be on the green team the rules are kind of complicated you on but... the green team Good question, Sam. You have a dry erase board, and you are answering three types of questions. A pick one, this or that type of question, a multiple choice question, which is just pick one of the three instead of one of the two, yep. and a fill in the blank type of question. Oof. And when you answer that, you're answering it secretly, and then everyone flips their answer around, and you want to be in the majority. If you are in the majority, you're on the green team. Yay. If you're not in the majority, you're on the orange team. Boo. Boo. Right? Yeah. Now, that's sad. So if you are on the orange team and you become on the green team, you get one point. If you are on the green team and you stay on the green team for the next question, you get two points. So you want to stay That's on the green team. That's 100% more as points. As long as possible because the green team wins. wins. Okay? You get five cards of each of those types. You shuffle them together. That's 15. Five, five, and five. It's five, 10, 15. Okay? Five <laughs> and plus five. That's it. That's the whole game. You plus play for 15 five. cards. That's it. Yeah. And then well, you have most points at most wins. 29 points. Most points wins. That's I want to clarify that because I got very confused early on. That you thought least points wins? Based on the name, I thought you just had to be on the green team. Oh, like at the but end of the really, game, who's on the green the team is, is the winner. Has I see. Yeah. <laughs> the most confusing thing about the game is the ties, but it makes sense if you just know the name of the game because it's green team. Wins. Right. Me and Jeff and the second play tied, tied, tied. Mm -hmm. We were both on the green team at the end. And we both had like Yeah. And then the tie for like there's 10 of us playing. And five of us write down that we think a penguin would win president of birds. Would have. And five people write down the owl. Damn. Think well, that they will be the president of the birds. I said Those are the, there, there are a lot of weird questions. Some are like somewhere from like not really serious. To I thought it was penguin because he's wearing a suit. So that's why I went with penguin. So five of us write yeah. owl that they're going to be the it's going to be the president of the birds. And five of us write penguin. <laughs> president of the birds. That's a tie. So there's no majority. So whatever you wrote down, if you were on the green team in the moment, green team wins. Yep. So if I wrote down penguin and Ryan wrote down owl. I wouldn't, though. He wouldn't. If I wrote down penguin and <laughs> Sam wrote down owl. Yeah, she might. Then, and we were both on the green team, we both get the points. Yep. And if you were on the orange team at all, you don't get it. So that right. was that's the only like 
it's not even confusing. No, that's, not at all. It's not confusing at all. For that, which I think yeah. is kind of cool because the green team wins. And the game's called green team wins. Right. Mm-hmm. Chad is paying me $5 for every time I say green team wins. Green team wins. So green which team, team wins? wins? Green team wins. Okay. The green one. The green one. All right. Green team wins. I have to say the whole name. Yeah, what happens team. with the colored team? The green one. The green team wins. Okay. <laughs> and the orange team doesn't. Doesn't. That should be the sequel. Yeah. Orange, orange team, team Orange loses. team loses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is a party game. So if you thought this was a heavy game, you're wrong. This is a party <laughs> game. This is a game that you would want to play over and over again type of party game. You'll set it up. You'll play it. And you'll be like, I want to play it again. I want to play it again. Teach is very, very simple. And the gameplay is pretty fun. Um, sometimes you don't want to write down your answer that you think. You want to mm-hmm. write down maybe what everyone else is thinking. But is everyone else thinking the exact same thing? Do I want to write down what Natalie writes down? But is Natalie going to write down what I write down? And you go through that stupid thing in your head, and eventually you just write down the wrong answer. Yeah, but that, um, I'll, that I'll was wait, fun. I'll wait, no, no, I'll wait. So I'll just say, like, two more things. This is a good memory, good laugh type of game. Um, quality of the game, whiteboards are, like, thin but work just fine, and the markers are good. I love that it plays 12. My only, like, downside is that this, it's not the most unique game, right? This is a pick the popular answer game, which there are lots of. But I'll tell you right now that this is better than most of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked it. I'm glad it's in my collection. This will be one of my most played games with big groups of people. All right. I'm done. Yes, I'm, I'm so happy. Green team wins. Green team wins. Green team wins. All right. I am very... Okay, I'm going to do something I don't I don't know if I've done before. And we've all played this game. I'm going to do a yeah. review within a review. Okay, review, review. So I'm going to talk about another game. But that game I need to talk about. I want to. I kind of want to talk about that game to talk about Green Team Wins. Okay, it's not gonna take long. I'm listening. I know what you're we played that. a game right before Green Team Wins at Joe's birthday yesterday that I bought, which is the new game in line with Just One, So Clover, the next game in that line. Ooh, which that's those are heavy hitters. Oh man, called Fun Facts, and I was like, "Fuck yes!" The ne- I mean, though, God, <laughs> So Clover and Just One. Just One is an essential. Yeah. Yep. So Clover could get there. It's that good. We even played it at. We played it then, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Just awesome. And then, so fun facts came out, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" The next one in the line. Also, it it, it kind of went through that board to play white background picture of awesomeness, and I was like, "Oh, that's great!" I bought it. <laughs> we played it right before Green Team wins, and it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. It's kind of it kind of reminds me of Wits and Wagers a little bit, where you are writing a number down, you're trying to order it with everybody else at the table. Although this one's cooperative, and you're so you're trying to and get it's more the, like personal, the most in a row. yeah, more personal type questions. And it was fun. It was a good game. And then we played Green Team Wins right after it, and I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> Green Team Wins is a hundred times more fun than. Fun facts. And it reminded me exactly of what happened when we played Get On Board, which was great. And then we played Next Station London right after it. And I was like, This is way better. (laughs) Next Station London is so much better. I only want to play this. Green Team Wins did that exact same thing for me with Fun Facts. Fun Facts was fun. Green Team Wins was awesome. Green Team Wins was raucous, hilarious. We were cracking up. We were, Jeff mentioned this thing that you wouldn't really think would happen in this game. And he's right. It is, it is, uh, there's nothing super unique about it. It's a, you know, guess the thing that everyone else, knew. you want everyone else to guess the thing that you're guessing kind of game, you know, like a, like a game like a Hive Mind or something like that. But what the game does that I thought was really cool was this moment that Jeff talked about a second ago where you're thinking to yourself, okay, I know what answer I would say. But I think Sam, Natalie, and Jeff are going to say this. And so do I just 
do that but then they're also going through that in their heads like okay i would say this but i think ryan's gonna say this so i'm gonna say that to match ryan and then we all write down what we think everyone else is gonna say and it turns out we wrote the thing that we thought someone else was gonna say and they did the same thing to me and it's like oh man now i'm on the orange team god damn it and the orange team doesn't win who wins jeff the green team the green team wins okay five dollars <laughs> so so i really enjoyed it and i was a little bit mad because um i had just bought Fun facts, and I think that, and so then I, I bought Green Team wins like right after that, and I think that we're <laughs> probably only going to play Green Team. We're gonna, just like Jeff said, that's going to be my go-to party game for a while. I think with big groups of people is going to be Green Team wins. I didn't super dislike Fun Facts, but now that you said that that it was in this lineup with just one and So Clover, it's so much worse than those two games. Green Team wins should <laughs> be the next one. So much better. Than Green fun Team facts. wins should be the next one, and then mm-hmm. just one and. And so Clover are just uh, I'm During, sorry, sorry. Fun facts. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm bummed. Was, I'm bummed about it. Was it. Fun. I it, still was. Like it. it was fun. It was fun. I liked like it. So Clover two. and just one are so much better. We played fun facts, and I really do think everyone. I don't think I didn't think people were like God. This is this is terrible. I think we were like okay, this is yeah. cool. We're gonna go, and we were making jokes about where to put stuff mm-hmm. and who's gonna do this, and um, and so we, we played it, and it was it. good, and it was fun, and then we played Green Team Wins immediately after, and it was like. It was like we all just took a few uppers at once. <laughs> like we all were just like, <laughs> we were just like all so happy. And it was the, that game did that. This game that doesn't really have that many rules to it. That's just ah, I don't know. I, I had a great time playing it. Um, and like Jeff said, it is. It doesn't do a ton new, but it, at the same time, it does. It does new enough that it's going to be. Like, I always look for party games to hand the baton to the next party game. Okay, just one was the game we played, and then. So Clover came out, and just one kind of handed the baton to So Clover, mm-hmm. and So Clover we played a ton, and it's great, and we'll continue to play it. Yeah, but you kind of need it to hand the baton to the next one to kind of keep getting excited about party games because party games just right. don't have a ton of depth to them, right? So I was kind of hoping, you know, Fun Facts might be the one that the baton. No, no, fuck it. It like Passed elbowed, right like <laughs> punched, you know, elbowed in the face. Just uh, Fun Facts, and. So Clover has handed the baton, I think, to Green Team Wins. And so I didn't like it. It was good night. Great. What do you think, Sam? Just kidding. Loved it. Great game. Loved it. Great game. Bought it. It's going to be awesome. Um, so I really liked it. I liked it a lot. And one, I don't know, one thing I think that makes it special amongst the party games is like, first of all, I kicked butt. I totally dominated the yeah, first game. And like, I walked into a party at a person's house I didn't know with 90% people I what didn't know. What else is know. new? Sam just drives hours I, I and hours to show up people's houses. <laughs> I, do. I brought brownies <laughs> to make up for the fact that I was just crashing a party. But so I was still able to win even though I didn't know people, you know? And like... Unlike fun facts. <laughs> yeah, I did okay in fun facts though, surprisingly. Uh, yeah. But I think what makes it special too is like sometimes party games are either like too like relevant and like that leaves people out if they're not connected to like pop culture in some way yeah. or offensive in some way, like to be funny. This didn't have that. Like lucky blank. Like that. You're that's right. not like I could play that with my grandma and I can play that with a six year old. Sure. And we're all going to have fun. Sure. So like that's the kind of game that like adults, like a room of adults can play and have a great time. You can take it to Christmas and mm-hmm. play with a ton of different people. Like it's never going to leave people out. And it doesn't feel like a big deal if you don't get it right. But it has that fun element of like, oh, what do I think these people are going to pick? You know? So I thought it was fun, easy to get into. I don't know. 
even like in a room of people I didn't really know, I was like, all right, I can do this. Yeah, you did great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought That's, it was those great. are some very, very, very good Sam has good observations. thoughts. I guess this is my last episode. I'll see you. Guys. I was ready. Yeah. Right. This was, this was <laughs> the replacement episode. Three normally, yeah, so. it could only be three. <laughs> it was fun. Just kidding. 70 some episodes is pretty good. For me. You did great. You did great. We're, we're happy to have you for a while. No, but <laughs> yeah, even with like later. just one, we've had times where like people are like, I don't, somebody wrote Justin Bieber or like Bieber. As yeah. their clue, and somebody was like, "I don't really know yeah, anything who about that? who that person is." You know, yeah. And like, this beaver. never, yeah, <laughs> this never happened. So I thought it was a solid game. Yeah. Awesome, Natalie. What about you? Um, I loved it, but I love these type of games. Like as much as of a gamer that I am now, like I still really love party games. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you know, I feel like a lot of times, you know, when you're like so into this hobby, pe people think like oh well you probably don't like party games as much which is what like the, the mass people like yeah, yeah the masses like but i still love party games just as much as i love the hobby games and so this game was like right up my alley and i seriously would have played it like 10 more times but i just didn't want to say anything <laughs> like i was just I like know. let's keep going i know i, totally <laughs> I would have just played it over and over and over again that's how much i liked it um you know I don't know. I don't because of that though. I don't really care about it not being like super unique because I just love that kind of stuff. You know, like just one so clover, even like hive mind or monikers. Like sometimes we'll overplay monikers and I'm like I'm kind of sick of it and it'll be a year and I'm like okay, I'm back into it yeah. again. You know what right. I mean? It's just like I right. never get sick of them. Even like code names or any of those party games. Like I'm always into those and I don't like look down on them or anything cuz I have just as much fun you know, it, it kind of brings out like that social aspect of getting together with friends. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this game is like Sam said, it's so easy to learn and get into. It's very fast paced. It's quick. It's the, and it brings out like a lot of like laughter and emotions, you know, because you're just like, OK, what am I going to pick? You know, and is it, is it this? Is it this? OK. And then you turn it around and you're either like, yes, or you're like, oh, no, I got the wrong one. And, you know, and, and then you're on to the next one. And it's just like it's a whirlwind and it's just a great time yeah another great observation god that game's good it plays 12 too does it? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's another like 12 is great because yeah. so clover is great but again five is it five or six so yeah it's so clover is five, five i think yeah. just one is seven this one's seven i seven, think yeah. so this is 12 yeah the plays a and ton honestly of people. you can like if you just had other whiteboards and markers you can oh, play with yeah yeah, you see yeah just write anywhere. orange and green on one side of paper <laughs> right. thousands of people. thousands and thousands yeah, it would take thousands. a long time because you'd have to survey everyone <laughs> yeah. Yeah. how many people said owl yeah. <laughs> so you played it with 12 with your students um i haven't played it with the students yet okay um we did play it because they're gonna love it yeah they're gonna oh love yeah it. yeah um I almost, I'm probably, so there's some games that I have two copies of, one to keep at home. Like, just one yeah. is one of them. I'll probably buy them a copy to keep at school. Yeah. Because they'll just, they're, yeah. they're tear it up. They'll just, yeah. those they're markers. Just they're children. Die. They are. Yeah. Those markers they act will like die. Children, right? They're children and they act like children. Yeah, for sure. They don't, they don't wins? necessarily um, keep track of or Wait, respect your property. Eight? Three team wins. Yes. Yeah, so, so I we played before uh, the three of you showed up and we played with 10, Okay. maybe. And then... Yeah, we played with seven or eight, and it worked great with seven or eight. Yeah. I think probably if you're sitting at like four, yeah. five, you probably don't want to play with four, four or five. Four probably no. isn't the best. Pick, pick just one or so clover if you have four or five. If you're hitting that eight zone, play mm. green team. Yeah, sm- yeah, those three games fit all those things. A smaller group like four, pick so clover. You got like six or so, play just one, and you got like more than that. Play Green Team Wins, even though Green Team Wins is not in the line. Anyway, back (laughs) at Gen Con 2017. Gen Con 2017, I snagged the pre-release copy of Spirit Island at Greater Than Games. 
I got everything that was made for it at the time. Remember that, Jeff? Yep. Including the playmat and everything. I was so damn excited. A new cooperative game, which I love, with dynamic player boards, which I can't help but cover in plastic because I uncontrollably three all over them. One is pee, two is poop, three is sperms. And it's oh got a God. really cool theme where I'm the magical <laughs> spirit of the island. I could not be happier. Is the plural of sperm sperms? Sper- sperms. So many That's sperms. Like I don't think out. so. I think sperm and sperm is the plural. Well, I got it home and played it and lost immediately, <laughs> having no idea what the hell I was doing. That sucked. So I had Donkey Kong come over a couple weeks after that, and we played it again. And about a quarter of the way through, we were in a losing situation and had no idea what the hell we were doing and lost instantly. And that sucked, too. So I pretty much wrote the game off at that point. My last play of this was on September 29th of 2017. Natalie, what do you think? Whoa. Now they went to the bathroom. I would say things like, I'm all for difficult cooperative games, but if me and Donkey Kong can't even figure it out, it's just too hard and complex for its own good. I did not enjoy the game, and I could not figure out a way to unlock the fun. Neither play left me wanting to play it again, and so I sold it, um, and my spirit island libido went into hibernation for the next five years until Jeff got a copy and played it with the game group, and they all seemed to love it. He came back and he was like, man, I think you should try it again, actually, because it was really fun, right? And for some reason, this play, and I I, I think I like it, actually. And I was like, there's no way. I have absolutely (laughs) no desire to play this damn thing again, but Jeff planted the seeds of uncertainty in my mind that eventually started growing into a doubt tree that eventually blossomed suspicion flowers and confusion fruits. So then I started hearing about a newer introductory version of Spirit Island coming out called Horizons of Spirit Island. And as I plucked the fruit of confusion and began to peel it with my paring knife and drink the succulent juices of hesitation from within, I decided $30 was a good enough price point for me to try this fucker again. Yeah. So I bite it, tabled it, and ravaged its brains out while Natalie watched with horror. In Horizons of Spirit Island, it's the exact same game as Spirit Island, so you are choosing a growth action, gaining energy, playing cards, either fast or slow, dealing with invaders, ravaging the land, building towns and cities, and exploring the wilderness, looking for new places to ravage, all the while attempting to destroy their civilization, striking fear into their hearts as you ultimately attempt to drive them from the island once and for all before they do the same to you, or they cause too much blight, or the invader deck runs out, meaning the island has gone too far beyond saving. That's about all I'm going to do here in the way of game explanation, Spirit Island has been out long enough that I think it's reasonable to expect most of you to know what it's about. Jeff also talked about it before. It's ranked number 11 of all time for crying out loud. Wow. When comparing this game to the base Spirit Island, everything mechanically is exactly the same. There's no differences that I'm aware of. However, the game board is now static. It only plays two or three. There are no miniatures at all, and instead everything is simply cardboard. And the fi- and there's five new spirits, which, while fully compatible with the regular game, are meant to be a bit more straightforward to understand and play, causing the weight of the game to drop from 4.06, which it currently is, to a more palatable feel-good 3.35. Okay. All right? So things I liked. I really like all the changes uh, to make the game cheaper, honestly. The static setup and cardboard tokens do not bother me in the slightest. Because, you know, in regular Spirit Island, you have those those cool boards that you can kind of, like, make right. in different shapes. Yeah. The more straightforward spirits are most welcome for me, as I found the game to be much smarter than me the first two times I played it. I remember having very little idea of what I should be doing and how I should be playing my spirit. And that made the game less fun and more overwhelming than I was really looking for. I honestly don't know if I understood how to play my spirit that much more in this game, but the clouds of overwhelmingness did eventually dissipate and the rays of fun started to peek through by the end of the play. The choices at the beginning of each round, once your hand of cards is mighty, 
is really fun and juicy. Working together with Natalie to figure out how and what exactly we should concentrate on this turn was incredibly confusing at first, and then shifted slowly into overwhelmingly confusing, and then eventually into focused determination and puzzly, which was actually a really nice progression. At the beginning of the game, you simply can't do a whole lot. But a lot is going on still and happening, and it's very easy to feel like you're never going to be able to put out all the fires. And so which one to focus on is really difficult for me to grok. But then, as the game goes on and you're sort of spinning plates in the air on sticks while trying to ride a unicycle, you sort of get the hang of it. But by the end of our play, which we eked out a win, it wasn't exactly fun, but what it was was incredibly satisfying. I, I would think it'd be like sitting with like a Rubik's Cube and you have no idea how to solve it, but then a few hours later, you kind of do it, and you're like, well, that wasn't necessarily like a raucous good time, but wow, I did it, and that was an accomplishment. Okay, cool. So I really enjoyed the decision of what new card to gain. The major power cards were so great, but really expensive, and then you have to get rid of a card you already have, which is very painful, as all the cards are good. <laughs> we got into a situation with a few specific cards where we were able to like chain some sweet combos together, and we exploited that to stay afloat until we saw this tiny little opening where we could maybe just maybe get the right combination of things to happen where we could win this turn. And figuring out how to effectively use the fear we found was paramount to victory, and that was the part that felt the best during the game. We had one turn where we generated so much fear that we were able to resolve three fear cards before the start of the invader phase, and we were at level like three of the fear, and so that basically decimated them yeah, ahead cool. of our final turn or two of victory, and that was really cool. Um, so things I didn't like. The game still felt really overwhelming. And most of the game, we felt absolutely lost on what we should be doing. Nothing really felt right or in the sweet spot or smooth. We felt like we were just shrugging our shoulders as we made decisions that seemed no better or worse than anything else. And something didn't really sit right with me the first 75% of the play. Like, my shoulder was not seated properly in its socket. You know, I, it was like, something's like weird. If I can use a very weird metaphor. But <laughs> you did. it felt uncomfortable, <laughs> and that contributed to the lack of fun for me during the first three quarters of the game. More objectively, at times, the cardboard components are a bit too large for the spaces they're filling up. I don't think you, I don't know if you necessarily get this in the miniatures, because they're, you know, they're not just like flat laying on the ground. They're standing up. Um, but you can get into a situation where a space or two has like five towns, seven explorers, and a few cities in it, and there's no room, and it's spilling everywhere, and things are like mixing up if you're not careful. You can like lose track of which token is in which space. Other than that, I would say I'm very, very happy with this purchase, and I think that this is the Spirit Island for us. We likely won't play it enough times to necessitate all the additional content, as I seriously think we could play the exact same two spirits we played over and over again and have different experiences every time. Mm -hmm. um, it's exactly the same game as Spirit Island rules-wise, though, so I would caution people going to Target, because this is a Target exclusive. Okay. I would caution people going to Target to grab this game, thinking it's going to be a nice family weight game of fun and frivolity. It's it deep. Not. It's complex. <laughs> it's meaty. It's bulbous. Yep. It's veiny. Yep. You need to know that before you buy it. So I'm not sure Target's honestly the right store for this, as most nons are going to see the box, think it's cool looking and simple, and then get it home and be miserable. Mm -hmm. Overall, I liked it. I liked it maybe a lot, maybe a lot after the end of it. The first maybe 70, the first 75 percent, I was kind of like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like I don't get it. I feel stupid. And then once it kind of like focused, we were like. I was saying, we were like two horses in harness. We were like, all right, I'm going to do this, and you're going to do this. Kabum, kabum, kabum. And it was like, all right, we got to, this is what we got to hit. We could maybe win this turn if we do it this way. If it doesn't work, we're fucked. 
But if it does and it goes, it falls our way and this happens, because that fear card could do the exact thing we need to help. It was just, and that was awesome. <laughs> that happens in the in Spirit Island. I think that's why I got back into liking it. it. Was like our last five plays have been. All right, we won the first time, so we now know. Yeah, know that we can. We win. can do so it. So at yeah. the beginning, when you're like, "Fuck, why are we doing this?" You know that there might be that moment. There might be that opening. Where You're something like, oh, comes out right, or I the right card, and I killed the right person, and now you can do like that. Those moments are what I think make Spirit Island so good. Mm-hmm. When you know that moment can happen. Yes, I, I, I am starting to see that because the whole time I felt like I wouldn't even say we were treading water. I would say we were like my nose was underneath, and then it periodically I'd be like. <gasps> come out and it was like we were drowning but not drowning that's how the whole entire game felt until right at the end we were kind of like okay i think i can fucking do this you know what i mean so i uh i want i'm actually happy to have this vert this exact version it was only 30 bucks and we'll keep this and we'll play it again i think and we'll see dollars it's only 30 dollars spirit island's like 70 it is. And if it's, you're not, if you don't need the 15 spirits and you don't need the minis, that's a, that's it's a, a very, good I think it's a very, very good, um, if, for a couple things, actually. Because what I've heard is the five spirits it comes with are a great addition to the normal game. Yeah, They're not you like, you can throw them in. And, and I've seen a, a lot of people talk about this and say that, okay, well, while that while they are a little more straightforward, it's not like they're baby's first board. So they're no. actually still really fun and offer a lot yeah. of strategic depth and complexity and stuff like that. Um, so I think this works really well as like, I don't want to say an expansion for people who already have Spirit Island, but if you already have Spirit Island, $30 is not a huge price point to pay for at least five new spirits. You know, maybe. And then for people who are not into Spirit Island, have never played it, this is a good, like, ease you into... Because it's the whole... It's the same game. It's not like it's a lesser version of the game and you're, you know, I need to play more. It's the same exact fucking game. Rules and everything are the exact same. But you're only spending 30 bucks to see if you like it or don't like it. You know what I mean? Um, So, Sam, you've played Spirit Island. Yep. Did anything that I say... Because you don't like Spirit Island. I hate Spirit Island. Right? In, in the defense of the game, I only played it once and with the very wrong group of people. So, yeah. but again, I don't like co-op. So oh, that, right. okay. that is just already a huge, like, market. What if you played it with, like, Natalie and me? Who? Well, so that's, like, the one thing. You said this plays two to three? Two to yeah. three. So, like, that would be one mark in its favor where it might be a better play, especially with the right people. Like, if I played with you guys, it might be okay. And other than that, the only word that I liked that you said was puzzly. Like yeah. everything else was like, nope, no, nope, right. I don't think it's for me. Mm-hmm. Nope. So I think if I'm giving Spirit Island another shot, it's going to be with this version. Um, but I wasn't like, oh, yeah, no, I got I got to try, try it again. Like I still am not like crazy yeah. inspired because like you said, it's the same thing, basically. It is. Yeah. And I found the first thing to be frustrating. Like the original was frustrating and exhausting and confusing. And like I'm not a non. Yeah, for sure. Right. And I still was like, oh, no, I felt the same way. Oh, yeah, Ryan felt that yeah. way. First even in the, even in this play, spirit. I did. Right, it, those exactly. are those are three adjectives that I ascribe to this as well. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. it's that it was that 25 percent at the end that I was like, oh, so, maybe this is actually really cool. What would have happened if you guys didn't win? It would have been the same feeling. If if yeah. that first 75 percent lasted the whole game, I would have been like, no, yeah. I, I I was you right the first time. I don't need this. I, I think, don't need this anymore. I think because yeah, at the end we were like so close, and if it didn't happen, it would have been like at the very last second like it would have been like still so close 
Like it felt like we had a chance and yeah. just barely missed it. So I still so you feel might like have played it again to try. Yeah, to totally. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Natalie? So this game, okay, this kind of confused me in a couple ways. Like one, in like the normal confusing way, where it was hard for me to remember how like the ravaging worked and the building worked, and luckily it was cooperative. So like you were kind of right there. Yeah. You know, helping me out and stuff. But like you know, like kind of games like that just don't click as easily in my brain for some reason it doesn't make sense but you know eventually like i figured it out but i was kind of like getting a little frustrated with that it's a confusing i mean it's it's a confusing you know it's not like the most simplest of of rule sets you know there's things where you're like so how does when do we add a right but i also feel like it's important to know because when you're playing and you want to know like when you're gathering or pushing or whatever you're doing you kind of have to know what the situation yeah. is. And so it's not like you can just like be like, oh, well, like Ryan will just do that during the ravaging phase. No, you got to know that bef- to even play the game. Right. You know, so I don't know. Yes. Can I chime in? Yes. I think so. I'm back on the I like Spirit Island. I know I'm I'm, I'm alone. But you guys are, no, like, you're not you alone. Guys are on the no. side of the boats. Like, yeah, no, I think I think um, we're, we're getting to that side. So I think I have a, a little bit of an advantage. So one person in our game group whose name is Bill is very, very good at knowing the rules and running the game. Mm. Yeah. Especially cooperative games where... So one of my intro games and gateway games is Arkham. I didn't need to know the ins and outs of playing Arkham Horror. I could know what I was doing. So when I was playing Spirit Island and being overwhelmed by all that kind of stuff, he was like, this is what needs to happen. And he know it's just in his brain. He's just (laughs) fucking weird. And it's just in his brain. (laughs) So I can focus on like my cards, what I need to do talking about strategy and not mm-hmm. going like this because Bill will automatically be like, we're going to get people here, we're going to get people here, this is what's going to happen, boom. I don't have to think about that, so it maybe left a little bit of room in my brain to like yeah. pull that back instead of you trying to figure it out or then pulling the rules out for how you're doing. Right. So, yeah. get a bill, I guess. <laughs> yeah, find yeah. a bill. And- Ryan's basically my bill. Yeah. I'm your bill. Um, <laughs> the other thing that was confusing was like, <laughs> I was I felt like it was like i guess it's like what ryan said i didn't realize you felt this exact same way but like the first 75 percent of the game i felt myself getting frustrated and then at the end i like had a ton of good feelings about it like when we were playing the game i was in kind what of like areas did you feel these good feelings <laughs> in my heart <laughs> oh, oh man boo <laughs> who cares what about your minch feelings who cares i don't care i don't care um like at the end i was like okay so like mostly through the game i was kind of like i don't know if i like this game i feel like i'm getting mad a lot you know or getting like (laughs) like frustrated Mm -hmm. and then at the end when it was over i was like this was so great and then i was like wait a minute (laughs) like i didn't feel that way this whole time but now i'm like all of a sudden like yeah this is a like this is a great game so i was like how confused you know about i agree i want to chase that feeling because i felt (laughs) the same way the first 95 percent of the game i was like no i was right i was right before not right but like I, I, the way I felt before is the way I feel now. And so I made the right decision back then to not, to not like it. And then we finished it and I was like, oh my God, I want to, I kind of want to rack it now. And and (laughs) now that we know like, okay, fear is really important. Let's try to hit fear earlier and see what happens. If we get those fear cards going sooner, let's see how that works. But like figuring things out together was really fun. Deciding what cards to play, you know, the power cards were like all so good, but to me, I don't think it felt unique because I don't think I've ever played a cooperative game where you can literally share every piece of information yeah. and discuss everything. The rule book's even like, not only 
is it okay to table talk? You need to. You should be. Like, right. do Most it. games are yeah. like, you're cooperative, but you can't tell them what cards are in your hand right. or you That's can't do this. That's because this game is so fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone can't just QB the entire game. Right. <laughs> right. You have to like, We're a here's the card sucks. I have that I'm going to yeah. play. Yeah. Something <laughs> secret so you're yeah. not necessarily Even for like deciding cards and I'm like, hmm, should I get this one or this one or this one? Like that's never a thing that ever happens in other like yeah. cooperative right. games. Right, we can all talk about it. Here's you what know, I so drew. Was like kind of... Would this card help us? And everyone's like, oh, yeah, I think it would. Yeah, that, right. I, yeah, I agree like, Should I get you. like a defend card or a damage card? What do you think? You know, and, like, I like that they made it because most people get annoyed with that in cooperative games. Like we're playing together. Why can't we just show everybody? Right. And so I like that this game made that rule set where it's like, yeah, just yeah. fucking show everybody everything. Right. Because like, a lot of everything. games like you, it is cooperative, but like this one actually felt cooperative. You know, it wasn't like it's cooperative, but you also have a hidden thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like this was like full on cooperative. I'd say like my biggest downside is i felt that it was very long mm-hmm. it probably took us about three and a half hours to play it what? yeah it was long and i remember so, it too. it's I funny know. i didn't feel it yeah I did ryan didn't feel, feel it. it but i i kind of did it wasn't like oh my god is this ever gonna end but i was kind of like I kept looking at the clock i'm like dang this is like going on a is long that time to teach no oh my god <laughs> i'm sure it was that long i am sure because i remember you when you we were kind of slow when you were done teaching it was around one o'clock, and I think we finished around like four thirty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so the three of you didn't play together. Sorry. No, no, we no. played it before no. Sam on Friday. We took the but day off of work Friday. You've played it. I've just played regular Spirit Island. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Again, it's basically the same game. So I want to yeah. give you the last word, Jeff. Okay. It's yeah. it's not the. Um, did, you have, did you have more? I just want to say, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. overall, I want to say that I did enjoy this game, and I want to play it. I, I more. play it soon. Yeah, I, that twenty five percent feeling like. Yeah, we got to chase Ride it. Ride it right now. Yeah, we got to chase yeah. it. I agree. I completely I agree. Like I think I think I kind of I want to. No, I think we can get it. I think, I think we'll we can get, get it. it well, cuz we too. we were figuring it all out. Yeah. What do mm-hmm. we do, you know? So Jeff, yeah, I want you to have right. the final word here. This is um um the five new spirits are really what does everything to the complexity. Yeah. And and all that. So other than that, you know everything that there is to know about this. Right. What what thoughts do you have about Spirit Island? So I think the fun part of Spirit Island for me is trying to, with those spirits, whether you're playing with two or four, figuring out how you're going to win. So you guys, you both said that like, all right, we need to attack fear. We need to like start stirring up some fear. But if you don't have someone that's generating fear and you're trying to force it, it's not going to work well. Yeah. So like, oh, I, I have someone that attacks or I have someone that's along the coast or doing something. But you're like, I'm just going to keep trying to do fear. But it's like, that's not what your spirit is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there is always one path to just winning. Because there's so many different combinations of spirits and how you should play off each other that it becomes so variable. And that's why I think it's not easy every single game. I think fear is one of the... There's like the, So if you look on the back of your spirits, it tells you what your spirit is good at. Yeah. I well, don't know if the ones in the normal game do that. Yeah, I think but in do. this one yeah. it does. They and so I think stats. I think fear is one of the stats. So okay. I'm thinking maybe yeah. we play with a with a spirit that is high in fear. Yeah, and if you, yeah, if you... Uh, yeah, because it's then you just start producing them and producing them, and then other people can help you then produce them. And I just like that the game is difficult. And I didn't like that of the first play or play and a half that we had that was overly difficult. Where I was like, "What the fuck are we doing?" But yeah. I think maybe it was because I didn't, I hadn't played a co-op game that was that hard before. Because it was always you think of this like, you know, ghost stories, or you think of pandemic, where yeah. it's just kind of. You know, let's move here and fight this thing, move here and fight this thing. And there's so much more with those cards and so much more with, all right, I need to lose. I'm going to take a lesser action this time so I can get a sweeter card for later. And that's just, I love those decisions. Because like, oh, I'm not I'm not doing anything right now. Let me just like rest, get my extra, to- whatever those tokens are called, so I can then do my awesome action next turn. Yeah. And I'm, I'm intrigued to play 
spirits of horizons of uh, yeah. horizons of sp- spirits of spirit island yeah uh, right uh, horizons right. of spirit island but i don't know if i ever will honestly yeah because i, I know uh, so bill has he bought the horizons oh he did and has played it at work oh cool um with people or introduced it kind of in that way i think i'll end up just playing spirit island but i i'm assuming that he'll add oh yeah you'll just games. add the spirit he'll add the spirit you would never play with the guts of that yeah. game when you if bill has you know the actual yeah. thing and you I would, would just play with the new like, spirits it tells you complexity on there start with a start with an easier one mm-hmm. don't especially if you have four people don't have four people have difficult ones mm-hmm. if you've played it three four five six times maybe you take the hard one let everybody else take an easier complexity one but it's good i'm glad you guys like that play and it didn't me too I'm glad to. Yeah. I wanted to because I mean, usually I can usually see the good in games that are popular. <laughs> you know, yeah. usually it doesn't. I'm not usually the odd man. Other out. than West, other Kingdoms. than yeah, other than the West Kingdom games. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> one of my absolute favorite games of all time is Star Wars Destiny. <laughs> oh my God. One of, another one of my favorite yeah. games of all time is it's Terra Maria. Mystica. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if Star Wars Destiny and Maria simply never existed, Terra Mystica would be my favorite game of all time. All time. It's a game that I just enjoy playing regardless of who I'm playing it with, how the score is going, and it's just so much fun for me to play. That does not usually happen for me in games. Typically, I'm very aware of the score and trying my hardest to do everything I can to win, and my enjoyment is partially tied to how well I can manipulate the gaming system to perform well, but not Terra Mystica. Terra Mystica is like a personal little puzzle for me to figure out each game, and I'm just in my own little world, tinkering around and pulling levers and pushing buttons to see what they do and how they work, like a kid in a hands-on museum. It's just like so much fun for me. So when Capstone announced this newer, lighter version of it, I did not even give a fuck about anything else and pre-ordered it instantly. Terra Mystica is the perfect weight for me. I have always said that. It's not heavy like a Lacerda game, but it's heavier than just a medium weight game. I would call it like on the medium side of medium heavy. And that was typically the sweet spot for me. Over the last couple of years, however, I've skewed lighter. I've enjoyed lighter games. And so when Terra Nova was announced... I was happier than a Natalie and Hobby Lobby and could not <laughs> wait to get it to the table to see how it compared. Well, it just arrived a couple days ago, and so me, Natalie, and first-timer Sam gave it a whirl. Like Spirit Island, I'm not going to go over the rules for Terra Mystica as it's been out for a decade now, and most of you should at least know enough about it. I'm not going to make the show go from like four hours to maybe five. So <laughs> I'm going to instead just illustrate the differences between this and Terra Mystica and then tell you my thoughts. Terra Nova is essentially Terra Mystica stripped down, where Horizons of Spirit Island is the exact same game, only a touch less complex. Terra Nova is the exact same game as Terra Mystica, but with many mechanisms completely removed. Gone are the worker cubes, the priest meeples, the cult tracks, the temple buildings, the temple tiles, and two entire land types. Gone. So this is a very streamlined, simplified version of Terra Mystica, sort of baby's first Terra Mystica, to use the parlance of our group. (laughs) What does that mean? Well, it means the complexity is scaled way back, and the game is much more focused solely on the round scoring tiles and exploiting your player race. This reduction in strategic decision space makes the game much more simplified, but a bit more cutthroat as well, as you're likely and basically doing the same exact thing as everyone else each turn, and so the things that you're doing and competing for go much quicker, but also the decision space is lessened. The game is fun and still feels like Terra Mystica, but almost like Terra Mystica if you were to like demo it at a convention, or maybe a better thing to say is a freeware version of a video game where you get access to some things, but you have to buy the full game to experience everything, right? It's, then that's fun at first, but you don't want to just play the freeware version. So that's how I feel about this one. I'm not going to do a liked and disliked section even. even. I honestly feel like this is still fun, 
but it's like you're playing a locked version of Terra Mystica. Only this isn't actually free, so there's no reason to own this, in my opinion. If you, just buy Terra Mystica. The sacrifice of mechanisms for the sake of weight reduction and streamlined play is just not worth the loss of strategic depth for me. The ceiling for Terra Mystica is the St. Peter's Basilica. The ceiling for Terra Nova is like your first apartment. The mechanisms are still fun to carry out and, and, and play, but there's no payoff. It's like they took the hands-on museum and made it only that bulb thing where you touch it and the lightning goes inside and touches your fingers, and that's it. That's the only exhibit at the hands-on museum. And it's like, okay, that's fun, but I want to play around with so much more. What do you think, Sam? I liked it. Not able to compare, I know. Yeah, but I you played Terra, yeah. but you yeah, played Terra. Only played Terra. So that's that's an interesting thing. I liked it. I liked the factions and their abilities. Did you like beating us into a powder? I didn't because I still don't feel like I earned that win. Oh, I don't know how totally I got did. there. I don't you know how I got there. You think like people think that we're good at games and then Sam comes here and is like, wow, you guys suck. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like I just destroyed you. Well, we do play games with Sam a lot online. Yeah. And so. I beat the fuck out of her all the time. Oh so she knows. God. She knows right, how great I am. No, no, I know, know. I know what you mean. I know. I totally know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, people say that all the time. I think that's one of the big, we talk about this all the time too, not to derail this, but okay. um, uh, people talk about this all the time where they're, people are afraid, afraid to play games because they don't want to look stupid. Mm-hmm. Yes. But oh, yeah. There are certainly games where if you played with me and I've played ten times and you've played zero, I will destroy you. There are games like that. But then there are most most games. I would say you have just as much of a chance as I do. Yeah. Even yeah. though I've played them a bunch, yeah. mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. Look at the Terra Mystica is like one of my favorite games of all time. We played Terra Nova. You beat the snot out of me. Yeah. I think you know? we lost. Like they're playing. <laughs> what? No way. Did you lose? Did Sam win this game? I mean, like, I think he had third. She was, she was using that as a way to say she also beat me. Oh, okay. Yeah, Why didn't yeah. you just say that? I think you, like, lost, lost. Like, like the, if there you was were the a scale of how much you're a loser, you were such a bigger loser than me, Adam. You sucked. So Sam yeah. won, Natalie almost won, and Ryan lost. Basically, miserably. Yeah. That's how it went. What's the opposite of a hype man? That's Natalie right um, now. Whatever the opposite, downer. a downer. Natalie's Debbie just like, downer. yeah, you you lost. Well, bad. you sucked. You, you lost. Bad. I won. I beat you too. I beat you too. I'm a realist. Of your favorite <laughs> game ever. <laughs> and you lost hard. You, you losing at Death Star Destiny. I'm just trying to just prove your crushed. point. You're trying to make. <laughs> I was doing fine. Okay, and I still had kind of felt good about myself. <laughs> you now, were like, you know what? He's a little bit too high on his horse. A little bit too high. No, that that's a thing that gamers, I think, or nons, are afraid of. I think even gamers are afraid of that. Even gamers yeah, are afraid of that, of are. like losing and looking stupid. And yeah. that's why a lot of people prefer co-op games, because they don't get that feeling of, oh, no, you all beat me. Yeah. It's like we all lose or win together. And thankfully, I'm okay looking stupid. I just don't want to bring your... Oh, yeah, me too. Down. I mean, I look yeah. stupid on the yeah, rag. Yeah, well, yeah. I think like even as like gamers, like, you know, I play with the people that I play with all the time, and, and I feel fine. But if I like play with a group of people I don't know... I feel like I'm back to like that yeah, non-status like, feeling. Lose, like they, they don't know me, me they don't know my person. history, right. and they don't, you know, it's like I don't want to look stupid. Okay, well that's actually funny because I just wrote some notes about this game and it literally says, not exactly a dislike, but it was tight with money and energy and sometimes I felt defeated. That's not the game's fault. It's me not being not being needing to not be an idiot. So like I felt like it was tight at times, but because I was like not thinking things through as far as I should have. But, like, it wasn't hard at the same time. Like, I can't piece together, like, what parts of it were hard other than, like, I just didn't have the whole thing figured out yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was our first play. Like, we yes. both have played Terra Mystica. So yeah, but fun. this... Wow. 
But it's hard. To, there was in Terra Mystica, you have those feelings where you have all this stuff, and then you make these moves to do this thing that no one else does. In this game, you have to kind of do the same thing. Well, everyone okay, else is so doing. that's what I just. That was the yeah. next thing because of how tight the resources were. I didn't really have that many choices. Yeah, yes. my choices were: I either buy a shovel right now and use it, or I look at the objective for the next time and I say, "Oh, I'm going to get more points if I use the shovel next mm-hmm. time. I'll hold on to this money." Those are my two That's choices. It. Right. Yeah. And so like Absolutely. I couldn't chain, like I couldn't, you know, it wasn't crazy decision making, but sometimes that's a good thing, depending on what you're looking for. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. No, for sure. This is not to say like, what the fuck, why does this exist? For me, I would never play this over Terra Mystica. I was hoping that I might because I was hoping it'd be like, okay, this is a lighter version. And if I, you know, Terra Mystica takes a couple hours and maybe I can get through this in an hour and it gives you the same kind of feel and awesome. No, for me, no. For someone who's not ever played Terra Mystica, this could be a really good introduction to that game too. If you like Terra Nova, having never played Terra Mystica, chances are you're going to like Terra Mystica. And I would say where Horizons of Spirit Island, I think I only need to own that. That's only the game I need to own in the Spirit Island universe, mm-hmm. I think. But Terra Nova, I think, is a gateway game in not the sense that we normally use it. I think if you like Terra Nova enough, I think, okay, get rid of Terra Nova, buy Terra Mystica. And you're going to love Terra Mystica. Mm-hmm. But if you play Terra Nova and you're like, eh, I don't know if I like that too much. I don't think, chances are you're not going to like Terra Mystica. Because it's, it still feels the same. Yeah, It's like the freeware thing. You play a freeware version of a video yeah. game. They give you that so you can tell, okay, do pay you $4, like it? $4, you can unlock two more terrain yeah, types. Yeah, you can get two more yeah. terrain types. Exactly. Or you can get the priest meeples. Or you can get the cult tracks now. You know, And none of those things change the game's feel. You know, more that because if you play Terra Nova, this feels like Terra Mystica. That's how Terra Mystica mm-hmm. feels. The power works yeah. the same. The dynamic player board is there. The races, the There's building. There's just do. way more to it that makes it way more fun. See, because if I could have gone up even a single track on this. Yeah, you'd have been like, ah. Like it might have scratched an itch a little bit more. <laughs> oh, there's so did. much you know more I mean? in Terra Mystica. So I think I would give Terra Mystica a chance. If you ever pull out Terra Nova, I wouldn't be like, ew. But I'm not yeah. I'm not going to buy it. Like, I'm not that interested ew, in sure. it. Sure. Ew. 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 Gross. <laughs> what do you think, Natalie? Um, I mean, I, like you said, because it felt like Terra Mystica, I thought it was still very fun. You know, it kind of made me like miss Terra Mystica like oh we need to play that like, yeah why haven't we played that true but I also think it took out the most fun parts of the game right you know so while it was still really fun and felt like it the best parts were not there but I also disagree with you a little bit I agree and yes. disagree about <laughs> um because you were like you know basically like don't buy this if you like this you're gonna like Terra Mystica but I also think that you know there's such a variety of different opinions and tastes and i think that it does have a place for someone who thinks maybe terra mystica is a little too much and wants something a little more simplified but still getting that feel i think that there's a place for people like that yeah you know to have terra nova i don't think necessarily that everybody who likes terra nova is gonna love terra mystica but we will we do yeah you know yeah i'm I'm biased because it's like my favorite exactly yeah and i agree i like terra mystica better for sure um but i mean i have nothing against this game except that it's just a simplified version of terra mystica yeah and so why would i play this kind of (laughs) thing yeah totally but yeah that's very cool that is terra nova occasionally on the show i like to get a bit musical i can't help it it's just part of my package yep that's the right way i wanted to say it uh (laughs) whether it's a song about a poop knife liking big boxes or these three about a a great number a magnificent game and a loser 
guys ready for this? Okay. This episode of mine is number 69. Natalie can't decline this type of 69. After this, I may resign as our content will decline after 69, 69, 69. One more time. This episode of mine is number 69. Yeah, your ears may go blind from all the 69 jokes. Listen while drinking wine and your spouses may just find that you'll 69, 69, 69, but probably not. <laughs> I'm gonna play 12 turns, only got $20 in my pocket I, I, I'm gonna, gonna have to pay up, this game's fucking awesome Walk up to the table like, what up, check out my big top I'm just pumped, just bought this shit from the game shop Dice on the fringe, they're so damn frosty Natalie's like, damn, that game must have been costly Rolling in, hella deep, headed to the mezzanine Drafting all pink, except those posted tiles Those are green, what you taking? Let me peek I hope it's not what I need Probably shouldn't have got this, now I gotta pay for these Piss But shit, I should have got that tent I'm gonna play 12 turns, only got $20 in my pocket I, I, I'm gonna, gonna have to pay up, but this game's fucking awesome I'm gonna play 12 turns, only got $20 in my pocket I, I, I'm gonna, gonna have to pay up, but this game's fucking awesome There's Polyamino's, it looks incredible Thematic circus shows from that big top down the road So streamlined, don't go slow Plays four even so low Dice drafting, holy smokes Boost your power, score the most Oh, I'm gonna play 12 turns Only got $20 in my pocket I, I, I'm gonna, gonna have to pay up This game's fucking awesome Long, long time ago I remember Hero Quest and playing once got me obsessed. <laughs> it was really fun and I played on and on and on for days. I don't even think I bathed, I was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> But then my friends looked at me sour They told me it was time to shower It felt so strange and so weird But I even shaved my neck beard <laughs> So I started looking at some girls On the internet in mom's basement world I nearly called one but I hurled the oh day my courage died <laughs> so bye bye this here confident guy thought i was a rico suave turns out i'm way too shy so i'll stay at home and kiss my love life goodbye and play board games by myself till i die Board games by myself till I die. <laughs> Did you know that Corona makes it impossible to find love? Gretchen Whitmer tells me so. 
<laughs> ah, but if you played games like too many bones, who needs a love life when you have those? And you can even play them solo. But if COVID wasn't here, I would win. I'd plan to find a girl at the gym. I'd just go get my shoes. Oh, the virus pounds I'd lose Because I'm just a lonely, desperate, awkward guy But I'd walk right up to her and give it a try Then accidentally spit right in her eye The day my courage died I'd start by singing bye-bye This here confident guy Thought I was a Rico Suave Turns out I'm way too shy So I'll stay at home And kiss my love life goodbye And play board games by myself Till I die Thank you. Thank you. The lonely, the poor lonely gamer. I like The Gamecasters are hosting a convention. Yes, NerdFest is now open to the public and admission is completely free. Simply head over to eventcreate.com forward slash NerdFest. There you will find all the information you need to get registered and hopefully pumped up for the con. So we would love to have you on January 13th, 14th, and 15th to play games and laugh along with us all weekend long. Once again, the website is eventcreate.com forward slash NerdFest. If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the Gamecaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank that Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters to help out. The Gamecasters Twitch account has relaunched and we're live every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday night streaming board game and video game content and having a blast talking to all of you. If you just simply can't get enough Gamecasters in your day, please consider heading on over to twitch.tv forward slash Gamecasters and give us a follow and maybe a sub. I have the best time streaming for everyone and it's just a super fun place to unwind after a long day and watch someone who is trash at games play games. Come hang out and engage with me in a way you never thought you had to before, but I'm sorry you do twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters possibly the best way to interact with all of us though is via our discord server if you go to the gamecasters instagram page you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server it's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis as well as meet a bunch of like-minded awesome people so check out our discord server It's now the time of the show where we get to hear you, and you get to hear you, and it's all about you in this episode's Instagram Inbox. And now it's time for the Instagram Inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. I am back for the 70-something episode, and Natalie's (laughs) 80-something, Sam's first, and Ryan's 100th episode celebration. I went on Instagram and did some things. No. Okay. I did two things on Instagram. One was send me your favorite Gamecaster moment. Okay. Love it. So I want to tell you the two people that responded. <laughs> oh. No, there were more than that, but I want to run through some of the favorite Gamecaster moments. It's sort yes. of like 
the Seinfeld equivalent of a clip show yeah. where we're just going to, you know, ha ha ha, let's, let's relive our Glory experiences. Days. Okay. Yeah. So, Glory days. Mama and Mary Kay. Devin's friend Lauren. Oh yeah, <laughs> who is now an avid listener. Is she really Aww. occasionally? <laughs> Every once in a while, she will listen to us. Wow, her favorite thing. Okay, the 99th song, 99th episode song. Oh, at the beginning, Prince gold. Song. All right, <laughs> she loved. So, if you want, you, do you want me to say that slower and like? Yeah, the, please do it again. Lauren loves. Oh my god, that song. Lauren thinks Ryan's so funny. <laughs> she's just like so funny. Devin called me talented yesterday, and yeah. I Aww. almost he cried almost, and hugged her at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> He almost, yeah. he almost was like, can we go in the back room and hug? <laughs> Make it yeah. Fun. She like right. made a reference yesterday, Devin did, to like some one of the gamecasters moments. And she was like, see, I listen. No, she, yeah, she well, did. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it was during Green Team Wins. It yeah. was, the, the question was game blank. And we yeah. all wrote like oh. game. She wrote casters. Nice, game yeah. something. She wrote casters, and we all oh, do it. She was like, "Hello." That wasn't. That wasn't it. There oh, was some it? other. Okay. That she, was like, it. There was some like something from specific the show. From the show. And we were like, okay. looked at her, and she was like, "Yeah, I listen." Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Lauren. That was very, very nice. <laughs> Plurpy loves when the kids are on. Oh yeah. So uh, the kid uh, episodes are delightful. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll do more. Plurpy's first episode began with the parody of the Hamilton song. And oh. he was immediately hooked. I know he liked that. <laughs> and this episode, let me, let, uh, I gotta, I gotta talk about this Here we episode, go. okay? I listen, because we've been, like, I've been trying to listen back, and we're, we're we did, had a little project over the last few weeks of trying to find some episodes. Yep. And I Split. listened to that episode. And I listened to the episode, and Ryan's very talented. <laughs> and, he is. We Thank know you. this. And Natalie, halfway through the song, is just like, crying. <laughs> Like, like, oh my God, Ryan! I just, babe, babe, oh my God, my. And then she goes, she she says something extent of like, oh, it's happening again. My eyes are watering. Yeah, like, it's happening no, again. You're crying. That's, what you're doing. That's not like a problem. What is happening the, again? Oh my God, I just love him. Oh my God, that's so and that's great. Funny. That is so great. Miss French Toast. I know her. French Toast. I know her. Santa, I know her. She said her favorite moment was being friends with me. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, I love that, that moment. That, yeah. That's a great yeah. moment. M-Stop said that time Natalie got drunk. <laughs> I actually know what I, she's I talking clarified about. clarified which yeah. one. Which one? Yeah. I, probably was the first the one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the first the one. First one. We great. had Sony go right in and go, oh my oh God. God. And then for the next few, Natalie was on fucking fire. Yeah. Like oh, she yeah. was on yeah. fire. Like yeah, shut like up, Ryan. You suck, Jeff. Smack your hand out of the way. Bam, bam, bam. Now she's searching poison minges. Yeah. Right. What were we talking just trying to poison my mind. Better half reviews. Love the mini painting competitions. Oh, oh okay. Cool. Ryan's Twitch streams. Yeah. Uh, damn it. I know. I need to get back on those. And just the chemistry that we have together, which is something that we always try to pride ourselves. Yes, in. Yeah. absolutely. That's a, that's a great one. Thank you, Allison. Peter, Nuclear Knight. Peter's wife loves that Natalie calls it a front. <laughs> Don't anymore. I did. No, you do. We do yeah. now. Yeah, that's no, like we a thing. do. Yeah, a front. That's what I thought it was called. Man. Peter <laughs> says he likes the episode where Natalie got progressively drunker. Yeah, I'm telling you, that was a popular it's a one, famous one, and also, of course, he still makes poop knife jokes around his house. Oh my gosh! You know what's so funny yeah. about that? That's kind of like become. 
associated with us yeah, even though it's not, not our guys. thing no but i mean yeah but even more than that that's almost like the thing that we're known for <laughs> yeah you know what i mean jeff tells Telling the like, tell crazy the story <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah like the gig cat, like they, whenever someone a new listener comes to the discord they're like oh my gosh the show is great yes even the poop knife yeah. and they keep telling, yeah. you know and it's like they knife, always know or the even knife. like the wedding book story like dang it yeah it's it's great it's good stuff <laughs> so mr measles said he laughed hardest at the number blind for some reason yeah. that's yeah. because that's that was so the funniest funny. fucking thing that's ever happened yeah because you're like why would they have this i guess out of all <laughs> the things that you could have said at that moment in time number <laughs> i lost that's I one lost of my favorite things hilarious. like catching you off guard is like because sometimes you can like see a joke coming and it's like yeah. okay it's fun, yeah. funny yeah catching you off guard oh, is one of my favorite things nailed it <laughs> that was the funniest guy he also thing. said he mr measles really loved natalie picking a game she hated as her gen con number one <laughs> which is absolutely amazing just like you have that game and you hate it and it's over there. Just like I see it. It's just, just like, like it's no, right you're lying. Just like it's right it's there. Right there. It's right in that box. I'm like, it was just on the fucking table. I explained yeah. the rules and you were like, mm mm. No. Nah. But I love Cryptids. So I am I so excited game. about this game called Cryptid Urban Legends. Yeah. It was just like silent for like two seconds after. What? You guys are just like, are you That's serious? Like oh my Matt, God. Though. That was yeah. so. Again, I have to go along with Twitter. In the manual, Natalie, we all have a manual. There's a manual that says, here's what. In the Natalie's manual, you flip to page 13. B section subsection Q and there's Natalie saying a game that she that she's played that she hates that she wants. Yep. It's in the number one. Yeah, number one. Well, I like cryptid. It's in the manual. So <laughs> CP Wilson was nice enough and said too many to count. Thanks. Oh wow, that's very nice. Jim Gamer says hearing Ryan's game obsession come back naturally over the course of about six seven months or so. Wow, Aww. was a beautiful thing to hear. Wow, that actually is a good point. No, yeah. we, that's great. Thank you, Jim. Jim was yeah, nothing right but nice that. in these things. So that's Jim, if you're very nice, if you're Jim. not feeling well, yeah, what's wrong? Are you okay, yeah. man? Yeah. Oh, you're all right. Okay. Love you. <laughs> oh, geez, you're yeah. right, man. <laughs> um, uh, Eason over on the Discord. So yeah, he was, sorry, he responded in my inbox as go to the Discord. So I'm in the oh, Discord. Oh, nice. And he said he wanted to respond to the inbox. And uh, he said his favorite parts were the D stories, along with other stories Aww. that we've all told, told about our lives. Mm-hmm. He said it makes him feel like he's our friend, which yeah. you are. Again, which is, yeah. yeah. And he's glad to be part That's of the Gamecasters family. That's Can great. Can I just say something? Yeah. It reminded yeah. me of Jim Gamer <laughs> that I totally forgot about. Remember when we had everybody roast us and he just took it way too oh, far? Yeah. <laughs> We were like all. We were like all we were like. like I feel like bad about myself. Yeah. I feel really well. You know, in his defense, he didn't understand like American like, roasting. Like, like, I've like, never, I, don't know what I didn't that know what this is. He's like, yeah. am I just supposed to like make you cry? Yeah, it wasn't like ha ha. Natalie farts. It was yeah, like it was, hey, your personality is terrible. And I fucking hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you're ugly and you stink yeah. like you so actually funny. smell like no stop like hey yeah. take a shower like he was like oh no did i do it wrong? <laughs> 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 Poor guy. nelson from nelson all over favorite gamecaster moment is the hamilton rap oh wow nice. very cool awesome yeah our buddy matt cousino says obviously his favorite is when his uh, his favorite moment is when his favorite podcast talks about him and his game on there. It's gotta feel pretty good. Hey, it's gotta be pretty cool. <laughs> well, okay, just to say, Kyperium is going to be at Nerdfest. He's yes. bringing yeah, a few yeah, copies see. of it with a bunch of his buddies that are coming down. Yeah, yeah I cannot wait to play that. it IRL. Yeah. He also cool. says he laughed his absolute ass off at the I cut you choose <laughs> abortion oh my Mad God. section. <laughs> that, was the mad? that was bad. That was bad. And he says that moment he knew he found his favorite podcast. That's great. <laughs> How did that happen, you guys? That was. I don't know. That was. <laughs> I could not. Okay, I, I script for the show. I could not have scripted something that beautiful. Yeah, that was fun. That is that was board to play. Says one of his favorite moments is playing Gardic Phone. 
Yeah, um, we got oh, to that play, is, play is so freaking good at that game. Yeah. He is amazing. And that. specifically, drawing Ryan at a wedding. Yeah. And then he, he says, drew. if you know, you know. Yeah. yeah. So that was one of his favorite things. And then I'll, I'll end this shoes. segment. I have a second part to the inbox in a moment, oh, but I want to end this segment with Scroozle, who said he's very bad at remembering specific moments, so he's going to make it corny. His favorite memory is just watching the show grow and develop, as well as getting to know all of us and the great people in this awesome Bulbousy community surrounding it. Um, there's amazing many episodes, so many great interactions. The podcast has brightened his day. Um, thanks for all the great memories. Congratulations on 100, you sexy beasts. Man, swoozle. Yeah, That's the, great. The That's so great. The swoozle. So, I then went out and was like, Thank all right, let guys. me just throw out another question. Yeah. And the question was, what would you rather do 100 times and listen to the Gamecasters 100th episode? Here we go. Here this we go. This is the real Yikes. stuff. This one, I got 10,000. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, I, go I got one more, which is from Gabby, but seems like it's from Gary for the... Lo- er, Gary. Gary. Oh, Gary. It's <laughs> <laughs> called Gary. Yeah, Fucking Gary. He calls you so, Brian. I know. <laughs> he does. Good. So it seemed like... Gabby and Gary. Gary but <laughs> Gabby's favorite mo- Gamecaster <laughs> moments are episodes 1 through 28, the Jeffless ones. Oh, oh yeah. That was Gabby? That, that could have been Gabby. It does sound like a Gary thing. He doesn't do that. That's what I said. The Jeffless ones. Come on. Yeah. So, Eason, again, this is the one. What would you rather do 100 times before I listen to our, yep. our show? I would rather play chess against Ryan 100 times. Somehow win all 100 times. Ryan accuses me of cheating with the use of 100 vibrating anal beads. And then I sue him for $100 million. That's <laughs> perfect. He is God. suing him. I know. Oh yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. I posted. Ryan it. put it in the I Discord. I posted it in the Discord. There was yeah. a whole discussion. It's Jeff. really more. It's than actually, I'm, I'm so missing it. I you know. you have to check that out at some point because it got it got into a really good conversation with Sam. <laughs> Sam about, was involved. About anal beads. Sometimes Sam shouldn't talk. Uh, <laughs> sort of. Yes. It was really, really funny. funny. Sheer boredom. Instead of listening to the hundredth episode, <laughs> would rather walk on hot coal, which isn't hundred something. So I'm just assuming it's one hundred pieces 100 of hot, hot coals. Coal. Yeah. Or walk over hot coal a hundred times. Hundred times. Sure. Oh man. Yep. All right. The McMeeples. Work at a toll booth for 100 hours with only an Arnold Palmer bottle and a poop knife in <laughs> my bathroom. Utensils. Utensils? <laughs> you need you. <laughs> the McMeeples also said, take the SAT 100 times without taking a break in between exams. Ooh, ouch. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Listen to Friday by Rebecca, Beck, Rebecca Black on a 100-hour repeat. Ooh. Oh, my God. That, oh, kill me. Mr. Measles, before saying... He says nothing. I'm so fucking excited for this episode. But he Uh-oh. did say, I would drink from 100 Arnold Palmer bottles in Ryan's basement oh. while blindfolded drink. rather than listen to our Oh, episodes. my God. Gross. <laughs> Mr. Measles would also... Well, Mr. Measles, come play. on over. We'll have them ready for he you. really then. hates us. Yeah. He would also <laughs> rather play Maria 100 times with Natalie than listen to our <laughs> Natalie fucking hates yeah. <laughs> Well, he win every time. That's me. He's trying to torture me. <laughs> Mr. Measles also would rather take the anal beads out of Hans Neiman's ass a hundred times rather than listen oh, to our <laughs> Like he's the one that takes them he out. He gets to pull them out, apparently. <laughs> Hans doesn't push them out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, he doesn't oh, push yeah. them out. Oh. Hans... That's what I said. Hans doesn't oh, push them out. Sheer would rather get his butthole waxed a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> would rather try taking... A cop's gun a hundred times. Ooh. Oh, right. my gosh. Wow. No, it's hard. That's Mick Dave specific. Mick would rather drink a hundred Arnold Palmer bottles in Ryan's basement. Oh, oh people damn. like your pee, babe. That, that's why they're best friends. Swoozle would rather yeah. play Paladins of the West Kingdom a hundred times and listen to our show, <laughs> which he probably that. would. He, would yeah. love, he actually would love yeah. to do that. Sean Riesling. Sean Risling? Probably Risling. Is it Risling? Hey, know. Sean. New, um... Yeah, right. Sean. New member. You are the man. Yep. Um, 
Anything to do with a minge, he said. <laughs> what about what a poison What about getting white? He, he said anything. He that. said anything. Got he didn't it. hear this episode oh, yet when he We just killed it. New, our, new, our new listeners. <laughs> um, and then Jim, we'll end it with Jim Gamer, who again said something very oh, nice. I wanted to be like, <laughs> <laughs> Jim Gamer, listen to all the other other episodes over and over. He says, I can't say anything nasty. I love you guys. Can't wait for the episode. Jim Gamer. Jim Gamer coming Jim, Jim. through. So that's what people would rather do 100 times. Don't listen to us. That is so. That was great. <laughs> that was yeah. Oh man, and thanks for all the kind things you guys you said about us. Notwithstanding, Gabby and Gary, yeah, <laughs> we love interacting with everyone in our community as much as possible. As without you, there's no us. And a lot of the fun we have isn't just relegated to doing the show, but it's what the show has brought about, which is the crazy fun community we've built on our Discord server. For a bit, uh, we were doing game and gamer of the week, and our first gamer of the week was none other than Samantha Frintos herself. And if you guys remember, we just kind of spoiled it a second ago, but I did come up with a Mad Lib about it, mm-hmm. and it went something like this. <laughs> Are you guys ready for this? Okay. okay. No. <laughs> this Mad Lib is entitled, The Gamer of the Week. Okay. okay. This is going to harken back to our Discord server, where you can go and find cool stuff there, like a Game of the Week and a Gamer of the Week. Okay? Here we go. Cool. When you're named Gamer of the Week... You have a lot of responsibilities you need to take very seriously. I'm going to illustrate now how our first Gamer of the Week has gone, which will give you a sense of what it's all about. Okay. Samantha Cheeto Dong, which I'm pretty sure is her name, (laughs) was selected by Red Rover to become the first ever Booty of the Week. As soon as I approached her with this dog-like honor, she tooed with yippity doo Oh, my God. (laughs) At the thought. She's pooping and saying yippity doo Her job for the week, for the most part, was to gyrate wallabies. (laughs) She would see what everyone was writing and just jizz with excitement. Oh, man. What should I say first, Sam would ask herself before shamefully responding to each one. Her natural inclination was to always say the same thing. Well, smack my ass and call me Sally. But instead, she actually responded to people normally. She also had to provide two neckbearded fucks and polka dot shorts for people to ponder on all week. And at the end of the week, she would reveal which was the basement dwelling fuck. Oh, it's like some award show. Well, out of these two fucks, you have won you the award. The basement dwelling. It was also her job to nominate the next box fart to be the gamer of the week and introduce them. <laughs> Sam chose the great game casters listener Swoozle and chose to say, welcome, you have a stinky minge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bless you. And I hope you have a disturbing week and try not to hump by the end of it. <laughs> Listen, the last thing for our Gamer of the Week is to select 1,040,59 games for our Game of the Week. Everyone will tiptoe to that thread to choose which yellow snow we're going to celebrate this time. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> the first week, we chose the always fun I Cut You Choose game, Abortion the Board Game. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy get caught out. I can't believe you guys. <laughs> this and this week, planned. it's the Naked Body Board Game. <laughs> Hope you had a yucky time in the spotlight, Sam, and thank you for reading all about how the drying paint of the week works. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Man. I can't believe the mechanism you chose you. was I Cut You Choose. <laughs> What the hell is Natalie going to demolish today? She's a brutal babe full of bad feelings and a bodacious booty. Listen more to hear which game deserves to be destroyed in today's edition of the Board Game Beatdown. Game 
Hey guys, today on the Boarding Beatdown. Okay, I have to share something with you. Okay. I had an original idea. I went out to dinner before a concert. My first one. I went out to dinner before a concert with the measles, and they brought something to my attention that I wanted to use as a surprise beatdown. But it didn't end up panning out. But I still want to tell you a little bit about it. Okay. Um, Okay. They live in Redford, which is the city that Ryan and Jeff grew up in. Yep. And Jeff teaches there where Jeff teaches, mm-hmm. and they said they were driving by some shady places in Redford and decided to look up Google reviews. Time out. They also live in Redford, but let's just get that. Yeah, that's yep. what. I, oh, yeah, they that. do. Yep. <laughs> and so they were like, "Let's look up reviews for this place," and there was some like really funny ones. So I was like, "I know, I'm gonna beat down Redford uh, <laughs> and find a bunch of shady places with a bunch of shitty reviews." Most times, it but North Redford. Besides the ones they showed me, everywhere else, nothing was that bad oh darn <laughs> well, do you want to read the ones that were bad yeah so those? one of them was um chapeau ver chap here we go chap chapeau ver lounge i think it's like an adult entertainment okay place. i honestly don't oh, know yeah. that um they said they got a one star that says in the 70s we called this the dog show we would go there if we were broke stopped in last week Woof. <laughs> Buzz your girlfriend. Buzz your girlfriend. Woof. Woof. Another one said, the KKK comes here. Oh, that's the whole review? No, they don't. That's how <laughs> The KKK comes here. Five stars. That's how. <laughs> Yikes. There's an, there's an embassy motel. Embassy in, Suites? Oh, motel. that area motel. on 8 Mile. Oh, boy. North Redford. North Redford. Yep. Um, and North Redford people were Ariel <laughs> had a lot of bad reviews. South I just Redford, picked a few. South Redford. Um, Ariel <laughs> H gave it a one star. Says it rained in my room last night. Enough said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't raining outside. Yeah, it rained in, in the room. room. Yeah. <laughs> Maria H says the few years I have stayed here, I noticed rats roaming through the rooms and walls. Other rooms had bed bugs. The wall fell on me while I was in the tub. <laughs> oh the rat wall. Ah, the rat wall. The rat- and last but not least, Simon says, just okay. Wish there were more thug black guys when I was there. Wanted BBC in me, but ended up listening to the girl next door get it from a couple of black guys. What? That's Why? a Google review. Oh, of a okay. How many people liked that review? That one actually was two stars. How many people found it, people found it helpful? Two stars, because there was BBC. Yeah. It just wasn't it in was the me. Yeah. It wasn't in like the room. I was- I was like, oh, I gotta find more of these, but damn, I know that is still pretty great. But I still wanted to fucking feel Redford. (laughs) North Redford sucks. (laughs) All right, now to the real beatdown of board games. Of board games. Um, I didn't pick just one game. I picked all of them. A bunch of games (laughs) that are in the one hundreds rating. Oh no, no, not ratings. Ratings. One hundred rankings. Got it. Okay. Yes. Cool. Worst of the 100s is so, what I uh, call it. Okay, <laughs> I like I like that you're branching out with the beatdown yep. and kind of making it um, not just about one specific game. This is nice. Okay, okay so I got? picked one bad review, one bad um, for each game. One yeah, for each 100 reviews. Oh, Here we go. I maybe got like 20, but they're in the, all the 100s. Okay, anyway, <coughs> number 100 is Lorenzo Il Magnifico. Yep. And Lorenzi Who says. <laughs> <laughs> this guy made his name just to rate yeah. Lorenzo. Lorenzo who says it's crappio, so it's crappio. Yeah, Ooh, like Lorenzo is crappio. Well, isn't yeah. the um, what's the publisher? Doesn't it have like an eo? Cranio. Cranio. Yeah. Oh, does Cranio. Cranio. Uh, the, the game ranked number one hundred and one is Tigris and Euphrates. Yep. Ravensburg twenty four says it's so dry it hurts. 
Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I see. Like Ouch. it needs lubrication. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me dry my. Let me dry my tongue yeah, yeah. off. <laughs> you like it really dry, right? Yeah. Then the poison yeah, really gets in my mouth. Number one hundred two is decrypto. And your buddy from Canada says, your- <laughs> wait, 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 you should try Decrypto once and then never again. That's great. <laughs> great radio. Oh, that's great. Your buddy from Canada. <laughs> Thanks, Canadian. Hey. Thanks, buddy. I'm not your buddy, guy. I'm not your guy, friend. I'm not your friend, buddy. <laughs> the number 103 ranked game is Inish. Yep. The s- yeah. <laughs> Seal Bludgeoners. Oh, oh no. Cut God. this out. We can't do that. That's their name. <laughs> no, it's not their Christian name. My Christian that's name. name. Also, that's Joseph A. Seal Bludgeoner. Like, that's his line? That's it. Seal we Bludgeoning. We found it. Yeah. Ryan's yeah. line. Seal Bludgeoner. Right. Yeah. Seal. Don't hurt the animals. <laughs> You're right. I, yeah. No, fuck the Seal Bludgeoner. Fuck the Seal Bludgeoner. You can fuck them. You know, you can fuck the Seal Don't bludgeon. Fuck them all you want. Okay, you can't you one bludgeon them, them. You're out. We well, can bludgeon them with your cock while you're fucking uh, them. But oh my god! Joseph A. Seal bludgeoner, bludgeoner at your the service. Seal bludgeon, we get caught, but we're keeping that in. I'm not your buddy friend. <laughs> 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 Anyways, Seal bludgeoner says, "Notice to board game designers: take into account color blindness with red and green. This affects more people than you realize." Okay, I'm okay, okay. Can you? Okay, what <laughs> was that? Again? Yeah, no, no, but listen, that's Inish. That's Inish, but that's. That's a fine review, but can you imagine the publishers at Inish going, hey, listen, Seal Bludgeoner has a point. Yeah. We just got a good point here from Se- <laughs> yeah, Seal, Seal Bludgeoner. How's he going to be taken seriously? This guy bludgeoning seals. <laughs> Needs doesn't a know point. The, doesn't know the color of Right. Shit. I'm you not your friend, buddy. <laughs> 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 Number 105 is Cthulhu Death May Die. Move that, 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 that game. Okay. That game yeah. And uh, Kiss GG says rating one, oh. rating of one for mistreating the literary legacy of H.P. Oh, Lovecraft. Okay. Yeah, there's always those book reading. Mistreating the literary the <sighs> literary legacy of H.P. Lovecraft is like racist. So, <laughs> I know he's like a horrible person. <laughs> I, know. I don't like fireworks. People, <laughs> there's something creeping up. Lovecraft. No. Oh. Snobby fucking book readers. Oh. <laughs> you know you you I think you've always hated book readers. The list. I just Well, no, he hates reading books. Why? <laughs> no, 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 no. He no there's a difference. Well, you know there's all the a letters, difference. Natalie, we know. Okay. <laughs> but there really is a difference. Listening. There is a difference. He there's does hate book So book readers doesn't mean people, people that read books. books. That's not I what it mean, means. I mean, everyone who compares everything to the the literary The book's better. The book is better. Books the book better. Is How dare you? We know the book's better. We know it's Lord of the Rings. We know the book is better. Of course it's better. That's but you can't make a a movie or a TV show that has all of the right. stuff it's that the book has. It's gonna long. you have to condense it down, which means it's and going to still, be worse. And they'd still hate it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It could be word for word, and they would hate something. About <laughs> but it. I feel like you've always hated book readers. Yeah, okay. Good. <laughs> Number one hundred six. <laughs> good. Good. Is patchwork. Oh, Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. Leroy Porkins. <laughs> Leroy. Leroy. Porkins. Porkins. All right, fuck it. Here we go. Leroy. <laughs> 
says, a lot of this designer's games have confusing rules. I also don't like it when games punish you with negative points for not being a good player when the game doesn't even give you enough Wait a turns. Wait a minute. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Wait, just hold on one second. Fir- Wait, read that first sentence again. A lot of this designer's games have confusing rules. Yeah, that, That's, apply to this that does not game. apply to Patchwork. No, apply to yeah, compared to like Agricola and Caverna. Yeah, but you don't like pa- you're rating Patchwork yeah. a one because a lot of the other designs are confusing. Yeah. So <laughs> fuck this game. No, and get better at it. <laughs> Number Leroy <laughs> Number one oh nine is Trajan. Mm. Oh, don't here we go. Oh one oh nine? Man, yeah. that's slipped. That used it's to be like sitting at ninety nine, yeah, a hundred for a while. I think it was in the fifties. Um, Hate Machine says oh. a giant pile of steaming dog crap. Probably even worse than Bruges. <laughs> Definitely not worse than Bruges. But I like how he yeah. writes the review as if we know his thoughts on yeah, Bruges. Probably worse than it. Yeah. Bruges is my favorite game. We all so know what Steaming Dog, what's his name? Bo- dog. Hate Machine. Hate, we all know what Hate Machine thinks about Bruges. Steaming Dog. dog. <laughs> Number 112 is Dominion. Okay. Leper Colony says. Oh. <laughs> leper Colony? Leprechaun. Is it like Leprechaun? But they're but no, it's leper- L-E-P-E-R. So Leper. It is yeah. Leper Colony. Jesus Christ. Say, I'd literally rather watch paint dry than play this again. Oh, the, one of those. We've heard those. So yeah. Get it. Paint, uh, think of a new fucking insult and watch paint dry. Number 115 code names. Blue Horseshoes says, the worst game ever, just like Battleship, but with words, except the original Battleship is more fun. In fact, this is more like Battleship the movie. No. Burn. Oh. <laughs> Battleship the book was better, by the way. <laughs> Battleship the book, it was so good. And then they made a board game out of it, and it just ruined it. Right. <laughs> Number 116 oh. is Roll for the Galaxy. And Gaia Hero says, tons of dice. I'm not your Yuck. Buddy guy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> guy. Yuck. are so awesome. <laughs> Number 125 is Parks. Green Flash 21 says, I tried to like this. I really did, but I just didn't like it. It has amazing art, though. I tried to like okay. it. I tried. I, I just like, tried so hard. And, one, but, and no. the whole time I was really trying. Number 130 is Hansa Teutonica. Oh, oh. Watch it. <laughs> Crambaza says. <laughs> <laughs> this game made my roommate cry because of its dull and lifeless gameplay. <laughs> so that person likes their roommate enough to go on and rate it a, a one. It was oh, this game is God. so dull. My roommate was crying. <laughs> Are you okay? It's just yeah, so, it's dull. so, it's so dull and lifeless. Where's the life in this? You know game? what? It's okay, sweetheart. Don't worry. I'm gonna go run board game geek and I'm gonna write a comment. Yeah, it we'll might get, get read we'll get on a podcast. We'll get back at it. It's okay. Number one forty one is Star Wars X Wing Miniatures oh, game. Who's close? Flowersita says, this, <laughs> <laughs> this segment is just named. The stupidest, tiniest little cards with tiny little writing on them I've seen yet. I hate FFG for these fucking cards. What game is this? Star Wars something? Star Wars X-Wing. Yeah, X-Wing. X-Wing. Yeah. They are small. Okay. Number 146, Rajas of the Ganges. Okay. That's a good game. Casual Casual says, I oh, just, I casual, casual. what the F. I just what the F. It's like I just, I just like, dot I just, dot dot uh, what dot 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 F. <laughs> Maybe the rest of the review is this is so good. This is so good. <laughs> I just forgot to put it. In. Yeah, I forgot to put a zero after the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Number one fifty seven is Jaipur. Is that how you say that? Yep. Well, maybe. Hazard says, I'll give it credit. It's not as painful as Splendor and lacks the cubes of Century Spice Road, but it's still just drafting mm-hmm. and hand management for no real purpose. Yeah. What's it's the like, purpose? It's like buying a fancy <laughs> illustrated yeah, version of Go Fish. Yeah, what is the fucking purpose of games? The weird thing is, is you rated it a one, and you said it's better than two games. Probably better than Splendor. Yeah, it's true. better than two games. And 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 one. there's no cubes. Still worth it. No cubes. Not one. So, like no fucking cubes. Could you imagine it. making a game and not having one at least one cube? Right. I mean, I could, could be spent centuries by the road. Number one sixty five is the Resistance. 
And Vapo says, if I'm going to spend half an hour arguing with my friends, I want it to be over something much more interesting than whether the card in front of me is blue or red. I, I would have licked the inside of your ear. <laughs> <laughs> but it's something that your thumb had touched. <laughs> would have ordered the inside of your ear. <laughs> Number 171 is Sagrada. Sagradi, Sagrada. Um, Alti Moratio says... Okay. It's the dictionary definition of it's fine. Nobody cares about your stained glass window, mate. I'm too busy there, heads down you with You cannot mine. look up it's fine in the dictionary. No. So <laughs> I know. Just the so definition you know. of it's yeah. fine. There's no phrase. it's fine in the fucking dictionary, you stupid piece Dummy. of fuck. Oh kidding, you're probably cool. Oh, you're yikes. cool. You're a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your opinions, Number 183, <laughs> Captain Sonar. Yeah. Miliotok says, it's stressful as hell. Probably just who I was playing with. I don't know. It was traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Probably not the game's fault. Probably not the game's fault. One. one. He said, like, friends. I don't know. Yeah. And, right. like, yeah. I don't know. Probably like, they're talking. Fault I'm at all. traumatized. I'm pretty fucked up. I have friends. I'm fucked up. I just wanted to talk to someone. I need help. And the last one, number 198, is Carcassonne. Hacks Word says, takes two slices of suck and spreads suck nut butter and suckleberry jam. Layer alternating slices of processed American suck and slowly roasted suck. Add some pickles and garnish with crisp iceberg suck. This will yield a suck sandwich that sucks only half as much as Carcassonne. Yeah, I think we've done it. Yeah, that's, that's, a, good. that's a classic. Good. That's a classic. <laughs> I'd eat that suck sandwich. <laughs> there were some amazing names. I know, right? Names were Sealed bludgeoner. <laughs> Draw the line. Yeah, no way. Well, no one will hear this one because you're cutting it up. I'm, that part is gone. Yeah. We have to draw a line somewhere. What was the other one? So you can fuck seals. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your buddy from Canada was I'm not you your to, buddy you guy. Your, you have to put your mouth in the big end. <laughs> yeah. I'm not your guy, friend. 2022 has been an incredible year for board games. Possibly one of the greatest I can remember in a long time. There are so many games I've played this year that are top 10 worthy. I've even played one that's top one worthy. Though it wasn't released this year. But that's besides the point. Every so often, Jeff, Natalie, and I come together and we find a game that the three of us collectively feel is superlative. The bee's knees and other such idioms. And those games, rare as they may be, get put on this list that we like to call the Gamecasters Essentials. These are games that we feel will have a spot in every collection. That's not to say that every collection should have these games. But if you're just getting into games and you're looking where to begin, the games on this list are such that we feel it's extremely unlikely that you will go wrong. Prior Game Casters Essentials include Bonanza, The Castles of Burgundy, Strike, Just One, The Quacks of Quedlinburg, Underwater Cities, Istanbul, and the Lost Ruins of Arnak. The rules for a game becoming an essential are this. We all have to unanimously agree. The games need to have mostly a feel that would work in every collection, so they need to have very broad appeal. Without any more preamble and ado and fuss, I'd like to now reveal the ninth game to enter the Hallowed Halls of Gamecasters Essentials line. Everyone, please welcome to the show the random board game name generator game itself, the Guild of Merchant Explorers. Congratulations, oh. you are the ninth game in the Gamecasters Essentials. Essential. You're an essential game in the essential, essential Gamecasters game game essential Essentials line. Allow myself to introduce myself. myself. This game has shot like a rocket to the top of our constant want to play list and has firmly cemented itself as a mainstay in the Gamecasters Essentials line, but why? Oh my god. What makes the Guild of Merchant Explorers such a great game worthy of your attention? This game encapsulates the fun emotion and drips it into your veins as if you were hooked up to an IV of pleasure. The entire game feels good, 
Almost every card flip yields something great. You gather a modicum amount of points every turn almost that eventually blossoms into like 150 or so by the end of it. It's over in a reasonable, what, 35 minutes or so and plays out differently each time. There are different maps to try, different combinations of cards to utilize, different treasures to exploit, universal goals to race towards, and the opportunity for really explosive, bombastic turns is just extremely prevalent all the time. You'll have turns in this game where you look around nervously and feel as though you might be cheating. Because you're just getting so many points this turn. You'll have tense moments where something great could happen, but only if the cards come out in just the right order. And when they do, you feel like a genius. And when they don't, you still have to figure out this contingency, which usually there always is. The game packs so much fun into such a small amount of time. Outside of the fact that it's very multiplayer solitaire, which we love, there's really not much I can say against it that people might not enjoy. The art is contentious as it's just very gray, kind of dull. I personally enjoy it, but the scoring mechanism is ridiculous. Also... It's easy enough to homebrew, which is not a big deal. And I just absolutely love this game. But why do you guys think it deserves a spot on the list? We're going counterclockwise with this one. Whoa. Jeff, Whoa. why do you think that the random name generator game deserves a spot in the Gamecasters Essentials? I have to admit something. Nally and I told a fib. To you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. So Natalie and I were off in the corner. <laughs> And, you know, yada, yada, yada. And we said (laughs) that we had a tie. So the two of us had voted. Yeah. And we were like, let's just tell Ryan that we tied on a vote and then let Ryan. Because we were like, what do you think it should be? And I was like, because we had another game in mind and we were going back and forth. We were debating. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, what do you think? And I'm like, I don't know. And I was like, what do you think? We talked about We we had a conversation. This game is really good. And here's why I think it's good. And we're like, let's make Ryan the tiebreaker. Let's just tell Ryan that we tied. We'll say that we each said one and then he has to decide. Yeah. And then you were like, which one did you say? This one? And I was like, mm-hmm. Because <laughs> we didn't actually. We just were like, I don't know. Well, I so you didn't actually. <laughs> we didn't actually put anything. We I was like, knew. I think Jeff said this one. He was like, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I, you did. Yeah. 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 No, I thought they so were. So we didn't do that. We didn't do it. Yeah, I thought you they were just, you just the other one. Yeah. But either. I do know because you said <laughs> what I picked. And now I know what side you yes. sided on. I thought that well, you well, sided well, with oh, Natalie. The nuptials. No, 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 no. If you remember. That was also the first nominee I had. Separate from Natalie, second, the sec- my second thing in defense, this is my defense, is that <laughs> both of these games, I feel, deserve a spot. Right. So I do think I that it will <laughs> yeah. happen. So I'm your, I'm your hype man just as much as you're mine. That, <laughs> that is, a, that's for great. Natalie, right. All right, Jeff, we'll world. continue then. Why do you think that this deserves okay, a spot? Okay, Guild, Guild Master Hall Merchant uh, Travelers <laughs> is... Of the traveling fans. Is, is wonderful. Oh. From a standpoint of... I'm a non, I don't play games very much, mm-hmm. to I play games, and I need something meatier and bulbousy to yeah. fill my 45 minutes that I need, Yeah, that I can sit down with my also gaming partner and play and say, we played a game tonight. You can have that feeling. Or you can introduce it to people who don't play games because it's so simple. Yeah. Flip a card, place a cube on one of those spots. Mm-hmm. That's sixty five percent of the rules. Just true, and they don't need to know like how the cards shuffle up and come, you know you can run that part of the game, and the, the rules are so simple. And I think that where it also thrives is there is no downtime in that game. Mm-hmm. Like even between rounds, how long it takes you to shuffle nine cards yeah. is the downtime between right. rounds, or how how it takes you to, like take the cubes yeah, taking off the cubes of your off, board. Yeah, and zero downtime is what everyone looks for in both nons who don't necessarily want to play a game or are like kind of 
intimidated, you're doing something all the time in this game. You're not waiting for that person with AP to take an extra amount of time. Um, you're not waiting for it to come all the way back around to you. You're just kind of doing your own thing. And yes, that can be a downside. It can be heads down. I'm not looking at what, you know, we played it yesterday. I'm not looking at what Sam's doing. I'm not looking at what Natalie's doing. I'm just kind of doing my own thing, which, yes, that can be a problem for some people. It is not for us. Right. And sure, say what you want about the the art. It's not bad. It, it, I don't think it bothers me anymore. The name is still bad, but the art yeah. doesn't really bother me anymore. Yeah, I actually like the I'm art. really looking forward to, I'm, I'm happy, and I think that's easily expandable, the new maps and the right. new boards. We how do we get those? Through. I don't know. I've been trying to them. find them. I don't know. If people are posting about them on Instagram. I'm like, yeah. how did you find those? I know. Oh, I don't know if you, if you had to buy Give it at me. Gen Con or something, and we got it at the, <coughs> the game night or right. something, but why didn't we get it? Because we paid for it. Yeah, what the fuck? Um, and we went through the rules of the advanced boards. So there's like two kind of more basic boards and there's two advanced boards. And again, it adds this kind of level of complexity that you can throw in because there's these like giant volcanoes that you just can't put cubes on. So you're traveling around those, which then also makes some of the um, the era one, two and three cards just better. Mm. Specifically, I saw this one card yesterday that was like, go in a straight line on water as far as you want. That was your, wow. that was your placement. And I was like... On the map that we were playing, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. But if I'm trying to get around something like a volcano in the middle of the room, I or middle of the map, I can. Yeah. Use now that. Going right? So then there, that now you can changes maybe sure. how, how I want to play, and it's um it's just so solid. I feel like for all types of gamers. So if you're starting a collection or you have are looking for something to bring lots of types of people to the table, I think this one does it very well, and that's why it's essential in our collection of nine so far. Man, I couldn't have said it better. Natalie, what about you? Why do you think? What do you want to add? Yeah, how do you follow Um, that shit? Okay, well, one thing that I was going to say that Jeff said is I 100% agree is one of the best parts of the game is that it is so quick and it just constantly is moving. Like you said, there's no downtime. It's just like, next, okay, do my thing, next, do my thing. And I like that. And that makes it kind of, and like that on top, like even though the rules are like simple and stuff, you're just like constantly doing stuff. And so even though the time that you're playing is pretty short, which is great, it also feels full, you know, like it's just, it feels like fulfilling for a 35 minute game. It feels like you just played a game. And um, I mean, obviously this is a game that like all three of us love and keep wanting to play over and over again. And that's proven by the fact that we just went to Gen Con like a couple months ago, a few months ago, and we've already played this, you know, three, four, five times. And that's not normal for yeah, us, at right. least, like Brian and I. Um, and so that just tells you how much we love it. But the thing that makes me even more sure of wanting to have it as an essential is that everybody around us who we've introduced it to or who was at Big Game Night or whatever, they all loved it too. You know, so it made me feel like it's not just us. It's not like we love it, but they don't really love it. You know, like some people like it, some people don't. I mean, obviously that's going to happen, but like it makes me feel like most people will like this. It has a lot of really good things going for it. It's not overly complicated. It's not long. It's right. You know, it moves fast. It's just got all that good stuff. So I think the surprise helped too. I don't know if we were going and thinking that we were going to really like the game. Totally. Oh, I did and not. The surprise I, I just looked at like, it and oh, was like, okay. I want to play I this. I saw like a review. What's that? Um, Naveen and Monique. What's that channel called? Uh, before you before play. you play, they posted a review. Do you know them, Sam? They posted a review like. A month before Gen Con about it. And I was kind of like, oh, okay, cool. And so when I found out it was going to be the game at the beginning, I was kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, but that was it. 
I didn't right. have any. I didn't really have any expectations. I just kind of was like, I was like happy about that. It was mm-hmm. going to be that game. I did not expect to be hit in the face with a bludgeoning yeah. seal bludgeoner. Yes, I think last night. <laughs> how great this game I think was because it's night great. Was the fifth time that I played it. And I felt just as excited about it. I felt like I did new things that I never. I'm like, for the first time ever, I was like, I got all four towers, and I like was yeah. pumped you about that. You beat the that. mess out of Sam and I. <laughs> <laughs> but it just like it didn't feel like it got old. And I still, like, I mean, I think we played. A, it wasn't a map that added new stuff, but it was different than like the basic right. one. But I still felt like I liked it just as much. Like yeah. I loved it. I only. It's like I only want to play that. You know, not yeah. only, but like, I, it, like that's a game I look at it on the shelf and I'm like, I would play it right now. God, it's so yeah. fun. Like, let's stop the show. We'll be right, yeah, we'll be right, back. right back and play yeah, it. I have so 40 great. minutes. I'm playing this. I have 40 minutes. Yeah. I'm playing this. Yeah. Until it feels old and I don't know when it's going to feel yes, old. Yes, exa- I completely agree. Sam, do you have any thoughts to add about the Guild of Merchant Explorers? I think kind of like what Natalie said, like it's easy to learn, but hard to master. Like if you play it 10 times, you can do something different every time still. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. So, I think if you drew a line on the map succinct. that I played on yesterday right down the middle i don't think i went on the left side of the map yeah yeah at I all. That, i've had plays like that where i don't i don't go I'm to the like, right side nothing at all over yeah. there yeah like i don't need anything over there yeah just ignoring that right. entire thing yeah I but then she was, was not the guild hall master travel merchant explorer <laughs> no one got but... any of my shit on that side of the entire room. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i merchanted everywhere else right but you can still do really well doing that you know and then right. you say so now you're gonna play it again and it's like okay maybe i'll try to diversify a little more right. yeah it's crazy or even if you're somebody who's like you just got taught this game and you're like, I don't really know what to do. It still has those three and those three um, goal cards. So you can just try to yeah. go for something there. Right. Or because while it has you're the doing powers, that, you're going kind of to throw get something points. new in, and it's just, yeah, it's a lot for something so tight. Yeah. Toit. 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 Why don't you step inside? Come on, it's warm in there. You think you found some grass, but nope, it's pubic hair. You wonder why there's so much underwear. You stepped inside a Natalie's nook. For today's Natalie's Nook segment, we're going to hand the reins off to our guest hosts. So instead of calling it Natalie's Nook, we're gonna it's we gotta think of something similar. So we're gonna call it Sam's Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, what do you have for us oh, in your vagina today? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what's up in there? Just you know, because it works both ways. Let us know what's up in there. Sam is never, ever sweeter. coming back. Just like a guess what's in the, what's in, what's what is, in the box. What's in Sam's vagina? <laughs> inside I mean, of Sam's vagina. <laughs> Would it be better if we called it like Sam's slit? Oh, God. No. Sam's slot. No. no. Sam's axe wound. <laughs> yeah, Sam's axe wound. <laughs> Uh, Alright, Sam's vagina work. Oh, Sam's seal. Wait, wait. Or, or, or. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like that. Or or, or. Alright, no, Sam's so what's in your vagina? <laughs> oh my god. Let, let us know. Poison. You got poison. <laughs> Drink up, boys. Oh boy. Hello. We now move on to the game of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, now that's just me and Natalie. Here we oh go. Oh, my right. God. I hope I'm recording. Okay, I am. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, today we're going to talk about organization. Ooh, Ooh in your vagina. Yeah. So, first of all, when you enter <laughs> on the left. Oh, my God. <laughs> when you enter. Yeah, yeah, hello. If you hook up to a little bit, you'll find. Oh, oh God. I'm just saying. That's not the right show. That's the right show. You like you're giving a tour. Yeah. Anyway, the Everyone knows are hitting. Hitting. I love the <laughs> Stage left. Well, yeah, stage left or. <laughs> Thank God my parents a lot of compartments. <laughs> Thank God my organization. Yeah, we're sending this shit to them. Yeah, yeah right, right, great, 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 great. Mama and Papa cool, Frontos. Cool, cool, cool. 
Anyway, uh, so I feel like gamers have very strong feelings about organization. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, and we don't always agree. It's very interesting. And like from when we put the game on the table, you know, some people have just dumped their meeples out and just have piles. Other people line them up. Other people are playing with them the whole time, building pyramids. Ryan yesterday made a beetle out of his. Yeah, it was really cute. <laughs> right. Beetle yeah. battle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn it. Beetle battles. <laughs> I'm so bad at that game. <laughs> and some people have, you know, like some people may even pay extra to have special like organization things on the table, mm-hmm. you know, like special yeah. bowls yeah, or magnetic bowls, trays, yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then when it's time to put the game away, people have very specific ideas. Like if it's not your game, you're like, how do you want me to put this? That's away? also very true. Yes. Like you don't just, you don't assume. Yeah, it's like you Nobody want help. Does. You want people to help you. Cause that's like, that's what the, but there's sometimes where I'm like, just let me, just like, let don't me worry do about it. it. Yeah. Just or you're like watching it. somebody do it and you're like, what? why are you, why are you doing that? that that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so from then, you know, you guys have talked about how you put it on the shelf even. You yeah. know, like you guys have talked about horizontal versus vertical on sure. the show, organizing by color or designer or, you know, height, theme. Box height, height, or shelf I, yeah, there's well. like <laughs> I heard it. Yeah, what's your game here for it? <laughs> <laughs> so, I think we're going to focus on, you know, two things primarily okay. well actually maybe three because one why are we like this but i think <laughs> <laughs> the first thing i want to ask is like for you guys when you have your pieces on the table your player pieces like what how do you, what do you do with them i make beetles sometimes <laughs> you know what's funny a lot of times i i don't ever have them in just a haphazard pile usually i will like like if there are like a bunch of meeples i will do my best to line them all up mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're yeah. in like a nice organized kind of uh, like a row or yeah. I don't usually go crazy and put them in like pyramids and like Christy will like you know like make these elaborate yeah. designs sometimes out of it's them. Rare, but I will sometimes stack. But usually, yeah, it's like lined yeah. up. Yeah, slightly organized while. But I'm some done. people do just throw them in a haphazard yeah, pile. Yeah, well, I feel maniacs. like for me it depends. If like even in mm. um, <laughs> guilds of merchant merchant. <laughs> What's it called? Guild oh, of Merchant Explorers. There's a bunch of cubes, right? So at the beginning of the game, I like kind of organized them all and like made them all straight and nice. Mm-hmm. But then you're like picking them off the board and throwing them back in the pile. And and I was like, okay, well, it's something like that where you're like constantly messing yeah. with it. I don't really care if it's just messy. But yeah. if it's something where it's like you're just like one at a time taking something and using it, I will keep it. You you're know, right. I didn't give a line. shit about what my pile of stuff looked <laughs> yeah. like in Guild even in, Explorer Even in Furnace, rooms. at the start, like I had my coal and my oil. Then you're just like exchanging resources. Right. And or even the money that you collect shit. in Furnace. Like I saw that I wasn't just like stacking it up nicely because I was just kind of like, okay, I got some money. Moving on to the next yeah. thing. Right. You know. But so for me, it depends on the situation. I would say 80% of the time for me, it's a nice neat row of things. Yeah. I like to look down and see it organized Well, it's enough. nice to know, depending on the game, how much you have left too. You know, without it being, oh, I've got six. Yeah, a, right, yeah, for sure. You know, it's easier array. to, yeah. Well, plus I feel that. like there's a lot to keep track of in this game, in, in mo- a lot of games, mm-hmm. mentally. And so if I look down and I see, like, it's like a cacophony of just, like, shit everywhere, it kind of, like, my brain feel gets... more frazzled. Yeah, I feel more frazzled and, you know, I don't perform as well, I think. Probably not. It's like when you turn the radio down just so you can see, see better. better. Yeah. You know <laughs> no, what I mean? that's the yeah, thing. That's why people yeah. like to have, like, a neat organized house because if it's cluttered yes. it makes their brain feel cluttered but if it's neat too many senses going on that's a thing yeah, that's an actual thing yeah right for sure well in like my last game group there was one person who took so long that we almost like the other three of us would have like a sub game going on of like who's can who can make the coolest tower yeah we've all been there for <laughs> sure how do you organize sam generally like a nice row you know or like yeah an array of some kind 
Yeah. Yeah. If the pieces are so, those gems in Witchstone are so freaking awesome. I know they're so yes. cool. Man, those are cool. I've not seen gems like that in the game before, and so like I made them into this little cool like beetle. That. I just well, did it because I was like, "Ooh, look what I did!" Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like the jet, like the crystals. Yeah, it was the energy. Yeah, ones. Because there are two kinds of like gemmy things. I have yeah. also played games with people who take the stacking to a level of like annoyance, where it's oh, like, yeah. stop, stop. Play the game now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, play the game, please. It's falling on shit, like knock it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, or you mean like turn. just to be obnoxious? Yeah, or just, yeah, they're just trying and it's like, they're like, oh, let me stack this up into this. Yeah, thing, and, and then it all falls everywhere. Do it again, and yeah. do it again. And it's yes. like, okay, well, let's, let's not for a second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see what happens. Can we just, <laughs> yeah, you, don't, you don't have to live like this. What if. Yeah, what there if, we go. I was waiting for that. What if what? you didn't do that? <laughs> <laughs> what, what would, ha- that's, those words come out of my mouth 10 times a that's day so to funny. students. What if yeah. you stopped yelling in my classroom? What if you stopped, what if you stopped doing that? How do they respond to that? They go. They just look at me. Um, I, nothing. I'm like, well, because yeah, let's, basically, let's basically, that's <laughs> Jeff going like, "Fucking stop yeah. it!" Yeah. Right. And they go, "Well, nothing." I'm like, "Well, then let's try." Yeah, let's try. maybe let's not do it. Let's try. Let's yeah. see if we it's can without all... Jeff being an yeah. ass. He doesn't have to be an asshole. Yeah. He just has what? to make him feel like. What if dumb? You didn't do that. That's so good. <laughs> that's, awesome. that's so good. I want to do that. So do it. <sighs> no, because you're gonna do it to me only. <laughs> yeah. No. You're only gonna do it to me. Like one of the kids, if they're doing something like insane, I'll be like, "What if you didn't do that?" Lexi, that won't work on the other kids. It might. Lexi's too smart for that. So I guess I I think the thing that makes people more like, I don't know, like upset is how it goes away. Like putting, putting pieces in a certain way. Like my old board game group, one person would not let any wooden components touch any cardboard components. What? Like, does he let his peas touch his carrots? Yeah. Or his French fries (laughs) touch his burger. Yeah. She would be like, okay, you're yellow, you know, you're yellow, you're cardboard pieces go in this bag and your you know wooden pieces go in this bag yeah and if there weren't enough bags then all the cardboard pieces go here all the wooden pieces go here so is it like do you think even it's if like, it makes it harder to set up the next okay time. so it's not a function thing oh, it's she, like she, uh she's like very concerned that the wooden piece will cause a dent in the cardboard piece oh, oh. so she has a reason she does but, she's but that's also still kind of psychological yeah well, and i also put like okay when you take the p- pile of pieces yep. you Pour them in the bag. Right. Yes. Sure. Right. That yeah. is a normal behavior. Yeah. Am I is correct? It, does she wanted yes. to time it? Yeah. She, I put them away that way one time and she asked me to redo it. I had to put the pieces in so they were like, like it would lay oh, like flat facing. on the table. Oh my gosh. Like so they now be, like, she's involving time. you in her psychosis. Well, I was like, if you're going to be that picky, you better just do it I was, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was right. like, I don't, don't feel comfortable do putting stuff away. The former game group away. of yours is I so many problems. I love so much though. I love I them. I love them so much. They yell at me and scream at me. I can't put well, they make I me just, up. Yeah. I have to learn the games on I just, I did learn the games on my own. But I love them. They're wonderful. I did learn how to put things away differently. But if it's my game, I'm like, eh, shove it in. We'll figure it out. Actually though, no, my freedom card. I know. Half. I okay. Arboretum. They were not bent her. in half. They were just a little bit warped. No, that was just a shuffle. It was like this, Jeff. The Jeff, she put the stand on the like table, that. and it was like this. I also opened the rule book and almost ripped. <laughs> Ryan was like, "What the heck is this?" Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah. Like, like, she's like, "Let me check that rule." It was ripped in half. Like, oh, I guess I've used this a lot. Like, what is happening? Okay, but that game costs twenty dollars at Target. Is very old. The cards were literally they were like, like a 90 L's. degree like a, angle. Yeah. L's. yeah, they were L's. It's so you can see it and you can lay it on the table. Here's it's, the like, thing. it's like someone sitting down. It was Here's like she would play Rhino Hero with those cards. Yeah. We, just, <laughs> we just shuffled them. Ryan and I were trying to like bend them back to be straight. <laughs> I was so unfazed. And they're like, yeah, concerned. Didn't care. they were so we were like, <gasps> It was funny. But like, really, when I do put a game away that has a lot of pieces, I'm like, how is it going to be easiest? To take out the next time. That's, That's exactly how I try yeah. to That's do it. Yeah, what is because it's yeah. all about setting it up. How well, do I set it up with the with the most minimal effort? Yeah, possible? and I know a lot of people like how it comes to them Gross. is how they 
how they <laughs> want it to go back in. Like that's the right way. You know what I mean? Even yeah. if it's not the easiest way. They're like, well, it came to me like this in this box. Like this is how it's they intended for it to go back. And I'm like, that's not always the best way though. No. Right. You know? Yeah, that's know. that's really interesting. Yeah. You got thoughts? Yeah, I'll start with just let's just lay this out. Put your shit in baggies. Yeah. Oh, if you don't have enough don't, baggies, you, you have don't problems. have a board game problem. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, that's good okay. for you. <laughs> yeah, if you're like, boy, I don't have enough bags. Like, I, wow. Well, uh, I, don't, I don't live in the same world that you live in. Because right. I have gallons of bags. Right. Oh, I yeah. have bags and bags and bags and bags. Me too. So put the stuff in bags. I don't care if they're like a little too big or a little too small or something. Put your stuff in bag. Mm-hmm. My suggestion to you is, like Sam said, find a way that's going to make it easy to get the game out into the table in the shortest amount of time because that's what matters. Getting it out and to the table quick. Okay? Less downtime, less annoyance, less time for people to change their mind. Get it out. Boom. I always put everything in the same component or same color in the same bag. If this is what you start with in a game and I can physically put things in a bag... That's what I do. Everything that's yellow, even if sometimes it's like you start, everybody starts with $2 and a starting card and a player aid. Sometimes I'll put all of that mm-hmm. stuff in a bag and then that's what you get. Yeah, put it on you the can table. just hand it to them yeah. and be like, and here's all the like, stuff you need. Boom, boom, boom. And then you can even say like, all right, you can have, have people set it up together. Put the things out like this. This is where this guy goes if you want. Um, or it's easier for me if I just set the game up to everybody. I put it, I take out the bag, dump it out, put everything out and I move to the next person. Mm-hmm. Can I I want to yeah. I want to piggyback off of you and yeah. talk to you. <laughs> I want to have a conversation here. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm interested in this specific thing that you're saying, my what what interests me about this is do you find enjoyment in organizing your board games specifically? Or do you are you thinking only about functionality? I want to tear this down in the way that makes the most economical sense so it's easy to tear down and it's easy to set up. Is it mostly that, or is there some? Is there like a little bit of like? Do you have fun? I know I do. Doing I, that too. I, when I punch games, I think about how I'm going to put them in bags. Mm-hmm. So like when I punch games, like all these tokens are the same. The directions call them the hoo ha tokens, so they're all going to go in one bag <laughs> together because they go on the jungle. The, they go on the hoo ha spot, <laughs> and the hoo ha spots over there, and I'll put all those. in the bag. And you like you you and enjoy that? I do like doing that. I also like uh, now that I have access to a 3D printer through Joe having inserts makes that organization like mm-hmm. kind of fun. Yeah, so talk about the Quacks inserts that you have. So the Quack inserts are amazing, right? That was honestly maybe the reason why Joe and I bought a 3D printer was to just print that. This specific Everything one. else is bonus now. Yeah. And because everything is in there and you just literally open this like tiny little plastic 3D printed crate and the pieces for Quacks that you reach in and touch on your finger pads just mm-hmm. are in there. And the, the board that tells you what the thing is slides in there, and then when you put it away, you just close the top and put it away. It's and done. does that add um, to the enjoyment that you yeah, get in Yeah, and it also adds to, on the other side, it adds to the the, the thought of, I can get this game out in five minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it increases it a lot of stats for yeah. the game. Any game that is long for me to set up, I want, I would love a 3D printed insert or like the um, game trays or what's the other, folded space. It's folded space, yeah. Those things are so necessary for me. For both reasons. A, I like organization. And B, I like games getting out quick and putting back in a fast way. Agreed. Um, so I'll look for those in any game that I can. Like Trish Magist is a hard game to get out and organize. There's a lot of moving pieces. But when you have this nice sweet insert. Board game inserts are fun. Yeah. Are they fun for you, Sam? Yes. Because I, I like... wonder if it's just us. Because I, I, like, I enjoy the idea of 
getting an insert. Like, oh, cool, I get yeah. to put this away in this way that makes sense. I and it, just fe- like it feels See, really good. But to me, I haven't sprung for it yet. Like, I'm like, ah, it's not worth the money for me. Yeah, they can be expensive. That's true. Like, I, the number of times I've looked at those Quacks boxes is astronomical. Like, I just, like, sit on Etsy, and I'm like, oh, do I? Do you can I? get them on the Board Game Geek store, too. Oh, good to know. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Yeah. You could probably just, like, ask Deepwater Joe and he'll print them. Yeah, he'll print them for you. Yeah. yeah. I'll Venmo you, Joe. Sweetwater <laughs> Consider Joe. Consider this my order. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Consider this my order. Yeah. No, we'll but see if he listens to yeah. I was thinking about it. Like, you know, do people enjoy it? Is it for convenience? Or, like... Is it about money? Is it about taking care of your collection? Like that pride in your collection? Like, yeah, true. You know, like, I don't know. I don't know why people do it, especially because most people care more than I do, as we've witnessed. I think, I think part of <laughs> board games, as most of us's main hobby, is we also tend to enjoy things that are peripheral to that hobby that make right. them better, right? So, like, if you're into playing guitar, you're not literally just into the guitar. Mm-hmm. You're into the highest quality strings and stuff that and picks that you can buy yeah. and what pickups to play and what case to put it in and do I change out the stock of the head? You know, all that stuff goes into it. And I think that's kind of what board game inserts do for our hobby. It's another it's the web that you get caught. Yeah, it's the right. Exactly. It's the, right. it's the adjacent. It's buying thing the calyx. To, it's organizing your yeah. games. Mm-hmm. It's having the the, the game tr- it's having the little cups that you put your stuff in oh yeah. this is cool they're magnetic right you don't fucking yeah. need that right no accessories. you could just get those yeah like cool the other ones the i have a game ones. table to play games on specifically right. all of that <laughs> goes hand in hand and participates in the enjoyment of the game itself i love what jeff said about how he's got this insert to quacks and it's not just that the insert's cool or that it puts the pieces the components away awesome but it also increases the amount of frequency that he's going to get the game to the table right which just like, it, that's all what it's about in the first place. Yeah. You know, oh, because I have this, I can just take it out, open the box, put those things on. I don't have to, I don't have yeah. to like separate there's out every individual ingredient it. or take them out of every, because you want to put those in baggies at first, but there's like a thousand of them. Yeah. So you got like a hundred baggies full of these damn things. Now like they're just a, all in their own the little one, box. the three and the five or something. Right. Like and you the want the those in separate color. baggies because yep. you got to split them apart. And when we play Quacks, we're literally like, somebody's got the orange bag. It's not by the orange card. Chuck me that. You know? Yeah. Like, so you got, now you got these little boxes and they're always in there. Always. And when you, when you take them out, you just put them back in those. And then you just like take the lid that is holding the thing, right? And yep. I just put that back on and it's put away. Right. How, that is the most perfect adjacent component to a board game ever. And it's all about oh, organizing. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all about and organizing. And anytime it fits actually in the box, the best. Yes. Like, what's that game that, oh, Meeple Land. That just fits away perfectly. No, it's one of the worst inserts. Oh, it's terrible. The tiles don't even fit in the right spot. Yeah. But we've learned some things about inserts being printed not for storage and right. more yes. for like the holding the right. um, the punch boards. The punch boards. Like yeah. But it's, it's a stupid, like it's stupid. Yeah, it makes yeah. me like, you like it makes it, me mad, and yeah, I don't care that like, much, and I'm annoying. mad. Yeah, it's stupid. It's dumb. It makes me angry. Yeah. Why is I hate it, it? It's stupid. Like I paid for this. Don't make it stupid. <laughs> like really, stu- you're yeah. like you could have made it a like a millimeter bigger, and it could have fit these tiles. But instead, you're stupid. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> Natalie, do you have any thoughts about organization? Um, to be honest, I don't really do a lot of the organizing, <laughs> but um. Can I tell you something about Natalie? What? Natalie. Oh, oh. Go no. ahead. No, no, no. I don't want to anymore. I just remembered something. Yeah. I do help Ryan sometimes organize the game shelves. And it is fun f- trying to find um, different and creative ways to do that. You know, Ryan's always like, how should I organize the shelves? I'm like, I have no idea. And it just seems like a overwhelming and daunting like task to like figure that out and whatever. But. 
um, I think we talked about just recently, we just figured out a way to save some space um, with our little tiny games. And we put them yeah. in these little cases, um, oh. kind of got rid of the boxes, put them in these little cases. And now we have like a, a case that would take up the space of like two games on a shelf, but there's like 12 games in it, you know, and doing something like that feels so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like organizing stuff just in general. And life. that's a funny one to me because I would never do that. I get why it's better. I would never. It took a long time. It took a yeah. long time. Uh, earlier in my mm-hmm. gaming journey, I wouldn't have either. I would have scoffed and, you know, like, oh, a legacy game where you got to destroy the card? I don't think so. I'm not destroying my property. Now it's like, of course, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Jeff mm-hmm. somehow has always not cared. The box gets damaged. And he's like, eh, that's well. Well, I Jeff only care. buys damaged boxes. No, I didn't mean you don't yeah, care. I, care about it. I didn't mean you don't care, I guess. There. But... Some, it's like, yeah. it fuels yeah, like, my anger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, cool, I just bought Kanban. Oh, it's dented. Oh, of course well, it is. I'm just of gonna have course. To, I'm going to have to take mm-hmm. it off somewhere. I can't believe that happened, too. Oh, God. I can believe it. So let me tell you about Natalie. Yeah, let's hear it. We played fun facts yesterday, and I learned something about Natalie. <laughs> okay. Natalie believes. She looks so I was there. Like, like, what's what's he he from zero He's very to scared. Okay. I need that bullshit. What is the... Li- and don't say anything. What is the <laughs> likeliness that you'll survive a zombie apocalypse? Oh, right. Okay. So I figured on a scale of zero to 100, it's probably like a percentage. Like, what percentage do you have to survive a zombie apocalypse? Same. Nine, 90% Natalie <laughs> believes that she would survive... <laughs> Like her survival rate is ninety percent. I feel very like confident seen, about it. You've seen all of these things, all these movies, and all this. I feel very. I've read some books some about it. Some of you have probably it. read some fucking books that are better than movies about it. And you believe that you're one of those few people, the ten percent, because at ninety percent everything sucks, and that's everybody yep. else. You right. are the top ten yeah. percent of the human race that Your you will survive. A zombie apocalypse. So now I, mean, I know that I about think you. So. She said she watches a lot of Walking Dead, so she knows what to do. <laughs> I know that. I know that about you. Now, yeah, I could do it. Well, not Walking just Walking Dead. Dead. There's like a lot of movies, and I've read some books, and I'm like, you know what? I think if I was in this situation, I could do it. <laughs> ninety nine. Zom- you have a ninety percent survival rate. Can she put the board game away? No. Can she set it up? No. She had a dream. Can she survive the zombie, zombie apocalypse? apocalypse? I'm ninety percent yeah. sure. She, she had a dream one day. She was like, I had a dream, and I was destroying all the zombies. Of all and I think that that's about what would happen. Yep. I think that's what happened. Ninety percent of all. I mean, something that really helps is that like zombies are not like it's they're not fast. Mm-hmm. In some you know, cases. neither am I. <laughs> you better help me. <laughs> and I know where to get them to kill them, and you know, you know I think I could do it. Like right zombies in the brain. Are not real, Natalie. The brain. <laughs> she knows ninety percent of in all zombie apocalypse. That's walking she will survive. Dead. That is, we learned that about her. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's my. <laughs> so that, funny. Do, does anybody else have anything to add on um, the the vagina, vagina. topic? Vagina. The vagina Molly, topic. Around. Yeah. yeah, solid yeah. vagina. I had a good Thank time you. in your vagina. Thanks a lot solid. to me, guys. Yeah, Great. You're welcome. <laughs> awesome. Natalie's dad bought us a giant diseased garden penis. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> Um, we should show it to you. Okay, maybe it'll be the thumbnail of this episode. Yeah, Nerdfest. I started. Refer- I don't know why, but I referred to these to non-gamers as nons, and I remember you and Christy specifically like burst out laughing. Yeah, and so I've kind of used that term as just affectionately. We've just all used that term ever since then. And then Miss French Toast, you what's her what's her name? I'm so sorry, Sam. 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 You messaged uh, the Gamecasters account, and you just brought up nons in a casual way. And it it really got to me, and so I this is for you. 
<laughs> thank you. Uh, you made my you made my day, and I'm so happy that you listened to the show, as I am all of you who Jeff's about to talk about. Um, but special shout out to Sam, Miss French Toast. Sorry, who is, keep going. Who is not a non? Who is now not a non? You yes. are an official non. Uh, Kraken be tripping. <laughs> 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 is it a capital B? Kraken yep. B. Capital right. K, so, capital B. So you're on a T. boat. You're on a boat and you're like, you know, fishing off the North Sea and all of a sudden this giant tentacle thing comes up and the first thing you say out of your mouth is, This Kraken be tripping. <laughs> this is my favorite thing. Twas the episode before Christmas, which was about to start. Natalie's booty produced nothing, not even a fart. The scripting was done the night before with care in hopes that the laughter and fun would be there. The listeners nestled all snug in their beds with their hands down their pants tilted back were their heads. When inside their headphones arose such a clatter, they jumped out of bed, their poor fantasies shattered. With a, well, hello there, gamers, so lively and quick, automatically downloaded from Ryan the Prick. The only downfall to this auditory treasure is they're now stopped from feeling their genital pleasure. Oh, Ryan. Oh, Natalie. Oh, the mad board gamer. You cock-blocking jerks. Could this be any lamer? Ugh, over two hours I must now wait. With Ryan's dumb voice, my libido awaits. I guess I'm at least hearing about some cool new games, they think to themselves with their loins still inflamed. I got it, they shout, their excitement now back. I'll listen and do that. They're an aphrodisiac. So quick they jump back in their beds with a thud to hear talk of Munson while handling their chud. <laughs> the only thing leaving the guys feeling effed is that they're done now with still over two hours left. The girls last much longer till they're satisfied. Their climax times to the end of the top five. Two birds with one stone. Now over, that's right. So Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. All right, you guys ready for this? <gasps> Check it, 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 check it. That's right, that's right. Stay tight. Want to fight? It's time for another rendition of the Association Station. Skirmish boobs is war chest. Feld condom is Trajan. Salesman's butthole is Merchant's Cove. Oh yeah, salesman's butthole. Thanks. Are you ready for ten more games to associate everyone? We've got three of you fighting for glory in today's Association Station. So Jeff, if you could please keep score. Sam, make sure you watch out for Natalie as she likes to inch the bell closer and closer to herself <laughs> and without any further ado Wait, here there's only 10 we on. go there's still only 10 there's still oh only 10 God. you're fighting you're fighting with 10 i'm gonna use my pen are you ready yes. number one okay disney song natalie sings when i take off my pants hmm. disney song natalie sings when i take off my pants what do you sing <laughs> she's looking at jeff and sam like what is it guys what do i say Disney song Natalie sings when I take off my pants. The song that Ryan sings is I Can Show You the World. <laughs> Disney song or the game that has a Disney song? Yep. We can go to number two? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. All, right, all right, all right. Disney, let me write this. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Disney song. Disney okay. song Natalie Disney's sings pants butthole. off. Disney <laughs> song. Oh, I just wrote one Jeff Dicks. Pants off. You wrote what? Should I kazoo? No. If no. you don't get it. Later? Yeah, yeah. later. If, I, if you don't get okay. it, should I kazoo it? Okay. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Okay. Gabbana. Jeff. Dolce. 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 Beautiful. Okay. Every time you okay. say Dolce, that's all I think in my head. I'm like, Dolce and Gabbana. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Sorceress Rock. Sam. 
Witchstone. Witchstone. Yep, yep, Samantha yep, yep, yep. Ooh. One point. Natalie didn't get mad at that. If Jeff would have got it right, Natalie would have been like, I was like a second to <laughs> That's job. easy. Oh, Jeff gets crew. the easy one. I would <laughs> not job. have. That's old Number news. Number four. Green triangle. Hmm. Green triangle. Oh, Natalie twitched. She did. Sam. Christmas tree. Christmas tree. Oh. That was the game I was talking about before. Oh. Christmas tree. Sam's killing it. Number five. A glove with no fingers. Excuse me? Sam. Smitten. Yes! Smitten. <laughs> oh, I would never got that. <laughs> okay, I was worried I was only going to be good at this no, you not recording, but I'm okay. I'm okay so far. I'm not embarrassed. You oh, got this like glove. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed. I guess, I, I, guess embarrassed. I thought I was going to get in my car, but meanwhile, I'm fucking better than you in real life. So that's cool. <laughs> Turns out I thought well, well, okay, the thing, I thing is I, I requested this game, and so if I got oh zero, God. it's going to be dark times <laughs> for me for a week. All right, are we ready for number six? We're going through this quick. Evidivici. Oh man. Evidivici? Evidivici? I feel like that one's easy. Yeah, I think you Probably. I, I feel like I should get this. Evidivici. Evidivici? All right, that's number six. Okay. How do you write that down? Evidivici. <laughs> number seven. Phonetically. Will Wheaton to Sheldon Cooper. So what? Okay, I want Will, another thing. Will Wheaton. Oh. <laughs> Sam. Terranova? No. No. Damn. I had the a reason broken. for that. You did? What's your well, reason? Let's hear it. I don't know. No, now you have to. After, <laughs> no, after the shit talking. Will Wheaton to okay, Sheldon well. Cooper. Will Wheaton to Sheldon Cooper. Well, because I was thinking Sheldon Cooper is like, well, no, I guess not. I'm going to take a shot because I, I know the path. Okay. Maybe Jeff's doing it. I'll ding. Let's hear it. Arch Ravels. No. Damn it. I'm close though. No. Yes, you are. Yes. Damn you man. are. But I shouldn't I shouldn't say that because that's gonna just help Natalie. <laughs> Although Natalie doesn't have any points yet. So okay. Number eight. <laughs> yeah, what the heck? Sorry, babe. Number eight. Ellen, Rosie, Portia, Jojo, Wanda. Ellen. Rosie. Natalie. Oh, Liz Boa? Yes! <laughs> this is, I'm going to do a Natalie eye roll. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Natalie! I'm on the board. Number nine. Bluetooth anal beads. Natalie. Chess. Chess! <laughs> I felt too easy. <laughs> <laughs> yep, number nine. Number ten. Did you ever think? No. Chess. <laughs> we'll be linked with... Bluetooth anal association beads. station. <laughs> yeah, it would come this far. Bluetooth anal beads. Thanks, Hans, for giving us this content. Chess. Agreed. Never in a million years would I have thought what of that. What a world. What a world we live in. Number 10. Yep. Notes written by a Caucasian gentleman. Jeff. Wow. Letters from White Chap. Very good. Oh, <laughs> nice. Like White Chap. All right. So <laughs> you got, got it. Disney Beautiful. Disney song with your pants All right, off. Disney song. Natalie sings when I take my pants off, and you also need Evidivici. Evidivici. <laughs> and then the Will Wheaton one. Oh, right. And then Will Wheaton to Sheldon Cooper. But That's hold on. Funny. Only Jeff can answer the Will Wheaton to Sheldon Cooper one. No, no it's just Natalie. Yeah, oh, only Natalie can answer the Will Wheaton to Sheldon Cooper. Okay, what do you have, Sam? Small world. 
<laughs> oh. That's Disney oh, that's song about Disney that song. Natalie thing. Yes. Very good, Sam. Thank you. All right. Oh, is your um, penis small? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I take my pants off. Oh, Natalie. Nemesis. Nemesis. Oh. Yes, Nemesis. I think I was a little thrown because I thought it was going to be like all song or all games. Um, all, they're all games. You expected you're right. They're, you're right. No, you expected to play. It was just it was the, it was the Christmas tree one. Oh. Because okay. I, I, like I said, I was just talking about Jeff. Okay. Um, okay, wow, so you guys are doing good. So now you just have Evidivici. Evidivici. I feel it. Ah. I'll let Natalie try to win this one. You think you know then it? Then it would tie. No, I can't oh. tie. So if oh, okay. Wins, if Natalie Evidivici. gets it. Evidivici. Um Do you want me to move on before I give clues? We can move on to the top five, or I can give clues. I don't care. Clues. I want you to care. Oh, I can't. I'd like you to care. Subtle clues clue, that only subtle clue. she would understand. Okay, something yes. that only Natalie will get. Let's yeah. see. Okay. All right. Like yesterday, we ate dinner, and I said these three words. <laughs> this is what is going to help you get it specifically. All right. This, I, you, you, have you, are you caught up on the Game Casters episode, Sam? Yeah. Okay. That's Thank God. Said. That would have been that would have been embarrassing. Been, you were um, like, uh, <laughs> actually, <laughs> uh, you stopped at about episode eighty. Yeah. All right. This was a game very recently discussed on the Game Casters. Maybe last episode. Maybe episode before. I can't remember. However, this game is owned by Jeff. Not game Jeff. Jeff, you know it, and you're no. just waiting. EVD Vici. We enjoyed it. We reviewed it. Enjoyed it. And it reminded us of a game called EVD Vici. Called Pictures. Sort of. It was in that kind of a. I think we said it was in that kind of a. Uh huh. Mode. I feel like I need it didn't ring a bell. Like it just I know. like a bell in the distance rang, but you know why? Because there's bell. cards in this game that kind of reminded us of pictures. We oh. can use them as in the game pictures. Evidivici. I know what it is now. I don't know. Well, Natalie. Ben? Yes. Oh. The phrase oh. is Veni Vidivici. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what that has to do with Vidivici, but I now think that's what I'm talking it? about. Oh, so you've tied? Alright, I gotta come up with another one. Here's another one. Are you ready? Disney song Natalie sings when I take off my pants. Do it, Sam. Do it. Oh, you can't do that. Same one. Yay! Tie goes to the guest. <laughs> Very good. Hey, Tiebreaker is yeah. your first episode. Yeah. yeah. If it's your first episode, you win. Yeah. Oh, wow. Look, Sam wins. So that brings us to the top five of the episode. And this top five is brought to us by the letter N, as Nagiglius Giganglian came up with it. And it is our top five games we could play 100 times. And so this time we're going to go Sam, Jeff, me, Natalie. These are 100 times in a row. No. <laughs> in one sitting. It's just like one, you like in it so one much sitting. and you think you could play it 100 times. He or... was joking, oh. Natalie. Okay. <laughs> I love you guys so much. <laughs> Sam. Are you ready to tell us your top five? Your number five. Come I would come love to. Come up. <laughs> is it chameleon? What kind of chameleon? A comma chameleon? Come up. 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 Come you're with Natalie. Megan, also, what does karma chameleon even mean? <laughs> What's a karma chameleon? <laughs> it's like 
like, why is that better? No, why is that? Well, it's like, better no, it is better. You're saying car, like chameleon, but shorter, like right. as a song. Right. Like, it's like it's like, like you're, I'm stuttering you're, until I yes, say chameleon. Exactly. Yes, that's, exactly. That's, 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 that's the point. You got it. Oh my god. It's like da 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 da. Da da da. No, we, we reviewed that last game. You know, like da 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 Guys, okay. I, unfortunately, I I do. Yeah, I get it. He's right. Hit it. Okay, Sam. What is number five? My number five is Quacks. Okay, you can play Quacks a hundred times, huh? Because I like how it's got different cards. Now that there's expansions, like every game feels a little bit different, and if you're with the right group, it's fun. Do you have all the expansions? I only have the Witch one. The Alchemist one's good. Yeah, I've you played that one yet. I haven't played it. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I also feel like that one you can like try so many different combinations yes. of like buying stuff. <laughs> Whatever it's called. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, amazing. There's like different strategies. Buying which is and, wardrobe. Yeah, it's fun. All, All right, it. Jeff. What about you, man? What is your number five? My number five is Castles of Burgundy. Took one of yours. Ha ha. <laughs> actually, wasn't one of mine. Really? Holy That's crazy. Number five for me. Up. I'm just gonna get it out of the way. Star Wars Destiny. Whoa. Although, can I actually put it on here? Because I would actually play it 200 times. Oh, oh. No, you like can't take time. it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Here comes Maria, number four. Take right. it. Move on from yeah. You guys you know, don't know me. You think you know, know me? <laughs> Natalie, what's your number five? <laughs> My number five is mind management. Mm. Oh, yes, she loves that I game. love that game. Is there a hundred plays worth of content? Uh, hopefully. Yeah, for you. Or if they yeah. kept coming out with like a hundred, you would just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you don't win every like time that. either. And like, and then you can like switch back and That's forth and be like the different, attitude. be the different um, sides of it. Yeah. And, plus there's all those unlockables. Yeah. To put in. Right. Which is really cool. And so like, it's not like you're playing this exact same game every time. It's like going to be growing. Plus it's a game where you're like, you're playing me more than you're playing the, yeah. you know, the mechanics of the right, game. Right. So yeah, I think that's a good, that's a good one. Awesome. All right, Sam. We're on number four. Which number four? Okay, this is. I just want to say this is not like a great game. Okay. Yeah. Good. It's, we only put shitty games on our list. Well, too. I'm just so. like Sorry. I'm like any like gamer is gonna be like, what the hell? But when I like first got into gaming, this is the game like we owned and played the most, and like I would not be surprised if I've played it a hundred times. And it's King Domino. Really? Yeah. Nice. Like easily. I think I remember when you guys easily. first started talking. Um, Tiny Towns and King Domino were ones that you mentioned. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked Tiny Towns, but I loved King Domino, and like, I would still play it. Like, I'm still not sick of it. It's like just so easy over. to pull it out. What about Queen Domino or no, King even. Domino? Nope. The, I tried the Caveman one. one. Don't like it. Only specifically it's the same King. Game. It is the same game, but <laughs> it's, it's not good. the exact same. Okay, then you have the ten different patchworks. <laughs> no, it's the same. Okay. You don't have to add the other things. It's just the same. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's the thing. Yeah, it's the it's same. So you'd rather just play the original. You add, if you want to add the other stuff, you can. You yes. can, or you can yes. play it exactly the same. But yeah, the OG right. King Domino, easy. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Have you played King Domino Duel? Yeah. Also, didn't like that. Okay. Really? Yeah. That's a two-player one. Yeah. Obviously. To roll and fill. Up. <laughs> oh, yeah. sweet. Okay. Jeff, number four, man. My number four is a game that I'm creeping up playing. Actually, playing a hundred times the crew. Oh, that's that's a good that's one. high on my list too. Yeah, it's just very it's very easy to just keep. Playing and playing and playing yeah. and playing. It's mm-hmm. not like a hundred sittings worth, right? It's just a hundred right. times, no, and it's sure. it's easy to rack it. Sure, and it's fun. It's great. In a game that maybe there's probably a weird percentage of times where you just can't win. Yeah, but play it a hundred times. But the playing win. is the fun part yeah, about that. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. The puzzle is the fun. Plus, part, I like I that, that there's there's a there's something. It's not just a game that you play. There's like 
you're trying to complete a mission. Yes, it's not you know? just like my team is going to beat your team. Yeah, it's, as a team, let's beat there's this stuff mission. going on. Yeah, that's a great that's Are a great crew? one. Uh, number four for me. No, is it my turn? Yeah, yeah. number four for <laughs> me. Um, I won't do this. I wrote Star Wars Destiny every for every. Oh my! God. I'm not gonna do it, but I did. Write it. I mean, there's three people with actual lists, so you could do it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Five Star Wars I was, Destinies. Yeah, he's already played it a hundred times. I have he's over a hundred times. times. So I had it five times. <laughs> <laughs> That's the song Natalie sings. Yeah. I take my pants off. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number four for me is a game that we just played a few minutes ago um, with Sam. It was and it's called Insider. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we went Insider Virginia. Oh, I was like, we've just played yeah, Association yeah. Station. Is that we your just game? Went Insider Virginia. Right it was nice. In there. We went up until it left. was. Yeah. It was nice. To the left. Very to the left. Yeah. Very organized. Right Sam's vagina. Yeah. To the left. Everything is very clearly labeled. <laughs> I was surprised about that. Yeah, there's directions. Yeah, sir. yeah. Because well, it's so wet in there, you would think that it would just like, like stuff would be falling to pieces. I always want in things. There's a player aid. It's really <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All, I, I like yeah. to wet my clay before. There's a lot over. of spots to cozy yeah, up. Yeah. And, oh yeah, it's great. Right. Okay, so number four for me is Insider. <laughs> I think that there are a few games that I actually have over 100 plays logged, and Insider is one of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. And I could play this game 100 more times and more and, times. and have just as much fun. It's fantastic. Natalie, what is your number four? My number four is Decorum. Yeah. I love that game. We played it basically as much as we possibly can. Yeah, Two-player, and as soon as they come out with more content for us, I will play all of them, too. Yeah, so they're making an app, and then it's supposed to have millions of yeah. combinations of different things to play millions. with. So that's not sweet. Isn't yeah. that Turing Machine? Yep, you're right. That's Turing Machine. <laughs> yep. But they are going to make out more. Maybe it's infinite <laughs> then for decorum. I can't remember. All right, Sam, what is your number three? So I had the crew, but I am going to swap it with okay, another swap game it out. that I love. That I just I haven't played this a lot, but you could. I, I could. <laughs> I love Altiplano. Really? I love it. What the fuck? <laughs> I love it. We, <laughs> I know. We've I never played where, that. Yeah, I've never played I that. I love that game. That's awesome. Yeah, that was like the last game I requested before I left Marquette. Is yeah, you're right. You like you're bag, right. You like the bag bags. Bags. You guys, do I like bag building? Have you played? You do. Have you played Orleans? Do I have an Asian fetish? <laughs> <laughs> you you got to play Orleans. That All has right. to be your next. You game. haven't played Orleans? No. We'll be right back. Uh, we need a new. Do game you know what weekend. the fuck again? Because what the fuck? <laughs> Jeez, a little. Okay, well, here's the thing. It's news to me that I like bag builders. I just found you out. Just like, like I love that. I'm the game when you got to play. I liked it. I discover. You got to play Orleans. You got to play Hyperborea. What other bag builders are there? Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm almost done. All right, Jeff. Number three, man. My number three is a game I have definitely played a hundred times. Tumbling. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Um, if I had started to log my plays when I started playing Tumbling Dice, I would be number two on Tumbling Dice. Wow. Dang. Behind Bill. Behind Who's Bill. number one? That's crazy. Who's number one? Yeah, because you guys play it. We used for to a while. It, you had like, like a tournament going. <laughs> well, we were just playing the first to a hundred, not oh, okay. best of a hundred. First, first to hundred wins. Hundred wins. Yes. Yeah. So and that was in between the hundred times we played it before that. Um, so I probably am closer to like two hundred plays. Of Tumbling Dice. Basically, Jeff's going to demolish so everyone fun. at the tournament. Uh, it's at so Nerd fun. Fest. I would just play it over and over. He's like, oh, I just keep throwing dice. Yeah, Take why wouldn't it? it's just fun? <laughs> That's a great one. One million times. Uh, number three for me is sort of in the same uh, mode here of uh, f- dexterity games, mm-hmm. and another one that I think maybe Jeff and I alone could just giggle like schoolgirls while playing over and over, and that's Crokinole. Mm-hmm. Yep, oh. we 
we could. I think me and Jeff could play 100 games in one. That's when we could play yes. in one sitting. We could yeah. just okay, do again, go again, yeah. go again, go again. We both lose in the matter of four seconds and and, and okay, laugh we'll hysterically yeah. at how many times we hit the fucking post. Yep. Ping, ping, and oh my gosh, is that game great? Crokinole is my number three. Natalie, what about you? Uh, my number three is Micro Macro. Oh, oh yeah, nice. there's three of those. Solve hundred crimes. There's three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When stuff happens, you got just brand me. new. Home the, the, okay. the new one is Malone or something. Well, they're so fun Home and they're alone. so quick and it's just <laughs> like following the little crime Home scene. Two, Tim I would best love movie. that. I know you're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine like looking for him like screaming in the mirror no, with yeah. the aftershave? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's my okay, name. Good. That's great. Micro Macro. All right. So Sam, come to number two. What's your number two? Sagrada. You do love Sagrada, don't Sagrada's you? We all love Sagrada around here. Cool. Sagrada's a great game. Who gets sick of Sagrada? Nobody. It's a good one. Nobody. Yep. Who would do it? Nobody. Not one of them. Nobody. Don't even. We don't give enough time to answer. Nobody. 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 Yeah. Who would do it? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> I can't hear. Now I hear you. Yeah. Where are you? I see you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jeff. What's your number two, man? Just one. <laughs> uh, it's it's just one. so good. Yeah. It's so good. So good. Yeah, and it can be. I know you can like switch out cards and you can like add things and it's infinitely expandable. You know, it's funny when we first got that game, I was kind of like, oh man, is there going to be enough cards in here? And there is. Yeah, there is. There oh, is. Yeah, because yeah, each of them have five, and then you're playing with different groups of people, so yeah. you're going to have different answers. And you can do the thing where you're like, all right, the whole game, we're going to go number three. Yeah. We're going right. to number three. Yeah. You know, and it seems like I've, play- I've played it a ton of times already, and I feel like we haven't had the same yeah, I don't f- words. Yeah, I've not had it the never same felt I feel like I haven't had the yeah. same words. Like, I'm not yeah. like, oh, we did this one already. You yeah, know, right. great. All right, number two for me is another game, Casters Essential. Ooh. Actually, uh, we were just chucking dice into a fucking arena, and it's called Strike. <laughs> I was gonna yeah, be one. I, was yeah. I mean, it's how can you not? Yeah, pl- I, that's just racket, racket, racket. We play that game over. It's like we never play just one time when we play Strike. We always play at least three to five. Yeah, yeah at least. Sure. I have this new like variation. It's called Draconic Dice that yeah. I play on Mondays. That it's the same stupid thing. It's almost like left, right, center, so left, center, right slash yeah. Strike, and. We're probably at like thirty some plays of that. Wow. That'll get to hundred really quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a dumb two. Yeah, just thing a dumb little thing. Yeah. You just play right. Exactly. All right, Natalie, what's your number two? My number two is Codenames Duet. Oh, good, nice. good. That's call. something that's that we could play over Absolutely. and over and over and have. Well, because it's hard enough that you don't just win. Like right. we haven't like gotten so good at it that we can just win yeah. every time because right. you know the words are going to change and fuck up what you do. But you if you, but you always can win if you play like three or four times in a row. I mm-hmm. feel like you always yeah. get like one yeah. right. Oh, that's a great choice. Yeah. We have come now to number one now. Samantha. <laughs> what you going to pick, girl? Well, I did have Castles of Burgundy. But... Oh, I know I got someone. <laughs> Just say it, Castles yeah. of Burgundy. Yeah, do it. You but, can, we can well, have crossover. And with the new yeah, thing. I have five copies of another game, and I feel like I can't Patchwork. own five copies Ryan. of Patchwork That's true. and not I actually put it. steal her thunder, but yeah. you did. Oh, I was just listening to that one yeah. too. You were. <laughs> oh my god, that was great. Dang it! Natalie had this huge buildup about um, who was on this <laughs> some <laughs> pottery show, and Ryan was like Sassy from Ted Lasso. And Natalie was so fucking mad. Natalie was like, Ryan, oh my God, go 95% of it. You took it. You do this all the time. It was great. Well, you know, and it was yeah. true. Sassy from Ted Lasso. It was Sassy from Ted Lasso. Come on. It's uh, funny because like, I remember the moment yeah, and the funny. anger, but I did not remember the actual like, reference. Yeah. <laughs> the anger is built up somewhere. That's so much so patchwork is your number one. Did you I back so. the, the Castles of Burgundy giant huge I did. unnecessary yeah. box? Well, yeah, because the box that you gave me was very nice, but it's just a little now, the, beat to now, hell. Let me tell you. Yeah, zero. So I got the anniversary edition, whatever that Yeah, You're right. The second I got version. that, 
because I wanted like two of the expansions. Right. That wars. don't come in yeah. the other thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first Castle of the Burgundy that I got, I got for like $6 at some like flea market and it was just fucked. Yeah. <laughs> this has yeah. been in beat the ocean. Shit was like just. <laughs> it was in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like been... beat to shit. Oh, and that's what you gave to Sam. It was fine. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I'll just, I'll mail it to Sam. She can have this yeah. beat to Here shit copy. Yeah. And, and I loved it. I taught it to Sam over like FaceTime or something. Yeah. He did. And like every snow day, Meredith and I would play it like three times easily. Oh, she liked it too. She loved it. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. now you're going to have a real, now the fucked version can go somewhere else. To Meredith. To Meredith. That's it on Meredith. Perfect. Yeah. That's hilarious. It's, it eventually will be so dilapidated that it won't be able to go to anywhere. I'll yeah. post a picture in the Discord. And you guys yeah, I want to see this. Sure. Why would Jeff just ever even up, buy All the that. components are going up like a Ziploc. Yeah, a baggie. <laughs> like, you know, when you were younger baggie. and you had like Candyland and the box fell apart. Yeah. And you just yes. ended up having bags of yep. games. That's it. That's, Castles of Burgundy. That's hilarious. All right, Jeff. Well, what about you, man? My number one will probably, Natalie probably won't play this with me or us. But if I could play it with our core group of people who have played this game a bunch, it would be Avalon or The Resistance. I could also play that game racked like 10 times in a row. I'm kind yeah. of bummed and it's about that. so freaking fun and awesome. That's That was probably my favorite game of all time. Yeah. And with like and playing. And ruined it? Is that what you're about to say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Last yes. <laughs> I'm I sorry. Not you, that you it. ruined it, but, but the fact that it. you don't like it. Yeah, that was a bummer. Oh, I mean, luckily we had played the shit out of it. Yeah. So I, I was, you know, like, I had my, I've had my fill. Yeah. But that is one of the greatest gaming experiences for me personally. Playing that with Jeff and Dave, and whoever else. The, as long as the three of us are involved in Great. that, playing it, and then add add ten other people, and it's like, it's so <laughs> much fun to just lie your ass off better than the person to the next you know yeah. trying to lie the memory or trying to just trick somebody yeah almost unmatched They're, yeah in games. and anything i've ever played so that's a great answer number one for me is star wars destiny i'm not going to say that it is oh <laughs> it is anal bluetooth anal beads for me is number one is yeah. chess i could play ch- i think I, I again if natalie was into chess i would have a chess board set up on the table and we would just play every day i think you played chess like 500 times probably that's <laughs> so i don't log them when i play on the computer. i know you yeah. play on the computer but i Probably play a chess game on the computer every hour. <laughs> you know, I just have one at work. I'm just playing. You know, yeah, because yeah. you can do like all the eight, time asynchronously or whatever. Yeah, pretty pretty yep, easily. Yep, yep, yeah. exactly. Nowadays. It's that's like the perfect game to play asynchronously. And I just and I also play the, this this chess website has bots, and the bots are like really good. So I'll just play them. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's basically you know they beat me every time, but I just try to get a little better. So that's my number one. Bluetooth and beats. Yeah, Natalie, what about you? What's your number one? My number one is a classic love letter. Yeah. I thought that might be on your list. That's yeah. a good one. It's just you. like a, it's just so quick and fast. That's also the same thing and as you quick. you guys love it two players so much. <laughs> but yeah, two yeah, player. Yeah, it's weird too. It's like, Because I it's not know. really a two player not, experience. I don't think it shines I know. at that, but I know you no, can it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's like it any did. player, but we, when we did it, it was just, I felt like it just clicked with us and we were just like, bam, 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 bam. Next, bam, 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 bam. You know what I mean? Yeah. When we would play it. had a nice rhythm to it, by the way. And it felt, do it on your kazoo. It felt good. Bam, 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 you gotta go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's our top five. Do you guys have any honorable mentions that you want to get through? Uh, well, all of my favorite games, like Underwater Cities, Trajan, that kind of stuff. But I kind of thought, like, I know I had games reasonable. that I could realistically see getting played yeah. 100 times. So I have code names, I uh, the stories. crew. We, I three of us have the yeah, crew. I had a lot yeah. that yeah. you guys already yeah. said. I actually put Guild of Merchant Explorers on there. I, I, yeah. I could see, because, like, man, if, 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 if they release enough boards and I'm at the. You know the the feeling that I have right now. I only want to play that. Yeah. We'll, we'll play it, and I'm like, let's just rack it. Again. That's like, let's just go. Well, again. we've only played it two times, but I, 
I feel like green. I want to say yeah, green, green team, team wins. wins. We yeah. could just go again yeah. and again and again. Yeah. God, God damn it! It's so much better than the other one. Damn it! <laughs> Sorry. Fun, fun facts. facts. Ah, fun facts. Just didn't hit. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it. Sam, thank you so much for yeah, being yeah, on the show yeah, with us. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. That's awesome. Yeah, we learned so much about your vagina. <laughs> yeah. Sucks. No. Yeah, we had a great time having you. Thank you for hanging out with us for the 100th episode. We will see you all for one episode 101 in a couple weeks. It starts out, says, my family poops big. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe it's genetic. Maybe it's our diet. But everyone birthed gigantic logs of crap. <laughs> if anyone has laid a mega poop, you know that sometimes it won't flush. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, how do you know? I don't mean to stop you, but yeah, I'm you like, I don't know the size or consistency of any of anyone's poop in my entire well, here's, family. Right. Here's, here's <laughs> why. Know here's what's going to happen. Okay, so okay. He's going to figure it out. Okay. <laughs> um, anybody who's ever made a uh, mega poop, you know it won't flush. It lays across the hole in the bottom of the bowl, and the vortex of <laughs> draining water merely gives it a spin <laughs> as it mocks you. Growing up, this was a this was common enough occurrence in our family that we had a poop knife. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh my god! No, no, no! You it, cut it in half in the it in the was bowl. a. <laughs> it was an old rusty kitchen knife that oh. hung that hung on a nail in the laundry room, rusty, only to poopy. be used for that purpose. Oh! It was normal to walk through the hallway and have someone call out, "Hey, can you get me the poop knife?" Oh. Oh my, oh my god. I thought it was a standard kit. You have your plunger, your toilet brush, and your poop knife. <laughs> Fast forward to 22. Like 22 years old. Yeah. Oh it has been a day or two between my poops and I'm over my friend's house. My friend was the local dealer, like drug dealer, and always okay. had guests over. And because you can't buy weed without sitting around in your ass sampling it for an hour, I excuse myself to lay a gigantic turd. How many crooks is it? <laughs> I look down and see it's side. It's a sideways one. Oh my gosh! So oh I crack God. open the door and call out to my friend. I can't. Stand he it. arrives and I ask him for his poop knife. <laughs> my what? Twenty two years and you never realized no one else has a poop knife. <laughs> my poop knife. He goes, my what? Your poop knife? I say, I need to use it, please. <laughs> so he. <laughs> He oh responds with, God. what the fuck is a poop knife? <laughs> I can't stand that. Obviously, he has one. Maybe he oh calls it God. something more delicate, like a fecal cleaver or a dung divider. <laughs> I explain what it is and that I want it. Fecal cleaver. <laughs> Leave it to cleaver. Yeah. You know the Leave thing you cut cleaver. your poops with? <laughs> a dung divider? This is so great. I explain why I want it, and he starts giggling. Then laughing. Then lots of people start laughing. It turns out the music stopped and everyone heard my pleas through the door. <laughs> it also turns out that none of them had poop knives. It was oh. just my fucked up family with their <coughs> fucked up bowels. Oh, oh my God. God. So that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There's also a merch 
merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters, mad board gamer, gateway gear. So head on over to the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store. Please follow me and consider subscribing on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters. So for Natalie and Jeff the Mad Board Gamer, I'm Ryan, and you have been listening to The Gamecasters. Good night, everybody. Bobodia, Elmis Alcawabunga, Discord would be nothing without you. Well, Mr. Measles bored to play, Mick, Dave, Mick, and my girl Shay, guys, we're super happy we're with you. Man on fire and being friends, Grift Horse and Librarian, talking to you is just what we need. Well, Kurt the Viking Jim Gamer, Swoozle the North remembers, ain't nothing pleases more than you. Oh, home, let me come home. Home is when we're chatting with you. Oh, home, let me come home. Home is when we're chatting with you. La 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 la, take me home. Happy, we're coming Main Street Meeple, Lovin' Stove, Matthew Gallion, and Ando. Guys, I really freaking enjoy you. Dan Day Easton from Ruin, Osgore and Joe Madigan. Man, we really love talking to you. That's true. Plurpy, Matt Coos, the Gold Crest, Chris and Haymarket don't rest. Jeez, it's hard to be as great as you. Miss French Toast, Middle Class Joe, Michael Vanoy, Kimoro, we can't stop chit-chatting with you. Oh, home, let me come home. Home is when we're chatting with you. Oh, home, let me come home. Home is when we're chatting with you. Natalie? Ryan. Do you remember that day uh, Emotional Cyborg joined the Discord? I sure do. She joined us super early. Well, C.P. Wilson, Dead Fool, and my man Dog Powered Vehicle also joined, along with Elder Torrin, Sam and Michaela. Do you remember that? 
Yes, I do. Well, Juan and Kane and Kelly and Bilbo Baggins were there, too. Why didn't you tell me? Well, because of how great Macomb Gain, Lucho, Matthias, Diego Casanova, Mike B, the charity board gamer, Goldcrest, and everyone else in our server is, and I wanted to overload you by telling you right now. Aww. home. Let me come home. Home is when we're chatting with you. home. Let me come home. Home is when we're chatting with you. Home, let me come home. Home is when we're chatting with you. Oh, home, let me come home. Home is when we're chatting with you. Demon Kane Bobodia, Elmis Nelkawabunga, Man on Fire and Beating Friend. Rift Horse and Liberian Oh, home Let me come home Home is when we're chatting with you Oh, home Let me come home Home is when we're chatting with you